Are we live, ladies and gentlemen? everybody i got a great show for you tonight i've done some planning so knock on wood uh the internet doesn't spiral because every time it seems like i uh i plan my streams it, they do something to the internet and by they it, it could be my bad planning it could also be you know a group of people that runs youtube but uh and then the times the internet is the best is usually when i just go on a uh, a drinking tear Today, I'm just going to highlight what we're going to talk about, and then if I miss any of these topics, please uh, let me know. So Sam, Sam Tripoli does a podcast called um, Tinfoil Hat, and he did some concern trolling about me yesterday, like a real big thing about it. And uh, people have said, oh, don't bring attention to it. He's just trying to get more listeners. Guys, I recently downloaded Mein Kampf. It's like... Check out the sources. I'm always very uncomfortable with people that are like, don't read it, don't watch it, don't read it, don't watch it. Don't show it. I want my people to be able to see whatever the hell I'm talking about. And if someone's interesting and can lead value to life, watch it. I trust that the people in my life and the people that like me understand right, wrong, and can come to their own conclusions. Be wary of people that don't let you uh, watch anything. I'm all about primary source documents. That's that's the one thing I learned as a history major that I am very grateful I went to college for is um, primary source documents versus secondary source documents. Now there's like fifth source documents. Like BuzzFeed is like a rewrite of a rewrite of a rewrite on acid. Satan meets death becomes journalism. I like real video from back in the day where you don't see someone's interpretation. You just see what it is. So we're going to talk about what it means to be a man. That's the overriding uh, thing. Because when someone like Sam Tripoli says he's concerned about me, I'd like to talk about our lives and our differences and what I believe it means to make a, to be a man and why people actually will say these things. And they always want to have private conversations with me, but never public. I'm going to talk about a bunch of different men and specifically how I feel about it. Because I'll do jokes. You know, like I, uh, I recently found, I found uh, a Joe Rogan headshot that I thought was pretty funny from back in the day. This is Joe Rogan when he first started doing comedy. Okay, is it, for those of you just listening, it, why did they laugh on iTunes? It's a, it's, a, it's a midget monkey with a little sword dressed like Napoleon. It's hysterically funny. Okay, so... Um, I do stuff like that and people are like, what's the beef with you and, and uh, Rogan? Or what's the beef about? So I'm going to do a list of people in my life and I'm going to tell you how I feel about them and why. Because I don't like gossiping. And for, and if you can ask um, Coddington or DeLav or Nimmer 
or people in my life, like my friends, friends that I spend a lot of time with, I always underplay the horror of people. I vastly underplay my upbringing, uh, any victim-y things that have happened to me. People that have crossed me, I will call them out, but I, I leave out like the horror shame stuff. Unless someone's actively attacking children or something like that, I'm actually pretty non-slanderous. I usually try and find a funny theme and just do that, but I'm going to explain how I feel about a list of people. And that way, if you ever want to know, this is where you can find it. I, uh, I'm going to talk about women and why they need to be protected. I'm going to talk about how I feel about Hitler. <laughs> I'm going to talk about how I feel about the Jews. Because I want it like us, like just in one place. Because I do jokes and I say contradictory things. Because I've been confusing a lot of Nazis lately. And, uh, you know, like on Twitter, it's at Owen Comedies run by Delev. And, uh, you know, there'll be some some Nazis being like, he's finally calling out the Jew. He's like, he gets it. And Delev is like, this is run by a, an Israeli, by the way. And so, and they're just confused because I am a vocal and fearless critic of a lot of Jews. But I also um, support the existence of Israel and my friends. And I will explain to you without a shadow of a doubt how that makes logical sense. I will also talk about how I feel about Syria, Saudi Arabia, gay people, uh, abortion, the, the PSYOP that is slavery and the PSYOP that is the Holocaust. We'll get into that. Um, the best PSYOPs are things that actually happened, by the way. And I'll talk about how uh, the narrative has used these psychological tools to control people. And oddly, it, the victims are the people themselves. Like the, the Holocaust narrative hurts Jews. And I will explain that. The slavery narrative hurts black people. It creates something called survivor's guilt and they have to relive a trauma from generations ago that they wouldn't have had to live in. And it causes real trauma in them and self-hatred. And I don't think a lot of people understand that because of this how Hitler, Hitler, Holocaust, Holocaust. People think that the Jews have this shield where you can't criticize them. And, and a lot of the bad, powerful ones use that. And that's the whole reason they do this Hitler, Hitler, Holocaust, Holocaust thing. But when you know, like, Jews that work at a store, that live in a one-bedroom apartment, that are trying to figure out if they want kids or a dog. And, you know, like, they don't benefit from that. In fact, it creates a real issue in the culture. And I'm going to compare them to the Armenians, like, because they had a genocide that no one even knows about and how that creates a different thing. And then I'm also, I'm going to be talking some smack about... um about uh, some Hollywood people. So just to give you guys, I was going to say a sense of balance, but that invokes Jordan Peterson nonsense. Um, a good way to show hate the sin, love the sinner. You know, hate the institution, love the artist. I'm going to show you one of the most beautiful people on the planet who's a very accomplished actress who's still in Hollywood, and she has the heart of a champion. And so I want to show you how a good person with good values, and when I say good, I mean knows she's broken, knows the world's broken, knows those are the people that can actually be good. And she's, it's Christine Ebersol. She played my mother on um, 
Sullivan and Son, and she sang a rendition of Amazing Grace for the firefighters right after 9-11. I'm going to play you this video. It's one of the most beautiful things you've ever seen, and it got her pretty much blackballed from Hollywood for about five years. People called her a truther and a nut and all this stuff. She was right, and she's beautiful. And so I want to show you that, and I want to show you how someone who can have Tony Awards and be in movies and play Amadeus's lover and, and um, in, the, in the movie Amadeus, you know, she's one of the most accomplished artist there is and I'll compare her to like a Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep has no actual talent but so much power and Christine Ebersole has so much love and talent but not as much power. She has she's respected to all hell. You know she's the type of woman that can make fun of the the super powerful gays and they laugh because she's right and she's talented and she's tall. All right let's get into this. This is going to be a fun one. Don't make us cry, okay? There's no way you won't cry when you listen to this um, rendition. And just to not keep you guys in suspense, I just want to quickly talk about how I feel about Steven Crowder because of the Blaze TV thing and the fact I'm not writing for him anymore. I've been getting texts, emails, all this stuff like, his. Like some people want to know if, if they should like attack him on my behalf or, or is he all right? Or I'm just going to tell you this. I attribute Steven Crowder for me finding Jesus Christ again. And for those of you that are Christian, understand the bond that, that gives you to someone and the insane gratitude I will have for him for the rest of my life. Um, you know, I believed in God as a child, and then I was uh, adrift, as many of us were, in the agnosticism of, uh, of life. And I would say, sometimes I'd be like, oh, thank God, but I, I could never say Jesus Christ. I always felt stupid because there's so much propaganda that makes you think that people that thank Jesus Christ or Christ or our Lord or stuff like that, they turn them into like rednecks and like idiots. And, and at first I was like, oh no, I can say Jesus Christ. And they're like, you know, people could in my life are just like, just thank Jesus. And I'm like, thank God. And I'm like, why can't I say his name? Like, why do I have this program in me? Steven Crowder is a comedian. He's roughly my age. He's a great guy. We spent a lot of time together. And to see someone that I related to so much say a prayer before eating at a fast food restaurant and unapologetically talking about Christ led me literally to salvation. So if you think like Glenn Beck and shit is going to come between my admiration for that guy, there's a good chance we never work together again, me and Crowder. Crowder is in a different world than me, has a lot of stresses and burdens and responsibilities and stuff that I'll never have. I designed my life to not have that because I faced all that in Hollywood. Networks, employees, sponsorships, brands. You know, he has influence. Three and a half million YouTube subscribers. He has an obligation to himself and his character to spread right-wing conservative ideals in America. And some of that uh, will come at an expense. And that is, you know, dudes like me that'll just call out the moon landing and shit like that are a bit of a liability. Me calling out Jordan Peterson. You know, Peterson has this massive reach and power is, uh, Crowder is not power hungry. He's not money hungry. He is a true blue Christian. But like he has to factor in things like influence and, and keeping the, the flame alive and stuff like that. And a guy like me 
doesn't fit well with that. And especially when you bring in a Glenn Beck character and then more sponsorships and drama and CRTV, you know, there is no beef. And I, he faces health issues. He has, I love his father. I love his mother. I love his wife. You know, I've slept in his home. I've broken bread with these people. If I'm like critical of like a Jordan Peterson episode or something, that in no way is me on the road to dissing Crowder or any of that stuff. He has a burden on his back and he made me a better person. And I had gratitude for Joe Rogan just for standing up to Carlos Mencia for way too long than I should have. Imagine the gratitude I have for a human being to bring me back to Jesus. So I hope that kind of explains that. But I feel very differently about uh, Ben Shapiro. And I feel like Dennis Prager is kind of in the middle. So we're going to talk about that. Of course, we're also going to talk about um, uh, Hitler. You know, who was Hitler? And uh, what's up with these Nazis? Because uh, I, I like Nazis more than leftists. They're both completely wrong. But I'll explain. There's a self-hatred of leftism, and there's just a... There's a Satanism of Nazism. And, and I'll show you a character from a series that will uh, show you exactly what Hitler was all about. And if you're arguing with a Nazi, and here's why I know Ben Shapiro is utterly full of shit. Because he's like, I'm the number one Jew attacked by Nazis. And it's like, they're always saying that I should burn in ovens and we're going to burn you in the ovens. He's never met an actual Hitler admirer. They don't think the Holocaust happened. So they don't threaten you with being burned in an oven. They're like, why was the door wooden with a gas chamber? That's bullshit. Those were work camps. You have to understand people that are on board a, uh, a, like an icon, they don't enjoy being evil. They dismiss the evil. And because the Holocaust has been used, the Holocaust did happen. Hitler hated Jews. <laughs> But it's been used to control people to such a level that it's easy to criticize and, and think there's conspiracies. And, and there, there probably is in some level, I'm sure. But if you really want to uh, talk to a Nazi and you really want to uh, show the, the critique of Hitler that actually makes sense, let's just start with this part. You talk about uh, what they did to the Slavs and what they were planning on doing in Russia. Hitler was not a nationalist. Hitler was not a Christian. Hitler was brave in war, for sure. But it was, it was about just brutal masculinity and power. And it's the bad masculinity. It's, it's jihadi masculinity. And we're going to talk a lot about what it means to be a man. Before I even get into Sam Triple, you're going to have to wait, Sam. You sit your ass down and you're going to learn something about Adolf Hitler real quick. Watch this speech, and this may get us, it's all right if you guys are talking a lot about the mustache. You know, I used to be blind, but now I see. <laughs> Mustaches garner respect from men. If you, if you have a mustache, you have to be over 30. It helps if you're a dad and you can't drive a van. Other than that, because anyone can have a beard. I respect beards. Masculinity keeps your face warm. You know, you're too busy crushing to shave. But homeless people can also have beards. This says, I get it, but I also clean up a little bit. And my wife thinks it's kind of sexy. 
Uh, so I'm going to keep it for a little bit. I, I don't think I can fully commit to it because people do treat me like I'm a police officer a lot. Like someone at Starbucks would say, like, sir. They'd be like, yes, sir. I'm like, listen, I'm just one of you guys. I used to not have a stash. All right. So this may get the stream taken down. It is all good. I want to use the best possible examples as I can to make my point. This is a guy named Carl Drago. And this is a scene from, I think, the first or second season of um, Game of Thrones. He is as close to a Hitler archetype as I can muster. And it's very similar to um, how I feel about toppling dictators in in the Middle East. And, and this will also help explain why feminists, quote unquote, who call men toxic all the time, st- like like Islam, who these are a group of people that, that don't think they should drive and they need eight witnesses to a rape, right? Women who feel unsafe like powerful men. If they're if they feel unsafe, like there is a lot of women that have been turned on to a degree where they start like, you know, having relations with themselves to this scene. And this scene, he, he, he's bragging about raping people, right? This character of Khaleesi is being raped by her abusive brother. She feels unsafe in this. She's a vulnerable um, person, just like Germany was pre-Hitler, um, post-World War I, uh, the Weimar Republic. All right, see, this is what people neglect to talk about with old mean Mr. Mustache Adolf Hitler is Hitler didn't create World War II. Hitler didn't create the Holocaust. Hitler was what Germany needed at that time because Germany was broken to a degree. This is why I, I work so hard to try and get people to um, have families. You know, Hitler didn't have a family, right? Uh, and focus on our communities and our values and stuff because the scariest part of the Nazis is it made logical sense. Okay, when the German mark was absolutely destroyed, which will happen to the dollar, it's not if, it's when, the old story is that you would take, you would need a wheelbarrow to buy bread because all the money was so worthless, you would need a wheelbarrow to buy bread. So think about how many people were starving to death. No one thinks about that. If you need a wheel, does anyone here have uh, so much money that you can fit it in a wheelbarrow? I'm doing pretty well these days. I'm not wheelbarrow wealthy. So people that wealthy with a wheelbarrow of money can only get bread. What do you think middle class people, working class people, poor people, they're dying. And they're being shamed for World War I when it it was without question not exclusively Germany's fault. It was when you look at the causes of World War I, you could spend your life trying to figure the mess out. But the Treaty of Versailles was both punitive, but wasn't they didn't enforce it well. And so you got a guy like Hitler, who's very similar to Drago. And Germany is very similar to Khaleesi. This guy is evil as fuck. Listen to this speech, right? This isn't nationalism. This is imperialism. And this is that power caliphate shit that turns a good world into hell. So if your woman uh, feels safe and loved, she doesn't like guys like this. She thinks they're creepy and weird and a threat to her life. Vulnerable women. This is why the left loves single moms, broken families, women having abortions. You know the shit that that does to a woman's psyche? Because broken women want 
power. And so they try to make American men hate themselves. Uh, men in general hate themselves. Take on the burdens of the elites. You know, Jews have to face, have the burdens of the Rothschilds and the banks and the, all this shit and the media uh, whores. And they just have to deal with the fucking, deal with it. They have to deal with the, what England did with the Balfour Declaration and how they just kind of bailed without figuring it out and how they just let... There's people on the ground having to deal with that every day that did not make the money that you think they did. And so that's why evil likes broken. And that's why, and I'll get to Sam Tripoli soon enough, why people are concerned about me, because I'm currently not evil and I'm not broken. I mean, I'm broken in the human sense, but my life is stable and full of love and I'm preparing for the future. See, this is the thing. This crazy imperial war bullshit that this dude and and uh, Hitler did, that's not masculinity. That's a sickness. Masculinity is making walls and barriers and, and having water and, and knowing how to shoot a gun. And when predators come, you kill the predators. It's not going out and, 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 and like torturing a cat, you know? And for those people that have went through periods of their life when they've had sex with a lot of people, it's very comparable to that. Real masculinity isn't being with a ton of women. It's being with one woman and building with her. And I'll tell stories about that. I'll tell some pretty vulnerable stories from my past about that's a big misnomer. This isn't masculinity. This is damage, what I'm about to show you. And it's just like with Hitler. It's just like with caliphates. All right, so watch this. This. I will also pledge a gift. I will give him iron share. It's not his to give. That the mother, father, uh, that his mother, father sat upon. I will give him seven kingdoms. Not his to give. I, Drogo, will do this. I will take my Khaleesi west to where the world ends. Ride the wooden horses across the salt water. Like no cow has ever done before. I will kill the men in iron suits. And tear down their stone houses. I will rape their women. And their children I will take as slaves and bring their broken gods back to Dothra. This I vow. I, Drogo, son of Barbo, gay name, I swear before the mother of mountains and, and the stars as the stars go down and witness All right, so that's crazy evil, right? He's talking about raping women, raping women and, and turning children into slaves, and she's getting turned on. There's women watching that at home getting turned on. They're like, legend. That isn't love. That isn't masculinity. A, a real man doesn't vow to bring power based on force after he rapes and enslaves children and women, that's how you really talk about the real Adolf Hitler. It's not about the Jewish thing. That's been so twisted and messed with and all that stuff. And it's been used for so much control and weird. Talk about the Slavs. Talk about Ukraine. Talk about Russia. Talk about how Adolf Hitler was saying that we will 
kill them all and and spread our people. That's imperialism, dude. It's no good shit. That's not a hero. But when you break a woman, like that woman was being raped by her brother, right? And so she's facing a situation where that guy is the best guy for her. And that's the thing that we all have to understand, right? Because when you're being raped by your brother, when that animal, I wonder if Owen knows it's Jason Momoa. Yeah, of course I do. But that's, that's beside the point. That's a, that's a character that, that that sick fuck was playing. So anyway, Cal Drago looks at his woman and is like, and he pours molten lot, like molten gold all over her brother's head and it burns his flesh right off. And her uh, uh, assistant or sidekick or whatever is like, don't look Khaleesi. And she's like, I want to look. Because she hates what her brother did to her and she wants an animal to take them all, all out. That was Germany in 1925. That was Germany in 1930. That's most of America right now. And it's not in the desperate, the, the financially desperate time that Germany was, but I'm a, I'm a student of history. When people start wiping their ass with money and no one's representing them, you know, you got Nancy Pelosi out in Hawaii bitching that Trump can't talk. It gets to the point where people look to power, women especially. Men aren't as, men are more likely to be loyal and tribal because women have more on the line. Women historically would get raped by any conquering man. So <clears throat> they look for protection. That's why evil loves fucking with women. Because women can either be the root of all like creation of life and home and family and everything beautiful in your life, or it's the mechanism to destroy a civilization. You get women broken, you get women defeminized, you get women, women will take safety over freedom. And if you sacrifice freedom for safety, you end up with nothing. And that's true. Anybody that's really loved a woman and really understands what women are deeply understands that. And my wife is beaming. You want to see what our, our dinner tonight? Check this out. And then we'll continue. This is going to be a fun one. Hey, look, Joe Rogan. That's a picture of Joe Rogan. We'll get to the shot of Iran. Uh, let me get this going. I hope you guys are enjoying this. Hit the like button. I set up subscriptions to this channel. I don't know what it does yet. The left figured that out. But um, but we'll do something cool with it. I always keep my, my stuff for free because I don't want to exclude anybody. And uh, I except for my specials, but I put free specials on YouTube. And I also just always want to make the financial backing of this channel. Always, always, always. Uh by choice, and it's only if you have extra cash. And if you don't, save it, build your family, because a broken America helps no one, or the world. I mean, a lot of you guys are facing this all over the world right now. As the, um... oh, here we go. So this is my dinner today. Bob, tell me about the uh, the food we got going on here. Well, Walter wanted to get the spiked melon in the grocery store, so I just Googled a good recipe for it. And since he likes steak, we got um, some locally butchered steak that we just got fresh today, and then a shaved asparagus and carrot raw salad. And um, then that's the spiked melon, because I was trying to be really artsy. That looks unbelievable, Bob. <laughs> I can't wait to eat it. Look, I put, wait, look, I put Walter's little steak in some of it. So, Are you excited? Yes. For the food? Yes. What part are you looking forward to the most? Cheese. What? Are, the steak? She said 
cheese. Okay. What about the spike mountain? Does it look like Max D? Max D's got spikes. All right. So the the secret to my success with having such a loving, warm family, protect the woman, let the woman feel safe. The woman will make children uh, good people. The man protects, serves, fights, stays the path, supports the nation, supports the family. You know, I'm the one who starts the prayers at dinner because women... This, this, some women will disagree with this. Women that have faced real tragedy in their life or real elation, like when you give birth or someone dies, you, you connect to God. But like women are so naturally connected to God because of their bodies and their cycles and their ability to literally create that men need scripture and ideas and verbal stuff way more than women do because we have one cycle the last 80 years it starts with our first pube and ends when our dick dies. And uh, and we don't make life. We, we, su- we support it and protect it. So that's all this is. And when me and Amy first met, we were pretty broken people, man. Do you think she was making local beef and like shaving asparagus with our beautiful child? We were like blacking out and yelling at each other in a parking lot. It's not like I, I did luck out. I feel grateful as hell that I met Amy. Amy feels grateful she married me. But like, this is from following the path, you know? And so when people say they're concerned about me, I'm like, I'm living a life that I couldn't have imagined. Amy said that to me today. Cause like all human beings go through feelings of being ungrateful or feelings of being overwhelmed, especially mothers with young kids, right? And so if she's in a car and there's a lot of screaming and stuff, um, today she said, I, I saw some of the errands I had to run as like, adventures. And I thought about how grateful I was. And I made sure I walked to the post office to really just feel it, just to be like, we're walking outside in this beautiful day. That requires effort. That doesn't just come. You know, this whole thing of like fat shaming and all this stuff. It's like when you see those chiseled dudes, unless they're like a certain type of black, that comes from like discipline and exercise and all that stuff. It's like, and people are like, oh, it must be nice. When people say it about my comedy, it's like, oh, you're naturally gifted at piano and comedy. It's like, I have failed so much on stage and I've played this thing for so many countless hours that you wouldn't even want to understand it because it might make you not value my talents as much. And it's the same with like a good family. You got to like put in work. Men have to protect and serve. That way, Amy would look at that character and be like, what a psycho. He could hurt Walter. He could hurt me. He could kill my husband. I hate that guy. Single Amy at 22? She'd probably be like, look at that piece of ass. <laughs> um, I love and hate YouTube. Well, it's all just it's all just roads. It's like loving or hating a road. That's why it's like I understand when people get mad at Twitter for like banning me and all this stuff. It only hurts them in the long run and everything's broken. So you just have to like figure out how to assemble your system. Like imagine if I didn't use any unethical uh, systems out of Silicon Valley, no PayPal, no YouTube, no anything. Like I can't do anything. None of you would know who I was. All right. I'll get to, um, yeah. Like Eric Nimmer's Nimmer here. Nimmer just say something. He's as chiseled as a human can be. And I swear it's just cause of that black shit. It's just cause he's black. Um, I'm going to now, we're going to start the critiques before the critiques. 
we are going to see something truly beautiful. And to set the stage, Hollywood people aren't allowed to do what she's about to do. She faced pain over this decision. She went, like she knows people. She knows people who are in 9-11. She is a true artist and a true human. And I was with her every day. She played my mother for three years on the sitcom Sullivan and Son. And she understands the evil of Hollywood. She still works in Hollywood because God bless her because I don't want the world to be denied of her talents. I'm not that talented at, at acting. I'm real talented at comedy, observations, piano, and building fences. Um, you see how at the end there when I said building fences, it was funny? See? Good, real good at comedy. I'm not a, a really like a great actor. I can play natural. I can play myself and read lines. But like... Christine Ebersole is a genius at acting. It would be a shame if she denied the world her skills by leaving Hollywood. But here's the thing. She also completely understands Hollywood. She's probably watching right now. We're still real tight. And after 9-11, she was willing to question the narrative and to support the firefighters that people were quickly uh, bailing on. And without makeup, without the right microphones, without... Uh, costume. She gets up and talks in front of a group of people and then starts singing. And I highly, highly recommend you uh, YouTube Christine Abbasol 9-11. Listen to her whole talk. I'm just going to show you a little bit of it and then the, uh, the song. But if you're interested in this, please watch it because this woman survived this. You know, this was like calling out the trans kid thing for me. This, this got her in a, in a spot. And then she's watching, you know, the Meryl Streep's of the world that are like, Harvey Weinstein is God. And everyone's like, you're so fucking talented. But she kept her soul, dude. She's like, she'll write me stuff where I'm, I'm blown away at her insights and her intact soul navigating this world of, of deception. You know, she's tall. I'm a height supremacist. Everyone knows that about me. I'm a white enthusiast. I'm not a white supremacist. I'm a white enthusiast. Like, I'm a big fan. But, uh... I am a height supremacist, so someone that's tall gets it. All right, so just watch this. I'm gonna make sure the audio is okay, and then we will we will just you know keep going from there. I'm gonna make sure I got it up. Man, I love this woman. And so yeah, when when I'm I'm trying to show this also because I know I can be I can sound negative, but that's because as a man I I, I kill predators. I call out snakes. I mend holes to keep people safe. And I know that a lot of times I don't wallow in the beauty of life and the heroes of life sometimes because I'm busy taking out snakes. So I thought it was important tonight because I'm about to dismantle Sam Tripoli, dismantle Joe Rogan, dismantle Ben Shapiro. So before we, we, we go on a killing spree, let's see someone beautiful do something beautiful. And this was a self-sacrifice. There's no cars in the bag place. Oh, God, I love this woman. Are singing, are playing Amazing Grace. And there's the firefighter's truck with an empty casket. And his sister walked by me. And she looked at me and she said, she just mouthed the words, thank you. And I remember looking at my husband and saying, I'm not afraid anymore. I don't want to run away. I'm here among the living. And I'm so grateful for everyone in this room 
that's not afraid of who you are because that's really what a spiritual warrior is. We're not afraid of who we are. We're not afraid of the truth. And I just want to thank you all for being here and I'm so grateful that I can be a part of this. By the way, isn't it crazy how actors are applauded for lying, but when one tells the truth, they get humiliated? When you look at the comments, it's like, I love her movies. I love her on Broadway, but she's a truther? Like, whack job. They, they basically made her wear a crown of thorns. Just hum shame. Watch this voice in this moment. This is impromptu. This is not a, a play. This is real fucking life. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that shamed a wretch like me.
guys ever seen a christian sing amazing grace like like before like a true believer singing amazing grace is like something you've never seen before she was humiliated for what she did there by hollywood she played my mother on a sitcom for three years for those of you just joining us and i want to show beauty and bravery and god and love before i take down the snakes because i i realize that i don't always do that I mean, there's no way you didn't watch that and feel something. Even if you're an atheist, even if you're, you're it's like, how do you watch that? I was, I was blind and now I see. That was in a 9-11 event, right after 9-11. And she started talking about the dead firefighters and about finding the truth. And then she sang Amazing Grace. And everyone started singing along and they didn't even know why they were doing it. Meanwhile, Meryl Streep spews garbage that, that Harvey Weinstein is God and that America shouldn't have borders. And that it's like, and she's given golden statues. This shit is biblical as fuck. I'm so grateful to have seen the things I've seen in my life because I've always been honest. But a lot of my presumptions, my... Uh, my cornerstones and my foundation in my life were wrong for a long time. And from those wrong thoughts, even in my lack of deception, because that was always part of my comedy and my likability, because I could say crazy shit and people always like me for it, because they can tell I'm just not a liar. But I was wrong. And that's why it's really important to be patient with people and to only have people in your life that might be wrong, but they're not lying. When I was a child, um, I, I had experiences with, with like uh, my brother studied college in England for a, a year and he met these two Saudis, Fahad and Abdul. And they came to our house for a summer. And these guys were uh, Saudi Arabians, Muslims, uh, considered fairly wealthy, like they had like 30 camels or whatever. And when I was a kid, I, I had I had um, I had a loom, and I made this thing that I never really knew what it was for. It was just cloth, and then I found out I didn't even know that that Muslims prayed on a little mat. So I gave it to Fahad. There's this gentle little guy, and he was very appreciative, and he didn't even pray that much, and he was very nice and loved America and just full of genuine. So like I witnessed in my life. Those people go from that to what we see now. That was way before 9-11. That was before all this shit. 
I knew what a Saudi wealthy guy, his vibe in my home. Like that is, I would hate Muslims potentially if I didn't see that. Because Islam is a religion of submission. Islam literally means to submit. I can make an argument why Christianity is the true faith. Even on a secular, I can make a secular argument. Buddhism is about escapism. It's emotional heroin. Islam is about a government structure. Christianity is about truth and has nothing to do with governing you. Muhammad was a warlord on a flying horse who had a nine-year-old wife. Show me Jesus saying any of that. Buddhism is about being a rich kid in the woods, sitting silently and detaching and not wanting everything because all your shit's paid for. People that can pretend they don't want anything, it's because they don't need anything that's provided for them. You've never seen hunger in the streets. It's like a fat Buddhist. How are you fat, big fat fuck? Anyway, so I want to show you that about Christine. So that's why I'm against the wars in the Middle East. And that's one thing I can't stand about Ben Shapiro. When we topple a dictator, as fucked up as a lot of these areas are, Saddam Hussein was a vile, I'm glad he's dead. I think he's a fucking sick man. All his sons, Iraq was fucked. But look at it now. They went from being like, almost like the non-practicing Catholic types where it's like, oh yeah, I go to Easter. Thanks for the prayer rug, little kid. I don't really pray too much. I got a bunch of camels to this Wahhabism shit. That comes when you take out their ability to have leaders. I'm not blaming America. Like, I'm glad that we freed areas and we set the tone. And I, I'm so close to so many military people. It's one of the reasons I don't think we should be fighting in Syria. This is my rule. <clears throat> you can be pro-war in Syria... If you fight, like Dolev is my friend who I trust as much as anybody. Well, not like my wife and stuff, but like zero Jew greed. In fact, when we, when we first met through the Bears, she said, I remember she was like helping with stuff. And I'm like, I can't pay you. I have no money. She goes, I just want to be a part of something good that will always be in my head. And... I've been making money this past month, so I just sent her like 500 bucks and she felt uncomfortable. And she lives in like a one bedroom house and like works all the time. How's that play on your Jew stereotypes? See what I'm saying? This is why that demographic call Drago rage is not masculinity. And you can't call out the real Jew problem if you're saying death to Jews. And I hope that makes sense because like our future depends on these concepts sinking into people. Where it's like, I hate Islam. I don't hate Abdul. I don't hate Fahad. Right now they might be crazy pieces of shit. But who knows if their area became like Khaleesi. And Khaleesi wants Khal Drago. And I'm not blaming American military on all this shit at all. I'm saying learn from our mistakes. I'm glad we have a presence in the Middle East with the oil and uh, wars and all this shit. I'm glad Israel exists. It was shady as fuck how they got Israel. I don't like how much money we give Israel at all. I don't like, but I want an Israel. How can I hate a country when I want my own nation for bears? 
How great would it be if we got in Israel somewhere? Like we find a piece of land and we get our own nation. Isn't that like the drive? So how do you hate that? You know, when you know how many treaties were broken by the American government, how do you look at, at Israel and say, but you can't? This is the problem I have with Ben Shapiro. This is the problem I have with Dennis Prager. Rules for thee, not for me. The thing that got me going about Israel, I've never even thought Israel was a problem on any level until like the last month. They get walls that we paid for and we don't get walls. That is an illuminating fact. And how many of our own representatives have no problem building a wall between Israel and Egypt because they're our allies. I'm not a military person. So when someone says there's a military alliance and it's very valuable, I'm just like, all good. I'm not in your world. God bless. Thanks for serving. But the wall between Egypt and Israel is for economic migrants. It's not about Hamas. And we don't get a wall, but they do. That's deception and that's fraud. And you can criticize the Rothschilds, the international bankers, the heads of Hollywood. You can criticize what so many Jews are doing to the world to subvert it and turn it into shit, the porn industry, a lot of the shit that goes in your food. You know, the New York Times is owned by one Jewish family that's this big that hates our elected president. But don't masculinity is not Cal Drago. It's not burn it all. I will, I will rape their women and slave their children. That's not being a man. Being a man is defending your own. And when you look at a, a, a really cool Israeli man like um, Avi, my buddy Avi Yamini, I had him on the, the podcast, right? Dudes like that. Tommy Robinson out of England. Fuck England, but I respect the fuck out of Tommy Robinson for loving England. Farrakhan says the craziest shit. He thinks white people were made in an, a laboratory by an insane scientist. But at least he doesn't hate himself. So fucking, you know, I'll take Farrakhan over Don Lemon all day because self-hatred comes from people doing horrifying shit. I'll take tribal leaders that could potentially be an enemy to me or not all day, every day over the self-hatred of the hollow man, the Satanist, the Sam Tripoli, the Joe Rogan. Those guys are not men. And so that is a, a, something that, that we need to talk about because you have to be able to criticize the media. You have to be able to criticize Ben Shapiro, who says rules for thee, not for me. You know, I, he's all about open borders here and the browning of America and how America is of many come one or whatever the fuck he's talking about. But not in Israel, of course not. No, we're going to flood him with Egyptians. How would he feel about that? And you can't say oppression when you're a tribe that's over 5,000 years old that owns most of the fucking sports franchises. That doesn't fly with me. And that doesn't mean I hate Jews. And this is a concept that people, it will set you free when you see it. When you can say, let's stop giving money to Israel. Why are we fighting in Syria? Is there proof that Iran has nukes? I'm not going to fight your wars unless you fight. My boy Eric Nimmer fought in Afghanistan. If he thinks we should go to Syria, I respect the fuck out of that opinion because his black ass is going to have to go there. And this isn't those immutable, characteristic, horrible uh, arguments where it's like, if you're not a woman, you can't come on an abortion. No. The service in military allows you to talk about war. Ben Shapiro is not tall enough to ride in the teacups at the circus. 
And he, back in the day, wrote about how he was cool with killing civilians in war. He's like, yeah, they're all, fuck, fuck them all, you know? And he had the nerve to call Ron Paul an anti-Semite because he wants to get out of these wars. I don't believe in an American empire. I believe in America. I believe that men, and this is why Gillette and all this shit, there's a big thing happening here. Emasculate the men. Do not let the men protect the women, the children, the borders. Those women will now go towards power. The state. It's even worse than the Muslims. The state. They turned Justin Trudeau into a sex symbol to make single moms get horny. Do you understand how sick that is? So my problem with Ben Shapiro is he makes this claim that he's a victim. He's like, I'm attacked by the alt-right and all these Nazi trolls, and they're telling me they're going to burn me in ovens and shit. Real Nazis don't think there were ovens. That isn't even true. That's like 40-year-old virgin when that guy was like, oh, I felt a tit. It was like a sandbag. He's never met someone who admires Hitler. I have. Listen, they're wrong, and I'm hoping that what I'm saying is helping them get out of the imperial force over truth mindset. But when you're traumatized or you feel unsafe, and a lot of us bears have been through hell as children, or at least understand evil on some level. You have two paths. You become all about DMT and yoga and everything's subjective and abortion and, and nothing matters and it's whatever you want. It's about pleasure. This life is about, or you become like fire and fucking brimstone. I'm no victim. I will fuck all you up, right? They're both wrong, but one's less wrong. And this is going to be a controversial thing I'm saying right now. But the, the Stalin is more evil than Hitler. Hitler was a traumatized, deeply disturbed man who witnessed how much power, just the pure ability to take someone's life, how much it took from him in his life and his nation. By the way, what he's admiring is Satanism. It's evil. This all can, you can, the logic of all of it makes sense. Right now, so many people are confused, I guarantee it, where they're like, well, he calls out the Jew, but he he supports the existence of Israel. Like, what? It's like, (laughs) I promise it makes sense. Stephen Molyneux has this concept of uh, the non-aggression principle, which I don't think is possible in government. And I don't think there's ever going to be people without a government. And Molyneux's argument, and I love Molyneux and respect Molyneux. He's, a, he's brilliant and he's not lying. Whether you agree with him or not, he's suffered for his truth. The truth, but it's his perspective on truth. The argument is, yeah, people said that about slavery. And my argument is, slavery's not over. This is Satan's world, man. Libya Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton had Omar Gaddafi bayoneted in his asshole to death. They cackled and laughed. That was the richest country in Africa. They were getting off the the World Bank Jew shit and doing gold back money. They had women's rights in Africa. They murdered him because he was going against the banks. Now now people are like, well, well, he's going against the Jew now. I don't don't get it. He just defended the Jew. You can't go demographic empire rage and be at all. I'm not rooting for you. I'm not rooting for Hitler or Khal Drago. 
The argument with Hitler is not about Jews. It's about the Slavs and it's about Ukraine. It's about Russia. How can you look up to a man? And don't get me wrong. I understand why people that are vulnerable and hated and starving look to power to protect them. Just like Khaleesi, just like abused kids, you say, you'll protect me. That's why abused girls go into porn and end up dating pimps. Because it's like, that nigga will kill a nigga. I love that nigga because I got raped by my daddy. Okay, that all makes sense. It's all evil, right? So they were going to just kill Slavs, Ukrainians. Ukrainians were, were coming at the Nazis as liberators because Stalin was ice cold. Stalin wasn't about revenge. He wasn't about making his enemies pay. That's why I originally apologized about the Rogan thing, and we'll get to that, is because I felt I was liking it too much. That me, that's why I'm, I, I talk about his height and shit like that. When I go at people and I feel pleasure, that's the start of sickness. And, and that's why Jesus Christ will save your soul, literally. That's not a metaphor. You have to listen to what that man told us. It's like when you start liking killing the snakes and you don't just see it as a duty, that's the door to hell. And so Hitler and the people that loved him, I'm not talking about the, the German army had a lot of conflicted people and a lot of innocent death. They were just following orders. But the people that loved him were like, go Hitler, kill them all, kill them all. Like the, and don't think the bannings are anything like that because bannings is about self-protection. People are coming in, you're, you're a Nazi, you should die. You're, it's ban, ban, snarky, ban, ban. That means you can't come into my space, which is masculinity. Saying, I'm going to go rape your wife, that's a snake. Saying, I'm going to keep coming at you and making you feel pain every day, unless you're trying to teach, protect, or serve, you're a snake. And so if you're really debating a Nazi, and a lot of them can be good people, this sounds crazy to some people, but it's true, a lot of them felt damage and pain and fear, and they want strength to support them. And we're in this world that condemns all white people and all men all the time. To think of one guy being like, being white, white kicks ass. There's an appeal to people that are in pain and to people that don't feel safe at all. But to really take down an icon like Adolf Hitler, it's, it's not about the Jewish narrative because that has so many wizard protections around it. You know, the wives are wooden doors, blah, blah, blah. It's like, there's no proof. You know, there's no proof he even ordered it. I mean, he, there's a lot of proof he despised Jews and what he considered were weaker races. The argument you cannot look up to, because there are good people who are Nazis, and that, I know it blows your mind. You can't look up to a protector who goes into Ukraine, goes into Belarus, goes into these places, and they come to him as a liberator. They came to the German army like, you're going to save us from Stalin. We're starving. And they just start killing all of them because they see them as subhuman. They see them as cockroaches. It's one thing if you believe that Jews in your society are destroying morality and they overthrew World War I and all this and you overreact. <laughs> I'm trying to be a little funny with this heavy uh, material. But like when your plan is the extermination of farmers I don't give a fuck how much shit you face as your kid. You look me in the eye and you defend that man. You can't. It's one thing if you say, well, the banks were coming in Germany, the Weimar Republic, the, the, Marx was, the mark was tanked, people were starving, they needed it, 
someone to stand up to the fucking imperialists and the treaty. It's like, what about Ukraine? What about the Slavs? It's the same shit with the moon landing. It's, that's why the flat earth thing is still confusing me because I haven't found it yet. The moon landing, it's they destroyed their tapes. No country followed. And it's the only time in history that technology has been destroyed and went in reverse. Don't get into the Van Allen belt. Don't get into like shadows and Kubrick. Those are all red herrings. Why would you destroy all the evidence that you did the greatest thing that's ever happened? Well, I mean, you know, government program. Okay. Why is no country wanted to go? Well, there's nothing up there. You want to re-listen to a Kennedy speech? You want to re-listen to the era and talk about how that was the defining moment of human history? And there's no... People die going up Mount Everest every fucking day. And there's nothing up there. And everyone's done it. If you climb Everest, there's bodies littered because it's too dangerous to take them down. So you just see dead bodies everywhere and people still do it. And as John F. Kennedy said, it's because it's there. So you're going to argue with me that, that no other country went because there's nothing there? And the kicker is one of the heads of NASA. By the way, people go, cite your sources. NASA.gov. That's my source. It's right out of the snake's mouth. That we had the technology, but we destroyed it. And it's too painful to bring it back. That's Ukraine. That's Russia. That's you look at me in the eye and you argue the other side on that. And I'm just staring at a liar. I'm staring at someone. Listen, there's issues that I'm very, very against. And if, if I see in someone's eyes that they believe what they're saying and they have an argument, I can still be boys with them. Dave Smith used to be completely pro-choice. Like almost up until birth, before he had a child, he wasn't lying. He's a great guy. I'm totally pro-life. I could still respect him because I looked in his eyes and he's like, it, it violates the non-aggression principle. It's your body, blah, blah, blah. But most people don't have, and then he has a daughter and now realizes that uh, Jesus Christ is his Jew Lord and Savior. But um, most people haven't even thought about a lot of this shit and you see him scramble, right? So I'm going to play you another video right now about why sheep are dangerous. Why my unrelenting attempt to open people's eyes to stuff is about our survival. It's not about ego. It's not about viewers. It's not about money. It's not about me poking shit. This is Yuri. Um, I don't want to mess up his last name. It's he's. If you never watch anything else on YouTube, look up Yuri Bezmenov. There's hours of him giving lectures and talks. He was a Russian KGB uh, agent of deception. High IQ, talented, smart. He uh, defected to America. And the story is fascinating about how when he was six years old, he had food that was from America. There was a, an eagle on it back when we were aligned with uh, Stalin briefly. He said it was so good. And that always made it so that it never really sunk in that we were evil. He was like a hungry boy, you know, eating that, that food with the eagle on it. He was like, I just remember that they couldn't have been that bad. And so Russia's hammering and hammering propaganda. America's the devil. It's the evil. It's, you know, it's going to kill you all. They're going to gut your children and, and, and 
you know, all the propaganda shit. They're going to burn your farms just for fun. They're going to laugh at you, you know, and, and Yuri's like, you know, he's in the KGB, but he always remembered that time when he was six. And I have so many of those memories in my life. There's so many saving moments that I've had that make it so I can't hate a whole group of people because I met that one kind one or that, that, that time someone helped me. And no one can accuse me of not being a snake killer, not sacrificing. I would die to protect my family, obviously, and my nation and my friends. I'm a servant. I'm very connected to the reality of this world. So it's not weakness or cuckery. I'm not talking about empathy. I'm talking about compassion, and they're very different. Empathy is emotion, and it's very easy to manipulate. It's how all wizardry is. And that's why the concern troll is one of the most evil people on the planet, because they're tapping into empathy. The fact that people want to support people that are in trouble, concern taps that in your brain. So when people say, I'm worried about Owen Benjamin, he should call me. We'll get him back in the fold. You know, he's off the grid. That taps into people's desire to help their community and manipulates them. Does it look like I need advice from Sam Tripoli? He's a sodomite. Lonely, evil, silly little man. I'm a legend. It's like, that's the wicked wizardry of empathy. But compassion is about understanding your fellow man. You know, where it's like, I remember Fahad and Abdul. There were Saudi Arabians with 30 plus camels. They didn't even pray much. They loved America. And they're very gracious to my mother. So I can hate Islam. I can want Saudi Arabia to get the fuck out of our affairs. But I always remember those guys. And that's why Jesus said, you know, hate the sin, love the sinner. I'm not good with the turn the other cheek shit. But hate the sin, love the sinner is profound. Because you don't win if you hate the sinner and you, and you love the sin. Look at Hitler. Hitler lost dramatically. Because it wasn't about taking, do you think that a Rothschild wore a yellow star? Do you think anyone that was responsible for the World War I disaster ever wore a star? No. It was the people just being fucked with. And I'll tell you something else. This whole Holocaust, not Hitler's, a, Hitler's the worst man who ever lived. I can name 100 Hitlers in 10 minutes. Those are a type of person. Khal Drago was Hitler. And women found that attractive. <laughs> What the fuck was my point? Hiller, Hiller. What was I talking about? Because they're talking about my mustache. That's hysterical. Jesus did not say that. That demon possessed Gandhi did. I don't know. Whatever. What the? Turn the other cheek? No. Love the... Hate the sin, love the sinner is absolutely in the Bible, right? There's no way I, dream, I dreamt that. What the fuck was I just talking about? Hitler now lives on the moon? Ah, it's hilarious. Oh, oh. How ineffective it is. So Hitler hated the sinner and avoided the sin. Did he take down the banks? Did he take down the alliances that unfairly wouldn't let Germany trade after World War I or defend themselves? No. Killed 60 million fucking people. There's dramatic repercussions for this shit. I'm not saying this to be accepted by fucking BuzzFeed. I'm off grid. It's like, I'm not looking for any social points. I just gave Hitler a slight defense. That doesn't work. That creates 
an archetype that people can use. And now the Holocaust narrative, who does it hurt? Jews. There's a reason that so many Jews are leftists who fucking hate themselves. There's a problem in Israel with it. There's something about survivor's guilt. Where uh, relatives of Holocaust victims and children turn out to be these self-hating atheists who are leftists. Because the human psyche isn't made for this much trauma. To go into Israeli schools or all these like Jewish movies where it's like, they turned them into lampshades and Anne Frank just wanted her gruel and to get out of the attic. And you're, you're feeling so much for these people that you start being like, why the fuck am I still alive? What's wrong with me? How do I enjoy this shit? You know? And it fucks up your head. There's so many self-hating Jews. So what do they do? Self-hating people are the most dangerous people on the planet. The self-hating. They're self-hating black people. Usually they just kill each other in, in the inner cities and shit. You know, when, when they got no dads, their mom just beats the fuck out of them. You know, media keeps telling them they're rappers and gangsters and shit. It's all CIA shit. So they hate themselves. They just kill every, they just kill people. Very dangerous, dude. The snake that hates himself, the hollow snake is the real enemy snake. Like the other tribe that, that isn't in your interest, but has self-respect. I've had Muslims write to me and I've taken, I've taken shots at Islam guys. Like, piss be upon him. And I, like, I go hard. I've had devout Muslims write to me being like, it pisses me off so much how you talk about Muhammad, but I love your family. I love your, your morals. I like you. Do you see how that happens? It's like, that supersedes shit. The love of your children, the love of your wife, hard work, you know, soil. I'm serious. This shit actually can help us not kill ourselves. And so when, and that, cause that Muslim doesn't hate himself for being Muslim. That Muslim's like, Muhammad is a great man. You're an asshole for that. But you know, my tribe was your tribe. So Jews are like that too with me. I take so many shots at Jews and some like proud Jews are like, eh, take it easy, buddy. But you know, you're funny. It's the self-hating ones. Cause self-hatred, what it does is it wants to kill everybody else. It wants everyone else to feel how much hate they have in themselves. John Lennon, all these people. Every writer for The Guardian and The New York Times and Sarah Jiang and all these people, they're like, I want, like, I'm bad. So humans are bad. We got to lower the population of the world. We're cancer. We're a virus. We're causing global warming. At most, there's been one third of one degree. Listen, you want to talk environmental problems, bees. We're getting bees, even though I don't even know how the fuck to make honey. But you want to really help the world? Bees. That's a problem. Global warming is, is the toxic output of self-hatred. It's people that, have, that, that hate themselves for a variety of reasons, whether they've committed horrible acts or the pounding of these psyops, Holocaust, slavery, why are you alive? Why are you alive? And, um, and so they go, we are a disease. Now, same with the royal family. Their life is terrible. People think money's going to get them anything. These people have to breed with first cousins. Same with the Rothschilds and all these people. Satan's hollow, dude. That's why they want more people to feel it because empty people buy shit they don't need. They're not connected to their community and they're easy to be made into cattle. And that's why all these Jews in the media are a problem because they look at people like me who's, you know, proud of his work, loves his family, clear conscience, even though he's flawed, you know, and they fucking hate me for it. And, and they look at me and they go, I'm worried about you. You're, you're bad. 
It's like, want to be specific? So that brings me to Sam Tripoli. Misery loves company. It's, it's a cliche because it's true, right? Sam Tripoli, I want to like. I really do. He's a buffoon. He's funny to talk to because he sounds like, he's like, hey, man, my name's Sam Tripoli. What's up, dude? You're from Cortland. I'm from Cortland, New York, dude. You're from a Oswego. That's cool, man. Yo, I, let's, uh, let's do comedy shows, right? But it's funny how when the party ends, people without any morality or anything good in their life and who are basically just filthy, they start falling apart. And I've watched Wizards age and I've watched selfish people age and it's so bad. And when you see it, you see it as clear as day. They might as well be a skeleton. And when you don't, you just want to huddle up, you know, and the reason that these people won't have me on the re I'll, I'll get to Joe Rogan. I'll get to Burt Kreischer. Sam Tripoli condemned me six months ago for, for the song that nigger stole my bike. And he was like, Hey man, you know, I used to know Owen, but like, that's one line you can't cross. So anyway, the government's hiding aliens. <laughs> it's like, would you like to debate me on censorship? Why? is the N-word nigger and not necrophilia. What's it like being the victim of necrophilia? Like, let's say your mom dies and uh, the person that you pay money to put her in the ground, he fucks her. He fucks her mouth and her pussy and just fucks your mother. Isn't that a little worse than the remnants of slavery? Why is an N-word necrophilia? Imagine if you're a victim of necrophilia, right? I can argue these points all day long. That's why they concern troll me because it works on dumb women, like beyond. They're like, I heard Sam. It didn't even sound bad. He's like worried about you. I'm like, why do you people get to vote? And I'll talk about that too, about do I actually think women shouldn't be allowed to vote? I'll explain all of it. I'll hit the big questions people ask about me. It's a way to demean someone without having the balls to even take a shot because they can't win one goddamn argument. What would you like to talk about, Sam? Socialism? You left his pussy? You don't trust the government, but you want to give all your money to the government and have universal health care. Okay. What else do you want to debate? I'm going to ask you, what do you think about abortion? This is the whole reason why Joe Rogan probably never had me on again is because when he brought that crackhead on who just was like, I love abortion. I'll kill babies all day. And I'm like, really? Like, I just was reacting like, this is, this is crazy. And one ounce of truth in a room full of that crazy, like demonic shit, it's terrifying to liars. So Sam Tripoli can't ever face me. That's why they always go, we should talk on the phone. Have you thought about calling him? I used to fall for that trick. I fell for it with Joe Rogan because I didn't understand liars to that level yet. I understand wizardry, but like, I couldn't imagine a man talking to another man on the phone and saying a bunch of stuff and not meaning anything or doing any of it. Like, I really thought we, like, made amends in certain ways and there was a big misunderstanding and all this shit. And he was just saying anything he could to get me to like him and to stop making fun of him. So the private call isn't happening with any of these people. I will do Rogan. I'll do Burt Kreischer. I'll do any of these podcasts. I'm dying to. People will be like, well, you won't even debate Jordan Peterson. I would do it all. I could be right in the middle of making love to my beautiful wife. And I would stop and the jizz would hurt my balls. And she would be like, baby, you know, I need more of that sweet body. And I'd be like, you stop it. You wait for it. You sit there. I have to debate Jordan Peterson in front of people and just fucking humiliate him. They won't debate me. 
Sam or fucking, you think Ben Shapiro would debate me? I would just say, why do you think Israel should get a wall and not America? And promo code Shapiro, promo code Shapiro. I'd look into the eyes of Joe Rogan, Sam Tripoli, Burkreich, and say, do you guys believe in abortion? If, and if so, why? Because the truth is a motherfucker. I could have debated that with Dave Smith till the sun came up, because he's not a liar. And he was pro-choice as fuck. He's like, right up until birth. It's, it's non-aggression principle. Then he saw the heartbeat of his unborn daughter, and now he has given his life to Jesus Christ. I mean, he jokes about that, but there's literally a little element to it. I know he can feel it. He can feel the love. He's, he's become just, he's such a good guy, Dave Smith. But like, I would look in their eyes and say, when does life begin? And why do you think a woman has the right to kill a baby? And they would say, oh, it's a woman's choice, man. What, would you hate women? I go, no, no, what about the unborn woman? What about the unborn girl? You're killing, men have to protect the vulnerable. That's our job. It's not to go rape the world and enslave children like Khal Drago, Aquaman. It's saying that unborn baby is the most vulnerable person on this planet. That's why pedophiles like Jimmy Savo would rape kids close to death, children with cancer. Vulnerability, guys. That's why pedophiles go after um, kids from broken homes or absentee parents or, you know, just, just kids that are odd and don't have a lot of friends because it's about vulnerability. Predators go after the vulnerable. What is more vulnerable than a little baby in the womb of a woman? And here's the thing. There's been women that have argued pro-choice to me who have been the victims of rape, and I respect their opinion. I, do, I disagree completely, but they say, I don't care. I will not carry the baby of my rapist. I disagree with that, but I'm like, you have an argument. That's an argument. That means that you've at least fucking thought about it. These men haven't even thought about it, guys. They want to just keep drugging and fucking and snorting and just having people worship them. I'd look in their eyes and say, why do you think abortion's okay? Why? Is it when, the, when the, the, the heart starts beating? When they feel pain? When they can survive outside a womb? When is the moment that you feel a woman can kill her own baby? Do you know how many women have had abortions and have to live with that emotionally for the rest of their lives? I feel for those women. That's why I'm not one of those guys that's like, murderer. I'm like, fuck. I'm sorry you, were, you didn't have anyone to talk to you about this and you live in a culture that tricked you into thinking that's empowering. Women are vulnerable as fuck when they're single and people don't really love them a lot and they're trying to make their way in a world that tells them empowerment is working for another man, not being married and aborting kids and being fat is fine, you can't shame. It's like they're in a horrible situation. And then you'll have people another group of weirdos that are like, well, I mean, but you're not willing to support welfare and these poor people, how are they, I'm like, I was born poor. My parents combined income was $12,000. Should I have been aborted? And in the year 1900, the average American lived on $1 a day in today's money. Should they have all been aborted? Have you even thought about that argument? Have you even thought about how the value of an unborn baby has to do with how much money the parents have? Are you fucking insane? And I would say this on a podcast to these people. And they would say, uh, I mean, you know, but we're worried about you. And I'd be like, you let them kill millions of babies. I'm not saying to go into a place and do anything. 
but you can't even verbally back a baby? And you're worried about me? And you think you're a man? Admit Joe Rogan's five foot six. Admit Bert Kreischer is almost certainly a bisexual. You have two options. You can either lie and stay in Hollywood or tell the truth and get kicked out. Joe Rogan is a munchkin man. Abortion's wrong. Bert Kreischer loves cocks. And you're worried about me, Sam? You're pathetic. You're on a podcast about conspiracy theories and you're pro-big government. You think questioning the moon landing is, is stupid or something and that I can't say nigger? And then you're worried about me. Sam Tripoli ran a show called, um, what was it called? Sex and comedy or some shit, porn comedy. And he'd have porn stars do stand-up because they need that much attention because most, if not all, female porn stars, a lot of male porn stars too, were abused as children so they have a hole inside them where they constantly need validation and they want to relive their trauma. That'll help you stop jerking off to it. Understand that they're reliving trauma, right? So Sam puts them on stage, charges money for people to come watch the women that they've jerked off to fail at comedy. He's exploiting the exploited. And he's worried about me because I'm a little off the grid in the, in the country raising a family. Sam, you profit on raped women. You're proud of it. You're proud of that. Don't worry about me. You and your buddy, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan is proud of, of getting children to do hallucinogenic drugs because it opens their mind, man. Open to what? Vox Day had a great point on one of his things. He's like, open your mind to what? Yuri, which I'm about to play you a clip about why these people are fucking dangerous. He would, the Russian subverters. This is why you can't just hate Jews. Russia did a fucking hell of a job taking down. I know the communism, Bolshevism, a lot of them were Jews. I get it, get it, get it. Yuri's not a Jew. And he was on missions to get people to do yoga and smoke weed and question everything. Literally, that culture is what you do to set up a toppling. Open your mind to what? Open your mind to being okay with killing babies, to not having a border wall in your own goddamn country, to thinking women would be happier not cooking for their families working in a cubicle and just dying? Is that what you're opening your mind to? Do you know what happens to children when they do drugs too quick, Joe Rogan? Even weed, it can bring out bipolar. Boom, one of my buddies, we started smoking weed young. I smoked weed when I was in eighth grade. Uh, one of my buddies, Gino Knopp, great guy, good dad. He made it out of all this shit, right? We got into weed and he had this, this little thing in his head that, that he was still too young and he started waving around a gun and the cops had to come and... His chick left him and he started like buying and selling cars and it's a mess. Drugs too young to say like, hey, 14 year old, open your mind to drugs. Listen, if you're 30 and you're in a fucking the woods and, and you want to take some mushrooms and do your thing, I'm not going to tell you how to live. I drink White Claw every night. It lands the plane. I don't, I'm not a hypocrite. Alcohol is a poison. It's a drug, but I, I'm fully aware of it. I, I would never recommend a 14 year old. I wouldn't recommend an 18-year-old. It's for da hard-working dads, dudes who work all day and they just want to fucking chill out a little and not go on like weird pills and shit. And it's social and you just land the plane. It's all it is. And I, I, it's probably better for me not to, but it also makes me, I don't know, 
like when I drink, I get like kind of loving. You know, I never black out. I never want a ton. I don't drink liquor. Like Amy, <laughs> she spent all day. She's become, she's just flowering. It's amazing. She's, she's glowing. She spent all day researching like new like food ideas and this one tequila drink that she really wanted to try with like all these fresh ingredients and local honey. You know? And she's taking all this pride and time and she's like, do you want some of this? I'm like, if I drink tequila, I may just get hammered. I don't, I don't have a gauge. I'm a beer guy, so I like uh, no sugar. Boom. All right. So anyway, why are people like um, Sam Tripoli, Joe Rogan, these people dangerous? Because they're, they're pushing a culture that emasculates the men so that they just drop like flies. Ben Shapiro does the same shit. It's just right wing, so you don't really catch it as much. He's lined up right with um, abortion, but he's trying to send people to fight wars that he won't fight in for... Israel security. You think Syria is a big threat to America? No. I wouldn't have even realized how how fucked up our relationship is with Israel until this wall debacle. We can't get our own wall. Imagine if you your dad and you're like, hey dad, can I get some new shoes? It's like, sorry, buddy. Your second cousin, who we do see once a year, and we're real glad he's happy. I had to buy him five tuxedos. So uh, you're gonna have to wait on the on the shoes. Maybe start a GoFundMe. You know, I'm not saying that the second cousin shouldn't exist, but like, what the fuck is going on with that shit? <sighs> Are you guys having fun? 5,700 people? Holy shit. How does Rogan emasculate men? Are you fucking kidding me? He's pro-choice, which means, hey guys, when you have sex with a woman, don't take the sex seriously or any commitment, and if she gets pregnant, kill it. He's all about psychedelics. Take mushrooms, DNT, get all fucked up, dude. Just keep searching for shit, you know? Just go out there and, like, freeze your body and just, you know, go on a fucking three-month hunting trip. Fuck your daughters and your wife and shit. Just bail, you know? Him and other men will talk openly about how they want to fuck other women and, like, how hot threesomes are and shit. I've had some sex in my life, guys. If there, if I could point to a, an old sin or an old um, screw tape letters type weakness where the devil could have got me, lust. Right. And I never had sex with a porn star. Or any of these people It's never the vulnerable. It was just alpha shit straight up. I was in my twenties. Women would be like, I want you. And I'd be like, no, no way. That's fucking awesome. He's a married man with kids and his role modeling. Have you ever once heard me talk about how a woman's hot or how a threesome's great or like, wow, it's great. How much pussy you get. That would be humiliating for my wife and children. Yeah. Do you understand how emasculating that is to, to disrespect your own wife? Like to disrespect monogamy, to say that marriage is just a piece of paper and shit and stupid. Yeah, the courts are fucked. The courts are terrible, right? They, they destroy men's lives. You know, you marry some awful chick. She takes your kids, makes you pay. Well, she's fucking some black guy she met at the beach. That's not marriage. That's the courts. People not identifying the snakes and just <sighs> marriage is beautiful. Commit your soul to one woman and be proud of that. Don't be proud of your drug habit. Don't be proud of selling like devices to make guys fucking jack off better in their mom's basement. Joe Rogan's rich. These people that listen to him are not rich. That's the thing that bothered me so much about Jordan Peterson. I know people would pay 300 bucks to fucking see me talk. I also know a lot of them do it because they want to be good people and they want to support me and strong men and doing the right thing and they're saving up for their house. That's why my tickets are $20.
I gotta make a living, but I will not exploit you. And when I saw Jordan Peterson, I know his audience. We have some crossover audience. It's young men that are like, thank you for being strong in the face of emascul emasculating men and fucking Buzzfeed and Salon and having to say him, her, zero. And so what does he do? He says, oh yeah, you wanna be a strong man, huh? Give me $300 to see me once. Fuck that. I get crazy support from you guys. It, you're generous, yeah, but it's always your decision. You don't have to pay to watch me talk. You never have to pay fucking $300 to see me speak. You got your mind? And people would do that. I inspire people. I know that wizard shit. This is the thing that really straightened me out with women. Because when I first met Amy, I, I'll tell you guys a story. And this is a perfect example of the difference between truth and being a strong man and being a false alpha. It sounds like funny and, and it would be a brag if I was hanging out with just degenerated psychopaths like Sam Tripoli. But here's a perfect story. I was thinking about this today as I finished my, my fence and then I'll play you the Yuri clip and I got a couple more clips. Like, how do I describe what Hitler is? Like, why is Hitler, Khal Drago, like the difference between power and force and authority and truth? You know, control isn't bad. Control over others is bad. Control over your property, you know, your rituals, your traditions. Great. This isn't evil, what I did at all, but it was out of insecurity. So I just didn't know it yet because I hadn't been in love with a woman before. I thought I had been, but I hadn't. So I was on stage one night in, in Hollywood. I was probably 25 and I was crushing. And this one girl, I don't remember what she looked like, but I remember she was, she was a cute girl. And she was just staring at me and smiling. And her boyfriend was getting pissed. And he just kept being like, <laughs> he started heckling me. And here's the thing about men that understand women and sex and all that stuff. There's a reason why a lot of you dudes are strong, powerful, non-cuck, great men. And you're like, yo, I can't wait to introduce you to my wife because you know I'm not a threat because I have no interest in that shit. None. And you know it, and you know your wife isn't going to want me because she's happy with you. These are things that a lot of these gamma men have no idea. I'm about to say something, and people are going to be like, must be nice. Those are the guys you got to watch out for because they'll fuck. Anytime they have an opportunity, they'll go for it because they don't understand what sex is and what women are and what it all is. So when a lot of women want to have sex with you, and that happens for a variety of reasons, they like people with courage, they like people with social status, and they like people that can make them laugh and play the piano. And that's just true. Now, I could take my wife to see Michael Buble, and she doesn't want to fuck him because she feels safe and happy. That's what people have to understand. Women are not whores. They're like, when they're vulnerable or when they're unsatisfied or when their husband is a fucking loser, that's when they're like, act whorish. <laughs> but like, I don't feel at all threatened by other men because my wife's happy. And if, and if she was single and if she wasn't with me, she'd probably want to fuck Michael Buble because he has all the qualities that she's attracted to. I don't know. I don't even know what he looks like. But anyway, so I'm on stage and the guy starts heckling me. Money is not as, as much of an aphrodisiac as people think. I swear to God, and I'm being honest with you guys, because <clears throat> some of these tough realities, people just don't believe for some reason. Like, remember that rap lyric where it's like, He's, he's working at McDonald's, but look at his eyes. He's like, right now it's the floors, next week it's the fries. 
Some of the most committed women to men I know who would just ride or die for life, they worship their men. The dudes are like plumbers, truck drivers, fucking arborists like my brother. My, my sister-in-law is obsessed with my brother. And then I know like bankers that their women are constantly fucking strangers. It's, money isn't what people think. It's a deception. Current, that's why I just listed the shit. Status, you know, money can give you status. But it's not money. It's courage, safety, make them laugh, make them feel, you know, open up a little. Be honest. And this is one reason why Sam Tripoli and his elk think that they know me and shit. They're like, yo, we know you, Owen. This isn't the real Owen. And I was going through my head, like, have I been evil? Like, what are my vices? Like, what have they seen me do that makes them think that I'm one of them? I was very offended. I'm like, it must have been women. And then I'd be with a woman and then she'd come back like a week later and like check out a show and just be like, hi. And it used to blow guys' minds. They'd be like, how the fuck do you do that? And I'm like, don't lie to them. Don't fuck vulnerable women. And then they don't hate you for it. Women aren't designed to hate men. If you, I've never told a woman I loved her unless I thought I did. I've loved one woman. She's inside. I thought I loved other women. I've never been like, I love you, baby. Come on. So never. That's what makes women hate you. And there's women right now in the chat. I'm about to talk about some pretty fucking, not depraved. It's, it's pretty hilarious. But like women aren't going to be, be mad at me for this because I'm telling God's honest truth. Women get angry at men when you lie to them, right? And so this is the thing that happened with Amy. When we first started dating, I was still like, listen, baby, I'm a legend. I'm a man. You don't know what it's like to be a man. I got jizz in these balls. Legend. You know, you're a woman. I'm going to try to, you know, do the straight and narrow, but legend. That's so cowardly. guy. Looking back, it's embarrassing as fuck. She, we broke up. She loved me so much and wanted me in her, her life so much. She said to me, I can accept this about you, but I hate it. And that broke so many paradigms in my mind and propaganda and all this shit about how, like, if you give your heart to a woman, she'll manipulate you and they just want to control you. I'm like... And even right now, some dudes are probably like, that's a trick. It's not. You got to understand, Amy's like me. She has this like autistic honesty almost too, where it's like, she said that. I'm like, I can fuck other women. And she'll stay with me and it'll cause her pain. And I saw vulnerability and I'm like, no, this is not a good path. This is not a good path. And I thought that I was cursed for life. I thought that I would always be tempted by women I always loved sex, loved the beauty of women, the smell of women, everything about the attention, all of it. Looking back, it's a joke. It's like I used to chew tobacco all the time. The smell of chew would make me vomit. The thought of being with another woman is insane. <laughs> because it's like real alpha shit is build a family where you just want to cowardly fuck people in a little apartment, just text a little bit, see if you can get your dick sucked. What are you, a fucking child? Like, that's insanely dumb. There's no better sex. And another thing is people will sell you this lie that, like, one night stand lustful sex is better sex. It's like, oh, me and my wife, we don't really... Yeah, we'll go stretches. We don't have sex because of child rearing and shit like that. But, like, loving sex when you know the person's body and you respect them and you're attracted to them, you fuck and make love at the same time. It's mind-blowing. Then add on the fact that you see that fucking makes children and now you finally respect your own dick... You're like, that's why you're so all about it.
These cowards in Hollywood are like, when you get a girl pregnant, murder it. So you can keep fucking, keep coming. No, being a man is, is being with a woman when she feels disgusting and can't shower, she's covered in shit and piss and fucking vomit. And she's like, you still love me, baby? Of course, I'll die for you. That's being alpha. So this is the story. So I'm on stage and this guy wouldn't shut the fuck up. And so I, in my classic Owenisms, I say something deadly true that the crowd finds hilarious. I go, if you don't shut up, I'll have sex with your girlfriend. And I mean that. Just like how I am with Bannings, that's how I was with this guy. And I'm like, buddy, I don't want to do it. You're on a date. This is embarrassing. But like, if you keep heckling me, I will fuck your girlfriend. Because she was looking at me. Like, you can feel it. Like, that's why I can be friends with certain women. It's like, Delev does not want to fuck me. She would find naked me, like, embarrassing and, and gross. Like, people that understand sex are actually some of the best people to be around women. Because you feel it. Like, some, some of these gamma shitty men, these, like, just leftist shitty men, they're like, anytime they can spot vulnerability, they're in. The true nature of sex, and my sexual habit came from women wanting to have sex with me. And so I knew the feeling. I was like, this, this chick wants to fuck me. And it's like, I'm not going to, I don't want to do that to you. But like, if you keep doing it, dude, and he wouldn't stop. And I didn't like pursue it. I thought, it, I thought I was just being funny, but the way jokes work is, um, is they just become true. And so I just kind of did my own thing. And I, I, I'd recently gotten Facebook. It was that long ago. I just see a message. You were really funny tonight. It was a girl. I just gave her my address. Just came over, just immediately started kissing me. Just taking my clothes off. I, I, I held in the laughter. The guy heckled me, so I fucked his girlfriend. That's not alpha. It's funny. I, I didn't have a family, so it's not like evil or anything. But it's bad. It's, I was like, I didn't have sex till college, right? <clears throat> and I was still blown away that women wanted me. And I... um. I used it almost as like a way to show myself that I was alpha or good or a man or something. <clears throat> and it's Groundhog's Day, you know? It's like you keep getting with other women because you just can't, you can't get past that hump because you're a coward and you just want to soothe your ego. It's one thing when you're young and you're figuring out, you know, what sex is and what dating is and what... I'm a sexual conservative now. I'm going to raise Walter to be like, sex is about love. My parents had only been with each other and they're also academics. So it's the horrifying combination of being crazy open-minded to everything and not understanding dating at all. They've only fucked each other. So I didn't really get it. I didn't get like the, how much you lose, you know? And so when you have these quote unquote men encouraging other men and having on like his buddies to talk about being open and orgies and love and all this that isn't being a man. You're hurting your woman when you do that. If you're powerful enough and you have enough swagger, you know, you, you can, I, I'm, I'm talented enough where women would potentially be like, I'll accept that if you need sex. That would hurt them. And if it doesn't hurt them, they don't love you. And so if you intentionally hurt women because you want to get off with your ego, even though if you, if you think another woman's hotter than your woman and you're staying with someone else, then you're already a loser. So the sex can't be better. You know, if you don't think your woman is crazy hot and everybody else is shit, 
No offense, ladies. It's like, what's the point of that? To pleasure your own cock? Joe Rogan's 52. What the fuck is he doing? And it's like, I don't mind attacking him. I'm trying to describe why I have issues with these people. And then personal issues. It's one thing if you're just immoral. Everybody battles sin. Everybody battles immorality. We're all broken. We're all sinners. That judgy Christian shit is one of the reasons I wasn't Christian for 25 years. That whole like, oh my God, you once looked at porn? I never have. My only sin is to give to the church too much. Meanwhile, they're like raping kids. But if you're going to come at me and try and give me advice, like Joe Rogan did on his own podcast like two or three times, and the reason I apologized, I thought he genuinely, me and him had a mix-up, and that he was going to have me back on, and we are going to have an actual conversation. He never did. He never had Alex on, and he's been shilling and cucking ever since. But I'm not, I don't feel bad that I believed him. I believe people until they lie, you know? And that's why I was like, oh, I never asked Joe to go back on his show. And people were like, yo, dude, you're just trying to get on Joe Rogan's show. Nigger, I got 6,000 people watching me right now. Joe has, what, 20, 25,000 live? He's funded by, like, everybody, all this deep state shit. He doesn't pay me. I would pay my own way. I did it because I thought he was interesting. I get nothing from his show. I don't even like how many people know me. Like, this is pretty maxed out with how big I want this stream to get. You know, it's like, I don't want the golden prison of fame. I like respect though. Like, like in Best Buy, some like, you know, I'll be out and somebody will be like, yo man, your own Benjamin. I'm like, yeah. They're like, dude, you helped me get through some shit, dude. Thanks for standing up. I'm like, oh, cool. And that's it. They don't even want to be like, yo, can I, can I smell your hair? It's beautiful. So it's like what he has, I don't even fucking want. I just wanted to go back in after the last time he humiliated me by bringing on a crackhead and screaming at me about how I should run tweets by him. I'd run tweets by a four foot fucking monkey who thinks it's okay to talk about other women and drugs and fucking, he mocks my Lord. He thinks Christianity is retarded and Jesus is like a retard and shit. Listen, I get it, man. If you want to go truth, you want to talk about Jesus Christ being like a faggot and stuff, go right ahead, dude. I can be friends with somebody who does that, but you better let me talk after. You better let me talk about how, how you're, what you believe is. And these fucking cowards never will. Sam Tripoli concern trolled me talking about how he's worried about me. He won't have me on because I would annihilate him. My ethics, because I questioned the moon landing, or that I called Joe Rogan short. He is short. He's so short, it's uncomfortable. Like, I, 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 do I pat his head? It's like, I'm spitting some truths, man, some vulnerable shit. I don't like that I just told that story about fucking that heckler's girl. It's funny, but, like, I have shame in that. It's, it's not good. Per that, that shows my weakness, not my strength. How many women, like fucking models and threesomes? There, this one very famous guy. And, and I don't slander. Ask Coddington or Delever anybody that really know my stories. Like, I am being merciful about my, my shit, other people's shit. I'm not. Dude, if you knew the actor who was telling me about how he stacks women's asses when he fucks them. And how politically active he is. how He's huge. He's a Marvel character. And we're talking one night, we're hanging, 
there's a lot of these retards that are attracted to comedy because they're so insecure because actors, a lot of them don't know who they are. Oh my God, you're so strong up there. He's talking about how a traditional stack versus a non-traditional stack is how you stack women's asses and how many models he would stack. And I'm like, dude, you're so short and so sad. And that was even back before Amy. It's like the thought of thinking that makes you a man and not building fences and spitting hard truths and protecting your kids and giving your kids innocence and allowing your wife to eat all the food she wants and like to really be a mom. Stacking asses. And this same fucking nigger, white guy, by the way, so don't think, I'm not, I didn't say who he was. So I don't call black people nigger. I just won't say N-word. Unless one steals my bike or something. But this dude, on Twitter and politically, he's the biggest leftist moral fucking Trump is Hitler. He stacks asses. Those women probably have issues with their dad or they're wicked lonely or real confused in a world where they're supposed to be, you know, super mom and work harder than all the men and abort and like not take shit. Women are in a position a lot like Jews because Jews didn't have a homeland they, and, and people knew how much they wanted it. And women want security. And so you take a group of people that bought, you know, just alone, just kind of Jews are like, yeah, you know, I kind of, I'm just kind of here, like, I don't have a homeland, and people kind of think I'm weird for my fucking weird hair. And then you do the Saul Alinsky shit where it's like, you know, the Holocaust, everyone was killed, and the Germans, and fucking, and then they get so fucked up in the head, they become evil. It's Women, I see the same shit happen with women. Women are so vulnerable. Imagine, I don't know if you're, if you're a dude, you've ever walked into a gay bar, and do, the way people look at you is with a very specific look. They want to be inside of you. And it's very disturbing. I've had very close gay friends, and the reason it's it's possible is if they don't want to be inside of me. There's a look that people give you where they're like, and you just are like, holy fuck, this guy wants to be inside of me. And then you look somewhere else, and it's like, he wants to be inside of me. And then you, you realize you're doing resting bitch face. This all happens in a gay bar to a dude. And then you start being a little like, someone... Can I just get someone to not let this happen? That's all women all the time. Everywhere they go, people are like, they want to put something inside of you. You know, and there's so many shitty men. That's why it's so funny. Like actual alpha males are like, you know, I'm not fully aware of all the categories or whatever, like Delta or whatever. Like Vox Data is a great job explaining it. But like, we're not trying to be inside of you. Actual alpha males protect nation, family, God work, sacrifice, and they, you know, there's probably, usually alpha males went through a phase in their life when they completely understand what sex is, what makes it pleasurable, what makes someone aroused by you, what it is. And that way they know how to be around people. And it's actually very relaxing. That's why a lot of alphas trust each other. I don't know if alpha is the right word because there are like sex addict alphas. Just like honorable men that can get sex are the ones I trust, you know, that I'm like, oh, that person's not going to like rape my friend when she passes out. He gets it. Sam Tripoli looks to me like a rape, like a rapist eyes. Like he's like, oh, oh hey man, I, like, I just want to fuck and be inside somebody. Sneak it. Like, let's just have 20 beers and hang out. All right. I'll play you guys some more stuff. I just, uh, you guys having a good time? 6,000 people. Yeah. As such a man, I agree hundred percent truth. It's a fact. Being a great 
devoted husband and father is the opposite of a cuck. But just like subversion, they take a man, a husband, a father, and they put him in all these roles on television and they make him pathetic. You know, like, even dad can do it. It's like, oh, I'm just here. That's the alpha. Not Carl Drago talking about raping the world and having women masturbate to it. Christian Grey, you know how many women masturbate to that book? That's their porn. That guy is a fucking psychopath. That guy has no, but it taps into their shit because that guy would make them feel safe. Resources and fucking the will. And the, like women have this weird thing in the romance novels where they want someone who's violent and vile and fucks and murders, but suddenly only has eyes for one woman. Doesn't happen. Monogamy starts with morality and then your body understands it. But at first it's not because you're like, you're just this vile beast, fucking billionaire, you know, S&M guy. And then you meet the girl. No, it comes from morality. It comes from not wanting to take advantage of people. And so women are literally masturbating to this book. It's outsold the fucking Bible, dude. And so that clues you in into what women want and what, what hijacks women. They don't want that guy. So many women in this chat will tell you this, and men that have been burned in the past won't believe it. They'll be like, oh, you're just saying that. You want to fuck that guy. They don't. If a woman feels safe, if a woman feels protected, if a woman feels loved, honored, and respected, they don't want to fuck Christian Grey. They don't want him to hang out at your fires. Trust me, I have buddies that have murdered a lot of people or killed a lot of people in war, depending on which way you look at it. Um handsome, athletic, chisel. You know, my wife gets freaked out by those guys. She's like, he's an outdoor friend. I'm like, what do you mean he's an outdoor friend? I'm telling you, like people that are decisive warrior Kyle Drago types, Amy's not into that. She doesn't even want him around, but she respects that I hang out with those guys a lot. So it's like, that's an outdoor friend because they're unstable and she values her life. So women don't actually want that. Scared, vulnerable women do. Post-World War I, Versailles, Germany, wanted Hitler. You know, like, fucking Delaware doesn't want Hitler. You understand? When you got wheelbarrows of, of money buying bread, people starving in the streets, you know, half the country fucking died. Everyone's got, like, a no arm. They have, like, this deep emotional wound from World War I, this pointless war that they have all the blame for. It's like, they want Khal Drago. I get it. Still evil. And that's how you, because I confuse Nazis so hard because I call out Jews hard. But then I also am not a fan of mean Mr. Mustache. And I also respect the existence of Israel. And Nazis get so confused because they like me. And, and I respect Nazis more than I like socialists. I'll tell you that. Self-hate terrifies me. Nazis are, they've committed to the, the power evil shit because they don't want to be hurt anymore. They want to kill all the snakes burn everything down. It's teetering on nihilism and most certainly Satanistic, but like leftism is empty self-hate. Like leftism, like a Nazi isn't going to finger a sleeping girl, but he may kill millions of innocent people because he didn't think through it. He's acting out of rage. That's, you know, that's, um, that, that's what evil is. And so I'm trying to really help people get to that point. Cause I, I get it, dude. I've felt self-hate in my life. I felt blind rage. And it's like, I want to help talk out these issues because the media isn't doing it. A lot of people don't have family members. You know, this is valuable.
because I'm not special. I'm lucky. I got to meet people in my life and see shit that most people will never be able to see. Most people can never definitively say being a rich movie star is hell. I can't. And people can, and people will believe it because they know I know. They know I gave up shit because, and I'm enough of just a normal guy where I'm not this like martyr. I'm not like, I must die for Jesus Christ. I'm like, that's a bad road. And so I, I feel this like intense desire to pass this knowledge on to people because it can really help people. Like good people going down the wrong path all the time. Like there's good women that have had abortions. There's good men that believe socialism is our answer. There's good men that, you know, worship Joe Rogan and think that's exactly what a man should be. I'm just trying to help them understand that there's another option. And always, always be very careful with people that don't want you to look at or see things. I don't watch Rogan because I it feels like noise and like just jarring. It's like, but like, imagine if I was like, don't even watch him. Don't plug your ears. Don't even look at him. No, watch Jordan Peterson. Watch Joe Rogan. Once you're awakened to the wizardry, I want people to see it for themselves. It's like, look at it. Look at what he just said. He just said that that bitch from Girls, that show Girls, the fact she said she wished she had had an abortion, that he respects that. It's one thing if you're under a spell, it's like alpha, masculine. You know, this is what this is where men are vulnerable. Women are vulnerable all the time because everyone wants to put something inside of them. Men are vulnerable when we see an alpha role model. We will overlook a lot of shit. I've done that a lot. When people call me like, you know, that I turn on people and I get pissed at shit. No, I call out evil. My instincts are are not that at all. My instincts are like, oh no, he he means well. He just likes to collect human heads. I mean, that's what he... I'm so tribal, it's fucking laughable. When I see a strong male role model, I have such instincts to like overlook so much shit. And it's like, I know a lot of men get hijacked by that. They see one honest thing someone did. That's why I tell people, don't make a hero out of me. Don't make an icon out of me. I'll only disappoint you and it'll be bad for your own soul. I'm a positive male role model, which is what we need. I'm an elder at 38 because people keep locking away the old people. Old people know shit. Listen to old people. And it's like young kids are being robbed of their fucking, of their identity, of their history, of, of a way to logically think through things. I want Sam Tripoli to watch this whole fucking podcast and write me an essay responding to all my points, right? I got more videos and shit for you too, by the way. I just want to get the fire going again. And men are dying for it. Women are dying to feel safe. And that's a bad position. That brings in caliphates and shit. Men are dying for a strong male role model. That's why I'm worried about the Hitler characters now. Because when you're in a world like this, when it's like toxic masculinity, can you use a Gillette razor and be a better man? There's more online bullying with women. I'm not even addressing Gillette because part of their whole fucking scam is the outrage backlash. That's how they're passing this message. I figured it out. I'm dying to fucking mock it, but like, I know what they're doing. They're destroying the male psyche where it's like, who's strong? And then you, you find a, ra like a, a racist who believes it. You know, a, a hateful guy who believes it, a guy who's embraced power. You know, and you'll see in his eyes that he's not lying. And he's like, we got to kill all the Jews. 
And then we'll kill all the Catholics, then the Jesuits, then the Chinamen. That guy believes it because he's went the wrong direction. If there's self-hate and then there's out, that, that's actually what outrage is, outrage, right? It's like, if I, if I scrub the world clean, no one will hurt me. Sounds leftist eugenics again, doesn't it, right? The Slavs don't deserve to live. Ukraine doesn't deserve to live. We are the Germans. We get to populate these places. When I tell that to Goebbels, he's four foot 11 with a gimp. Well, no, Goebbels is cool. No, Goebbels is a good guy. He's four foot 11 with a gimp. What are the policies? What, doesn't it sound like YouTube, Twitter, all this shit? What, what, what are the rules and policies, Hitler? So you're Austrian and have black hair and you're five seven. Owen, I'm a quarter ethnically Jewish, which makes no sense to me, by the way. It's one of the reasons I think it's very lizard shit. Owen legally would have, in different eras, I get it, some Nazis have corrected me and been like, no, the law is about, quarter Jew gets you killed in a lot of Nazi era. I'm pushing 6'8", blue-eyed, athletic, 147 IQ, right? I'm way more master race than Adolf Hitler or Goebbels. So is a black legend that looks like that and is smart like that. They would have killed me and kept Goebbels. Does that sound like Twitter to you? It does me. Rules and guidelines and shit, they change every day. It's like, oh no, Goebbels is a good guy. He's four foot 11 with a gimp. Like that hypocrisy is when, because you can't take down a Nazi ideology. Like if someone loves Hitler because he stood up against the Weimar Republic, which was a heroic act, the Jew stuff won't work because of all the propaganda. Talk about Goebbels, the Slavs. Why would you kill Ukraine? The fuck did Ukraine do to you? Oh, they're not German. Well, then what the fuck is Goebbels? He's 4'11 with the gimp. See, that's the thing I try to do. It's about logical consistency. You know, because people can be wrong as fuck, myself included. But if you don't even give a fuck that it makes sense or not, you are sucking the devil's dick, man. And everybody knows it. Like Sam Tripoli doesn't trust the government, but is a socialist. So you know he's full-blown retard already, right? Like that means that, that things in his head don't have to make sense. And so I'm going to get this fire going and play this, this, uh, this Yuri, uh, Yuri shit. But just uh, my advice to Jews, don't hate Hitler too much or else you start having weird responses to it. Understand that Hitler, Stalin, Pol Pot, Mao Zedong, fucking Obama, you know, there's Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton is so similar to Adolf Hitler when it comes to blood loss, power, lack of morality. If you isolate it to one dude, you're not seeing the fucking enemies either. <clears throat> I recommend that with Islam as well for the Jews. It's like Iran 1975. And, oh, I'm, I'm about to play the Shah's fucking video. Um, you'd meet a bunch of people, then you wouldn't even know they were Muslim. Cut to Hamas. Cut to ISIS. They're like, oh, we care about us being Muslim. We're going to fucking kill everybody. Desperate times lead to desperate people. Islam has a horrible Achilles heel to it. It's a governmental structure, and it's about submission. Muhammad was a warlord. Jesus Christ was a carpenter and a lover. And he said, like, he was a builder. And he said, you know, Caesar does Caesar. We do us. We're truth, their power. That's inherently better. Inherently. That being said, there's a lot of people that are like, I guess I'm a Muslim. Well, not anymore. Now they're so fucking jacked up. That's what happens when you take out their leaders. You know? And at that point, it's like spite. 
All right, so here's Yuri, and this is why these people are dangerous. This guy was a defector from um, Russia. And uh, we get to the shot, Ron. This is going to be a marathon one tonight. When I work on stuff like this, uh, I get a lot of material, and then I just keep going. Just You can tap out anytime you want. Don't, don't feel obligated. Uh, I'm just so excited. Because I also finished my fence today, so I don't know if you can tell. I got a real twinkle in my eye. All right, Yuri Bezmanov. Deception was my job. That's my nigga. I thought I had this queued up. Fucking Jews. The Jews are always getting me. Man. Come on. There we go. Here's old Yuri. Yuri Bezmas up, been, been off. So this is the men they want in a society, and this is why, the, once they take control, they would kill all the leftists, by the way. All these retards waving flags at, at protests and Antifa, they're all dead. All of them are dead. They're useful idiots. This is why cultural subversion is so dangerous. The Joe Rogans of the world getting men to get all hippied out and question everything with no real moral backbone. I question a lot of shit, but then you focus on true and false. You don't just go, oh, yesterday I thought that, but today I think this because I feel different. And I just want to come and eat drugs and kick bags and no one say I'm short. Because then these guys come in and they take your women and your kids. They, they rape your women, they enslave your children. That's their goal. And that's ancient. It's not just the Russians, not just the Jews, not just the Chinamen. It's ancient. Yuri. Oh, and they killed this guy, by the way, in Canada. But he's an awesome dude. I don't think he even gave a fuck. He's probably tired. That's basically most, that's all for my okay, we can slides. The, we can turn off the projector, and that's very interesting. Well, you spoke several times before about ideological subversion. That is a phrase that uh, I'm afraid some Americans don't fully understand. When uh, the Soviets use the phrase ideological subversion, what do they mean by it? Ideological subversion is, is the process which is legitimate, overt, and open. You, you can see it with your own eyes. All, all you have to do, all American mass media has to do is to unplug their bananas from their ears, open up their eyes, and they can see it. There is no mystery. There is nothing to do with espionage. I know that espionage intelligence gathering looks more romantic. It sells more deodorants through the advertising, probably. That's why your Hollywood producers are so crazy about James Bond type of, of thrillers. But in reality, the main emphasis of the KGB is not in the area of intelligence at all. According to my uh, opinion and opinion of many defectors of my caliber, only about 15% of time, money, and manpower is spent on espionage as such. The other 85% is a slow process which we call either ideological subversion or active measures, in the language of, of the KGB, or psychological warfare. What it basically means is to change the perception of reality of every American to such an extent that despite of the abundance of information, no one is able to come to sensible conclusions in the interest of defending themselves, their families, their community, and their country. It's a great brainwashing 
process which goes very slow and it's divided in, in four basic stages. Uh, the first one being demoralization. It takes from 15 to 20 years to demoralize a nation. Why that many years? Because this is the minimum number of years which requires to uh, educate one generation of students in the country of, of, of your enemy, exposed to the ideology of the enemy. In other words, Marxism-Leninism ideology is being pumped into the soft heads of, of, of at least three generations of American students without being challenged or counterbalanced by the basic values of Americanism, American patriotism. The result? The result you can see. Most of the people who graduated in the 60s, dropouts or half-baked intellectuals, are now occupying the positions of power in the government, civil service, business, mass media, educational system. You are stuck with them. You cannot get rid of them. They are contaminated. They are programmed to think and react to certain stimuli in a certain pattern. You cannot change their mind. Even if you, if you expose them to authentic information, even if you prove that white is white and black is, uh, is black, you still cannot change the basic perception and the logic of behavior. In other words, these people, uh, uh, the process of demoralization is complete and irreversible. To get rid of society of these people, you, have, you need another 20 or, or, or 15 years to educate a new generation of patriotically minded and, and, and uh, common, common sense people. Let's talk about this for a second. Okay. That's why I get terrified when I see people with information that disproves their point. And they're like, no. That's why it's called eyes wide shut. Where you go, you've been, you're washed, man. And it's like, those people won't get out of that. Yuri talks about it. He's like, they, they only get out of it when there's a boot on their neck. And it's so painful for them to, to get out of this propaganda that they're useless for the new regime and they're all killed. That's why Pol Pot killed everyone with glasses. Any intellectual. That's one reason why just overt Jew hate doesn't quite work. Because they're using the Jews. The Jews have a, a self-hatred about them where they're prone to openness and like, you know, self-hatred makes you go towards like the, the Joe Rogans and the Jordan Petersons where it's like, you know, let's just open our minds and, and indulge and blah, blah. And then they get taken and put into media positions and blah, blah. Meanwhile, they're not the puppet masters. There's probably a few of them that are, but a lot of them are just these like morally empty, nationless people that were taught over and over and over again by some really powerful dudes in other countries to hate themselves, to open up their mind to anything, to subvert all the cultures, and then once they get power, the whole place is so weak, they just knock it over with, a, with anything. Well, just listen to Yuri. This is fucking legit, dude. And that's why it's like, I encourage people to watch these things, learn it. I'm reading Mein Kampf. Not because I'm a Nazi, because I want to know what the fuck Hitler's, all his arguments were. People that say, oh, I don't read that. Don't read the Bible. Don't read, don't, don't watch Yuri, bro. This is crazy. It's like, what are you scared of, nigger? What are you scared of? What are you scared of, Sam Tripoli? Why, why am I persona non grata? I'm not that special. I didn't used to be the funniest person. I now am literally the last comic standing. Even Norm apologized to the view. Bill Burr's like a Black Lives Matter guy. It's like, 
in 2005, the amount of funny people that were willing to offend and ballsy and artistic was unbelievable. I feel like the, the boat that survived that hurricane and fucking Forrest Gump. Remember Forrest Gump is like, a, he's doing all right. He's a fisherman. And then all the other boats get destroyed. That's how I feel in comedy. And it's like, all these people are like, don't watch Owen. Don't talk to Owen. Don't do, it's like, what are you scared of? Yeah, now I'm like one of the funniest people, but that's only because you guys all suck the devil's dick. Are you scared I'm right? Because it's the same with it's the same with anything. It's like, don't be friends with Fox Day. Don't be friends with Steven Crowder. Don't be friends with the socialists. Don't listen to what they have to say. No, don't listen to them. No, no, they're evil. They're bad. What are you scared of? Sam Tripoli sells women. Sam Tripoli takes women that were abused, puts them on stage, and he makes money on it. But I can't be friends with someone who has a different political agenda. That's how I feel about Dennis Prager. I respect Dennis Prager's balls. He's got great uh, paternal advice. I don't like the fact that he says that like it's a moral issue that we have to give money to Israel. It's a bit of a bait and switch. I don't like rules for thee, not for me. I never liked that. And so I respect him as a man. I disagree with his politics at this point. That's so much different than like hating a person. You know, like I think Jordan Peterson is vile. I think that he's trying to garner control and like submission and power and weird, creepy, creepy, evil shit. Dennis Prager is just kind of playing two teams. You know, I'm like, is this really for America or for Israel? People are like, oh, you're Nazi. You don't think Israel should exist. No, it should exist. I want to know why they get a wall and we don't get a wall. And if I'm not allowed to debate that with you, it means you're up to some shit. But he's tall. He's got a lot of balls. He's done some good things. He inspires people. But don't let these people trick you and to be like, yeah, America doesn't deserve protection. We're of many come one. So everyone's allowed to come in. Yeah, am I allowed in your house, Dennis? Come on. You're a good guy. You're a, you're a musician. You got balls. You stand up to people. Kind of playing two sides of the fence. Not an evil man at all. See, I want to use an example. Like Ben Shapiro is just trying to sell. He's, he's got rage in him, man. He's short. He's, he's way too small. Steven Crowder is awesome. Um, Dennis Prager is a good way to look at someone that I respect, but I disagree with his politics. And I disagree with his uh, rules for thee, not for me shit. And I would, I'd be honored to have him as a dinner guest. I would never let Jordan Peterson in my home. Fuck no. He'd be like, it depends on what you mean by rape, eh? All right, let's watch a little more of this shit. Let's talk about it. Would be acting in favor and in the interests of, of, the, uh, of the United States society. And yet these people have been programmed and, as you say, in place and yes. who are favorable to an opening with the Soviet concept. Mm -hmm. These are the very people who would be marked for extermination in this country? Most of them, yes. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, simply because the psychological shock when, when they will see in future what the, what the beautiful society of equality and social justice means in shit. practice obviously they will revolt they 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 will uh, they they will be very unhappy frustrated people and the marxist leninist regime does not tolerate these people uh, they obviously they will join the links of dissenters dissidents yes. uh, unlike in present united states there will be no place for dissent in in future marxist leninist america uh, here you can you can get uh, 
popular like uh, Daniel Ellsberg and filthy rich like Jane Fonda for being dissident, for criticizing your Pentagon. In future, these people will be simply squashed like cockroaches. Nobody is going to pay them nothing for their beautiful, noble ideas of equality. This they don't understand, and uh, it will be greatest Guys, shock. How, how valuable is this? This is like early 80s. This dude come, comes over here. Everything he's saying happened. It's all accurate. He's literally saying like, yeah, these people get praised by the very media that we instilled with, with you know, they're, they're, he's like, dude, spying, espionage. It's not James Bond. It's this shit. It's making a culture hate themselves, get rid of the men, make the women defeminize, kill God. Fucking have Joe Rogan give you a bunch of pills. Have Jordan Peterson give you a sense of uh, cultural relativism. And then they just march right in. And those guys are all dead. Joe Rogan can't kick his way out of this one, guys. That's why the way out is not to become evil. See, Hitler's the wrong path. It's protect. Speak truth. Protect your family first. Then your land. Then your community. Then your nation. And if a fraction of us do that, these things all fall. This requires so much self-hatred and so much silence that I can't fucking believe it's working. You don't need to kill millions of people. Unfortunately, that looks like where it's going. Like, if, if just 20% of the population was like, this sounds weird. Ben Shapiro's short and dumb. I don't know about Jordan Peterson. It's, it's all over. It's just the whole fucking thing vanishes. I'd rather have my kid not be gay. Do you hate gay people? Shut up or you're going to get fired. Oh, I'm sorry. I love gay people. Who the fuck wants a gay kid? Do you hate your kid? What's a gay life expectancy? 40? A lot of sadness, guys. It's not about hating gay people. It's about understanding, like, being gay. I don't hate gay people. There's one thing I wanted to address, too. People are like, do you hate gay people? No, not at all. It's having pride in, in that lifestyle will only lead mis to your misery. And Vox Day talked about this as well. That guy's become a very inspiring person in my life. When you know gay people for a long period of time, rich, powerful, poor, banging behind an alley at a rave, things usually don't end well for these guys. You know, they, they can't biologically have kids. They, they are in a community that does a lot of drugs. There's a lot of self-hate. There's a lot of weirdness. There's diseases. There's always this outsider feeling. It's like, would I disown my kid if he was gay? No, of course not. I'd, I'd love him just as much. And I would want him to have the rights of other people. It would be very sad. I, I, would, be, I, would, feel sad, I would feel for him that he'd have to go through that. It would be like an, uh, an affliction. That's how I see it. It's the same with gender dysphoria. And to say like, the, the beauty and stability and truth that comes from making a child or like having a family, you know, that, that biological connection that makes a beating heart. You know, I do it as a joke in, in stand-up, but it's like, you know, what does an asshole make? Just shit. And I'm only doing that to mock the gays that are like, vaginas are gross. I'm gay. Don't be homophobic. Don't tell me what to say. I, being gay is awesome. It's like, those are the people that I'm mocking. Just normal gay people that deal with the fact that they are attracted to men and not women. That's a tough road. It's not evil like pedophilia. It's not based on control and pain and hurt. 
There's some people that just are like, man, I just like firefighters. I think women are fucking retarded and they're so dumb. I just want to fuck a firefighter. That's a tough road, dude. You're not like, you're not evil, but it's like your community and your world is, is destined for vulnerability. There's a reason evil people latch on to gays. I'll make you feel safe. I'll make you feel just like everybody else. You're not like everybody else. You're not. Like, our dick is made to go in a pussy to make life. That's biologically why it's there. Yeah, it feels good. Yeah, you're, you're tempted to whack off and have sex and not make babies and all that. But like, to only want to put it in an asshole, it leads you to a road of, of destabilization and you feel unsafe. You shouldn't hate yourself. It's not like you're bad. But like, that's an impulse. It's like OCD. I morally put it with OCD. Where it's like if someone really needs to tap 47 times every time he turns on a light. Are they evil? No. But if we live in a world that says that that is just as accurate as not tapping. And you're like, are you sure? Are you sure that it's the same thing? Like, you're different, dude. You don't need to tap 47 times to turn on the light. Just turn on the fucking light. It's like tap, tap, tap. It's like just know you're different and it's tough. You're not evil, but like this pride in it, this like, oh, it's so great that we're gay. Like being gray, gay is awesome. Like, are you homophobic? Don't ever criticize. It's like, that's a subversion. And, and there's a reason people do it. There's a reason leftists, just like Yuri, was trained to use gays and to use single women. It's because vulnerable people, just like pedophiles, guys, evil is evil. It's just straight up evil. It's the same fucking evil. The evil isn't being gay. It's empowering sodomy. It's saying sodomy is awesome. And I want to hear a really funny anecdote, a funny backfire. So I used to call people fags. Anybody that was being soft or like a gay guy in roller skates, I'd be like, wow, that guy's such a fag. But then I'd call my buddy a fag for being late to pick me up at the airport. When that became considered hate speech, it backfired so much on them that it's, it's insanely funny to me. I just started calling everyone a sodomite. And it's so accurate and so deadly, like, true. And it can't possibly be seen as not politically correct. It's literally sodomy. And it also is so much better than fag because it's not that I'm grossed out that a man is attracted to another man. It's when he wants to jam his cock in his asshole. Like, like to fuck an asshole. Even when a straight guy wants to fuck a chick's asshole, I've always been put off by that. It's like, oh, fuck her in the ass. I'm like, wh why? What's up? What's up with that sodomy? And so when you call people sodomites, it's so perfect because it's the act itself that you're even criticizing. It actually is so much better than fag because fag is saying like being attracted to a man makes you less of a man. It doesn't. It's a tough road. It's like OCD. But putting your cock in a dude's asshole is gross and it's weird. And it's a tough life. It spreads disease. It, it causes, it, like, gay guys have to wear fucking diapers when they get old and shit. No one wants to talk about that in fucking BuzzFeed. Talk to an old sodomite, he's got to wear fucking diapers because his asshole just, shit just falls out of his ass. It, that's, that's, do you want your kid to have that life? You want your kid to not be able to have the wonders of just 
lusting and loving and wanting a body that will give him children? Who the fuck hates their kids so much? That It's not as bad as the trans kid thing, obviously. But, like, it's such a disregard for your son's life. It's up there with being like, yeah, I want my kid to be blind. Why would you not want your kid to be blind? You, sh- you, you shouldn't not love your kid or hate your kid or make your kid feel like they're, they're evil or anything if, they, if they're attracted to men at all. But just know that's a constant battle. And if they submit and just be like, being gay is the best, you're looking at AIDS, death rate 45, that's the average lifespan, 50. Do you understand the murder rate in the gay community? The drug rate in the gay community? And what, they want to fucking say it's because of us, right? That it's because they feel so much hate that they have to constantly do meth and uppers. It's sodomy, guys. You don't think other communities, you don't think fucking Hasidic Jews in West Hollywood get hate? They wear fucking big cheese hats and have weird fucking hair. Everyone looks at them and they're like, what the fuck? That's all gays are getting. No one's dragging them behind trucks. That happened once like 40 years ago and it was a meth deal gone wrong. It's all bullshit. Yeah, people might be like, yeah, it's kind of gross. I feel that way about fucking some of the, the, the Jew fucking must, uh, sideburns that go down to their ass. I'm like, whoa, they die at 80. It's like, no, it's because a lifestyle that is proud of sodomy. It's just like, okay, I'll, I'll put myself on it so I'm not a hypocrite. When I was proud of the amount of women that wanted me and that I could have sex with, it's very similar. That's a sad life. Imagine if for the rest of my life, I was like, I crush pussy, you know, and they get abortions and I'm always pulling out and I fuck them and bail. Wouldn't you be like, can you not do that? Can you settle down, have a family, like really feel life? It's like, no way, dude. I can't physically fuck a girl more than once or I vomit. So I'm, would you think that's good? So now they're facing this thing. So this is a battle they'd have to go through to get some sort of stable world. It's so similar. That's so similar to gay. It's like, I want to roller skate, do meth and fuck assholes and have my asshole fucked. Pride. It's like, okay, cut to 30 years later. You're wicked, sad and unhealthy. Okay. Who wants you in that position? People that prey on the vulnerable. Dude, gender dysphoria. My piano teacher had gender dysphoria. Was a woman transitioned to a man. Good person. Real, not socially motivated. Nowadays, it's always boy to girl because it's about a hatred of men. But it's a tough life, what Larry went through. It's not easy. It's rough. I got to watch the whole thing happen. And it's, it's, a, it's a form of mental illness. Is Larry evil? No. It's evil to be like, I want more people to be like this. This is what people should be like. And then your little boy is like, but I like trucks. It's like, The human being doesn't have a gender. It's like, I'm so confused. That's evil. That's what Joe Rogan does. That's what Sam Tripoli does. This is moral relativism only serves you, you ungrateful, sick, just appetite-driven cunt. That's not masculinity to be like, just do you. Yeah, it's like being gay is just like being straight. No, the fuck it isn't. I have problems too. What if someone said to me, what if I was like, yo, man, I just sometimes like to, when I'm on the road, I just want to fuck a strange girl. Imagine if people are like, that's fine. You should have pride in that. That would destroy my life. 
I've been so close and I love some gay men. There's men in my life that are gay that I love. Like I love them. Their life is extremely hard and lonely and full of anxiety and health problems. It's like sodomy doesn't bring you anywhere good. I'm gonna read some super chats. I got some more shit though. And, and, and these are points that I, they won't have me on to debate. Like you can't debate that. How are, you, how are you supposed to look me in the eye and say, I want my son to be a sodomite? Okay, let's talk about life expectancy. Let's talk about suicide rate, homicide rate. Why would you want that for your son? Look at me in the eye. Your son, you want him to face that? That's like if your son has like another thing. It's not like an illness. It's not like cancer. It's not like that crazy. But it's like OCD is so similar. It's like, have you ever known someone with OCD where they have to do a tap or they have to, they have to do something to get through their day. And it can, if they indulge it, if they don't see it as anything wrong, if they think the world needs to adapt to them, before you know it, they're not leaving their house. They're agoraphobic. They're, 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 they're in a prison of tapping. And it's all bullshit. Fucking a guy in the ass doesn't make you children. You're not married, dude. Like, I want your boyfriend to be able to make life decisions on your deathbed. Of course. You want to split healthcare? Yeah, I think healthcare, you should be able to do whatever you want with that shit. Free market. That isn't marriage. You want to argue that shit? Fine. Marriage is a bond between men and women. It's what it is. You want to come up with a new word? Call it garage. Be gay married. It's called getting uh, garried. Be like, we got garried. I'd be like, God bless. I'll come to your garage. Your 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 garage day. Your your gay wedding. You know, it's it's not marriage. Marriage already has a fucking definition. Owen Benjamin hates hates homosexuals, but do not watch him. There's a reason there's six thousand people watching me. People talk shit. They say, I'm going to lose my mind. Go watch him kill himself on his live stream. He's fucking in the middle of the woods. Everyone hates him. So people will come. They're like, don't even watch him. You'll get the sickness. They'll come and 10 minutes in, they're like, oh, this guy's crazy. I want to see some guy be crazy. And then they're like, I, I, I relate to that though. I, you know, I kind of relate to it. And then within two streams, they're like, that guy's got the life I want. Like he's honest. Like his family's great. He says the shit that's in my head. And the person that slammed him is a sodomite. Am I wrong? These people don't even understand that they're giving me an audience because people come here. <clears throat> you have to be pretty fucking cynical to think people come here, give me tips. They throw me some cash to, to write me something and have and me talk about their thoughts. And they watch hour after hour, day after day, just to see me kill myself. Do you think that's even possible that thousands of people are that sick? That's called projection. That's someone who wants to kill themselves. Sam Tripoli hates himself. Time to find Jesus, Sam. And I'm not kidding. It's the only way out. And Joe Rogan will be like, it's time to find Jesus. You know, they mock it, but it's the only way out. You can't deal with your own shit. We all have appetites. We all have sin. We all aren't evil. We all don't prey on the vulnerable. That's a whole different level. But like, we can't get out of this alone. We can all be manipulated by Satan. All right. So let's watch a little more Yuri. Chill a little BB? Eh, well now you're banned for life. This is a passionate episode. I said that up front. <clears throat> it's a passionate episode. There'll be comments being like, he's on trucks. Look at him, he can't, he's talking so fast. He's on, it's called passion. You know, people see what they wanna see. They see their own failures, their own inadequacies, right? They're like, uh, meth. I mean, why would anyone talk for two and a half straight hours and fucking be so, 
passion. It's because I give a fuck. Because I have blood pumping through my fucking body. I've, I've only finished one claw. Last night I got a little tipsy. Got real happy. Played some sad songs. Cried a little bit. <laughs> it's like, if you're waiting for a suicide, you better wait for a long time. And if there ever is a suicide, it was Hillary Clinton. Let's watch a little more Yuri. Of course. The demoralization process in the United States is basically completed already. Uh, for the last 25 years, actually it's overfulfilled because demoralization now reaches such areas where previously not even Comrade Andropov and, and all his experts would, would even dream of such a tremendous success. Most of it is done by Americans to Americans, thanks to lack of moral standards. As I mentioned before, uh, exposure to true information does not matter anymore. A person who was demoralized is unable to assess true information. The facts tell nothing to him. Uh, even if I shower him with information, with, with authentic proof, with documents, with pictures, even if I take him by force to the Soviet Union and show him concentration camp, he will refuse to believe it until he, he is going to receive a kick in, the, in his fat bottom. When a military boot crashes his balls, then he will understand, but not before that. That's the tragic of the situation of demoralization. So basically, America is stuck with, with demoralization. And unless, even if, if you start right now, here, this minute, you start educating new generation of Americans, it will still take you 15 to 20 years to turn the tide of, uh, of ideological perception of reality uh, back to normal, no, normalcy and, and uh, patriotism. The next stage is destabilization. This time, subverter does not care about your ideas and the patterns of your consumption. Whether you eat junk food and get fat and flabby, it doesn't matter anymore. This time, and it takes only from two to five years to destabilize a nation, uh, it's, what, what matters is essentials, economy, foreign relations, defense systems. Uh, and you can see it quite clearly that in some areas, uh, in such sensitive areas as, as uh, defense and economy, uh, the uh, influence of Marxist-Leninist ideas in the United States is absolutely fantastic. I, I could never believe it 14 years ago when I landed uh, in this part of the world that the process will go that fast. Uh, the next stage, of course, is crisis. It, it, it may take only up to six weeks to, to bring a country to the verge of crisis. You can see it in, in Central America now. And after crisis, with a violent change of, of power, structure, and economy, you have so-called the period of normalization. It may last indefinitely. Normalization is a cynical expression borrowed from Soviet propaganda. When the Soviet tanks moved into Czechoslovakia in '68, Comrade Brezhnev said, now the situation in brotherly Czechoslovakia is normalized. This is what will happen in the United States. If That's you one of the reasons I'm against sarcasm and snark, even though I have instincts to do it. It's because the Russian communists were the most sarcastic, snarky people ever. Everything was a joke because it was an upside down world. That's why I don't trust Ben Shapiro. He's like, really? I mean, this is great. This is exactly what we want. Speak truth. Yes means yes. No means no. <clears throat> That's why it's like, we're not normalization yet. We're destabilization. We're, we've been demoralized, but we're now entering the phase where it's like unhealth is health. Sodomy is love. You know, 
Being fat is fine. It's no different. Being a guy who chopped off his cock makes you the best woman. And the people that can't see it are fucked. They're going to be wiped off the planet. They're just... Because this is to take over a place. So the hypernormalization means you get a population that's so fucking fucked. And don't think this is just a left-right thing. The moon landing thing opened my eyes to the right-wing NPC. Not as many as the left. Because the right, just being conscious of uh, meritocracy and the fact there's more Christians on the right, they tend to be less like this. But the whole like moon landing thing was mind-blowing to me. That's the easiest thing to prove that didn't happen. And people are like, it did. It did happen. You, you were bad. You're bad. I'm like, oh, no. They got you too, man. And it's like, the thing that saves people are mothers. It's little experiences that you had with someone who genuinely loved you when you were a child that will snap you out of things. My mother, without my mother, I'm fucked. It's just like his Yuri's memory about eating American cheese and how it never allowed him to completely be propagandized because it couldn't have been that bad in America if they made that cheese. And Inception had that, that movie had that idea where it was like the room in the room in the room in the head, there was one memory. And the guy's whole world was so wrapped up in that one memory from his childhood. And people that are raised without mothers or any love or any family, you can get out. I know people have gotten out, but they're missing that thing that lets them teach themselves. Like Dave Smith is a perfect example of a guy who we can disagree, but I know he's not lying to me. And when I bring up a great point, like if I told him like every moon rock has uranium isotope and brass, which only exist on Earth. They have trace amounts of it. Every moon rock. Like, there's no brass anywhere else in the universe. It's made by people. He'd be like, really? Like, even if he thought we went to the moon, he'd be like, I gotta look into that shit. When you see fear instead of excitement, that's why I'm, like, embracing trying to see if the Earth is flat. Because when you see people be like, don't even question it. That's crazy. You won't get out of it until a boot is on your fucking neck. And then you're dead. Because the people doing this to us you have no value. That's why when I talk about tribes, where I'm like, dude, a lot of strong Jews respect that I'm calling out Goldman Sachs and shit. There's a lot of black people that respect the fact I got a song called That Nigger Stole My Bike. Because it's like, I have value because I'm a man. Because I'm not this sheepish little like, will you like me? Like me and Eric Nimmer get along so good. Me and Israelis get along. Dude, my fucking property, all I do is build fences and set up cameras and guns and shit. It's like, I want this to be Israel. I want to keep the fucking muzzies out in my mind. You know, like, I relate to nationalists. I relate to, to black country culture all about talking shit and barbecuing, grilling. You know, that's, it, that's the thing. It's like, it's so funny what these empty cunts call me racist, Jew hater. The irony, of course, is that I relate more to Israeli nationalists and, and like real country black dudes than I do these white cunts. And I'm not a white hater at all. I'm a white enthusiast. But it's like culturally, it's like I believe in, in borders, protection, nation, and talking shit and laughing and grilling meat. That's why some of my best friends are Israelis and blacks. 
I'm not happy about it. I don't want to have to really like a Jew. I don't want my opener to be black. It makes it look like I'm fucking sucking up to the system. But he's so funny that my audience loves it. Like at first, they're probably like, oh, great. Got to have a black guy, huh? That's why affirmative action, all that shit, just, it, it fucks with black people because it always looks like they didn't earn it. And then Eric kills so hard that they're like, ah, Owen gets it. Owen has the best people open for him. But yeah, I'd love if it was a white person. It'd be better for my, you know, my image. I don't want to look like I'm fucking, I got to have a black guy everywhere I go. But I, dude, I, like, I might uh, tour Israel. And Eric was like, you really going to Israel? I'm like, only if you go, dude. I need, I need a guy who's killed people that I trust. I don't want to be around these sneaky Ben Shapiro's. Imagine if I just go to Israel. But Delev swears that they're all like people that I relate to. Like they have tons of kids and they're kind of country in a weird Jew way. Um, but imagine a world of just Ben Shapiro's everywhere. Like really, really, really. You're so tall. How fucking tall are you? The hatred of tall people by the little Jew is mind blowing. Mind blowing. God, they hate tall people. Because not... No, all the gold in the world won't get them a better cock, and they know that. They fucking know it. They they wake up with it, and they go to sleep with it. They can get all the birch gold in the world, and then they take one look at me, and they're like, ah, there's no promo code to get a cock on it like that guy. It's not even that big. It's proportional. It's a solid penis, but it's not like a, a monster penis. But in their minds, it is. It's just this monster cock, and it's just killing the world. <laughs> It's just, a, it's just a strong penis. And one of what makes your penis strong is to not hate your own penis. Don't hate your own dick. Accept it. And because Jews all have mangled dicks. Like, the first thing they're born with is some fucking creepy guy cutting off part of their dick. And that ensures that they're always going to fucking hate tall people. Because they're going to be like, I bet no one cut off part of his dick. And I bet it's huge. I'm going to fucking blackball him. <laughs> This is wicked funny. All right, a little more Yuri and then uh, another video, and then I'll read all the Super Chats. I'm not going anywhere. Tonight, I love this stream. I felt like I did enough structuring of it, but I was loose enough where I feel really good about this one. Because I've had some streams where I don't, I don't like. Like, I re-listen to some of them sometimes to, like, get notes. I'm a, like, to figure out how to make it better, even though I, I, I kind of hate my own voice after a while. I think I just sound like a fucking retard. But, um... I feel good about this one. Let's watch a little more Yuri. How all the schmucks to bring the country. I wonder why I feel good about this one. Because I fucking savagely slayed a bunch of dudes without being cruel. Because that's what I tried to learn from the last Joe Rogan, you know, execution. Is I'm, I'm trying to come from a place of love and like what to watch out for. Because I didn't like the feelings I had in myself. And I really, I fucking really enjoy just massacring and I'm like, that's the door to some bad shit. But I feel like I, I took him down hard, but it wasn't cruel. And it wasn't like basking in the violence of it. Because that's in me. To promise people all kinds of goodies and the paradise on earth, uh, to, to destabilize your uh, economy, to eliminate the principle of free market competition, and to put a big brother government in Washington, D.C., with the benevolent dictators like Walter Mondale, who will promise lots of things, never mind whether the promises are fulfillable or not. He will go to Moscow to kiss the bottoms of, of a generation of Soviet assassins. Never mind. He will create false illusions that 
Just the, just go uh, watch the rest of it. The this guy is profound. And he talks about, he's like, there is no religion with equality. He's like, show me in the Bible, the Torah, the Quran. And he believes in God. This dude, he's Christian. And he had to do some horrible things. And that's one thing about Christianity. There is redemption. You know, and he had to face a lot of shit, but he also had to face like his own death leaving the Soviet Union. He talked about how they, they make you marry certain people. And this is why I have hope is because that dude got out of the USSR. And now as much as I am pro-America and I don't want this country to get stronger or attack us or anything. Russia is in a much better position now than it was then, and they somehow got out of it, and they didn't have a full um, country collapse, and it didn't get worse. Like, what we're facing, if you look at, at Lenin and Trotsky and then Stalin and Brezhnev, Khrushchev, all those guys, that whole thing makes America right now look like Sparta. Like, they demoralized and undercut everything about Russia made it a dystopian, totalitarian, psychotic state. And now they're like getting back to Christianity, nationalism. You know, Putin's kind of funny. It's like, and when people are like, oh, Putin kills people. Hillary Clinton's literally murdered 200 people in her life and she's responsible for a sex trade out of Haiti. It's like, that's what I mean about like the moral bullshit. Yeah, Putin's probably a piece of shit. But it's like, when you do that, if you're making a point about a place where you're like, Russia is no longer communist, they're developing, you know, Christianity again, they're trying to, you know, have a better currency, they're, they're standing up to other world powers, they're, you know, and if someone's like, yeah, but Putin's killed people, it's like, so that implies you, your guys haven't. That implies Barack Obama didn't drone strike weddings. Because if not, that's off the table. Because that means you hate yourself and your own country, which you probably do, and you probably want to start eugenics programs. This is going to affect my kids. That's why those people are snakes. I wish that my government wasn't so fucking corrupt and that every president we've ever had has done some backdoor shitty deal and they're responsible for the death of innocents and all that stuff, obviously. But, like, when you're assessing the world and threats, there is no perfect utopia. You know what utopia means? And then I'll play another video. It means nowhere. Utopia is one of the funniest ironies. It means nowhere. There is no utopia. That's why Christianity is better inherently than other religions. It's the only people that completely like embrace that this is a fallen, broken world. We're fallen, broken people, but we can be redeemed because that dude did it. How the fuck else are you supposed to get by in this world? Like, just just kill your brain so that when you see information that contradicts the narrative, it doesn't enter your mind. And then when people are literally raping and murdering you and your family is the first time it makes sense. And before you know it, you're in a gulag. Like, is that the way out? No. Truth over power, always. Always, always, always. And I've learned that shit the hard way. I was never into exploiting the vulnerable. I was never into uh, this exponential growth and stuff like that. But like, 
I thought that having a house in the hills or like being in a movie or getting respect from movie stars was going to give me something. And when it didn't, because I had a mother who loved me, I recognized it. Because so many of these lost people out there that, that had mothers or, you know, and I'm not saying if you don't have a mother, you're, you can't be a good person. I'm just saying it's harder. It's kind of like being a gay person doesn't make you bad. It just makes your life hard. You know, it's like the fact I had a mother who loved me more than her own career success and community standards. My mom's made a million mistakes, just like all of us, but like she didn't care what the Joneses said about her son. They didn't circumcise me in 1980. People called us fucking heathens and all this shit. It's like, oh no, we don't believe in circumcision. I don't like generally mutilating a penis. And people are like, but his dick's going to look like an anteater. It's disgusting. And it, it, it's, you won't be able to clean it and it's going to get diseases. She's like, what? And it's like, well, I don't know if we can spend time together. It's like, then get the fuck out. My mom's the original banner. Banned for life. Banned for life. Someone, she was, uh, volu- or she was doing part-time work as a librarian to make a little extra cash because uh, she quit her job as a professor when my brother was born because she's a legend. And um, they're like, if you don't sign this petition to get someone fired, uh, we're probably not going to have a lot of shifts for you. And she was like, but they shouldn't be fired. And they're like, yeah, but I mean, come on, it's nothing. You want your job. You just have to send up this. She was like, no. And she didn't. And she never got asked back. And so we made it work with uh, collecting cans. And I never had new clothes. Our toy, we, we'd get like one or two toys. That's what, like my mom was saddened when I was like, I guess it sounded like I was making fun of her when I was saying that like we, we get like one toy in like April and it'd be our Christmas present. Because it sounded like I was mocking her and it made her sad. And I, I really thought about it a lot. I'm like, why would I mock my mother? My mother is like so instrumental in, in everything good about me. I take pride in it. And she didn't realize that. Where I'm like, my mom's ability to be like, then we don't get toys so that she could speak truth to power. I think what she thought was mockery was really like me just making it sound funny. But I have so much pride that she did that. I, as a little kid, like, kids don't do what you say, they do what you do. Josh Wolf, great comedian, he taught me that. You know, I, all these dudes were giving me father advice when I was first a dad, and I, that always stuck in my head. It's like, if you say respect your mother, but you don't respect his mother, he's not going to respect his mother. I learned that. I can't have big arguments with Amy in front of Walter. Because then it's like, oh, mom doesn't get respect, or dad doesn't get respect. Because it would start where it's like, you can't talk to me like that in front of Walter. You know, he's going to think men can be talked down to. And then if we start an argument, it's like, well, then he thinks that women, it's like, that's why we don't show him any of that. If we have like an argument about something, because it's like, be nice to your mom. It's like, well, you weren't. It's like, fuck. Because their, their brains are still forming. They're forming until they're 25. But yet people are chopping off cocks at five. But a good mother will give you those those blinks, those moments in your childhood where you saw something, where you saw that you had value. And Jews face, face that right now, where they don't feel they have value. This Holocaust psychological operation to make the word anti-Semite or Hitler or any of this shit uh, just the devil personified, it's taken a toll on Jews. There's like a real survivor's guilt going on with a lot of Israelis and a lot of people where it's like, 
it oddly isn't as empowering as people think to the average day-in, day-out Jew. The bankers are making a fortune on this fucking guilt-shame bullshit, but, like, you got to feel like you matter. Like, you, your life matters more than stuff. And my mom gave me that, and that's why I can give up power and influence and relationships in my job and my career like that if it means I have to say we went to the moon or that kids can be trained. Like, people don't realize that all came from my mom. And my dad, for all his... Horrible flaws and just wizardry. He protected, he supported my mother. And I'll always respect him for that. I've, my dad has a lot of flaws, a lot. And I don't share some of the real shameful ones. And I've really wrestled with honor thy father. What does that mean? You know, how do you honor someone who's, who's lies all the time or like is, is deceptive? It's like, well, what has he done that's good? It's like, well, he did the best thing ever. He made my mom safe. And he protected. And that allowed my mother to be good to me. Because if my mother was one of these single moms out there just blowing in the wind, waiting for government checks and fucking... She wouldn't have been able to be kind to me. Take me to the uh, lake and and show me rocks. And we talk about the worlds and the rocks and what story I could see. Does that look like a fish? These moments made me. And it's because my dad provided and protected and all his personality flaws and all his weird shit, it's like, never raped me, never beat my mom, provided, protected, and allowed my mom to connect with me so that I understand that human beings are good, children deserve protection, that power is not the antidote. And so God bless my father for that. I'm grateful for that. And it's like, that's what masculinity is. You know, as, as flawed as my own father is, and as much as I do not condone so much of his life and what he says and what he thinks and what he is. Con- but like, was he a man? Yes. He worked, he protected, he provided, he made my mother feel safe. My mother never wanted other men. She never wanted the government to take care of her. She could be good. And I spent my whole all my days with my mom as a kid. So it's like, that's masculine. Is Sam Tripoli masculine? No. No. Is Joe Rogan a man? No. He's a coward, a fool, and a liar. He's selfish. Is Ben Shapiro a man? No. Ben Shapiro wants to fight in a war he will not fight in. That th- There's no going back from that. I'm capable of violence. I understand war matters, all that stuff. I didn't enlist. So when my military buddies are like, I don't want to go to Syria, man. I still can't sleep after Afghanistan. Am I going to be like, no, boy, go to Syria, go to Syria because they're threatening the Jews. No. That's why I respect the left. The left is all, you know, she'll fucking burn a, a nation, but she served in the Israeli military. That's why Israeli Jews are inherently more likable than American Jews, because they all fucking fought. So if you're gonna, even if it's a bad call, even if you're gonna topple someone that brings in, you know, a caliphate and you don't see someone else is funding them and uh, right, if you fight, if you pay for the pizza, you get to pick the topics. That's why when I do jokes sometimes, I'll do a couple jokes real quick. Yeah, dude, Shapiro's a cunt. And he's so short, he's so fucking short and small. Hey, look, Joe Rogan, Ben Shapiro. Sam Tripoli. That was me. Oh, Amy drew that. 
I thought that was funny. Oh, that was the original artwork for uh, Why Don't They Laugh, which you can subscribe to at, um, at iTunes. You can get my specials at hugepianist.com, by the way. I thought of something. It was like I was always battling the crowd for so much of my career where the crowd was like this wave coming at me. And I was a fighter. I was a warrior. I was going into chaos and coming out. And now I realize the wave's behind me. The crowd are my, are my people. You know, that, that image should be back uh, the opposite. It's all the agents and the networks and the other comedians. That's the wave. Those are the wave. That's the wave. And the crowd is my piece now. And that's why I'm hitting such a phenomenal place in my career because I look at the crowd and I'm like, you're, you're not the threat. The crowds, the, they're behind me. They're going to stab me in the fucking back. Vox Day can beat Joe Rogan. Vox Day is hysterical. I've really grown to just really, really like that guy. He caught, he, he picked up on the Rogan joke so fast and just rolled with it so fun. He understood like the, how funny it was to just keep lowering his height without bringing attention to it. It's like he's 5'4". I mean, the guy is 5'1". Listen, when you're 4'10", like he's got comedy instincts. It's, it's, I really, really like that guy. And I will read these Super Chats, by the way. I might do four fucking hours tonight. Tonight meant something to me. Tomorrow I may uh, I may not do a stream now. Because I don't want to flood the market with gold. Listen, guys, I've learned from the Jews. False scarcity. I'm just joking. False scarcity is evil. Rogan told me that as advice. He called me once to give me advice. He's like, you put out so much stuff, like save it. You know, make people like want it more. And then just like drop it out. Make sure it's it's exactly what you want to say. Blah, blah. I'm like, no. That's false scarcity. That's manipulative. How about I give my audience hours a day, and if they want to listen, they can, and if not, fuck it. It doesn't make me more valuable to fake scarcity. Want to know who does that? De Beers Diamonds. Jews. They have warehouses of diamonds that they just keep to make diamonds expensive so that how much you love your woman is how much money you give them. It's brilliantly fucked up. Dude, Joe Rogan was in The Lord of the Rings as uh, as Gollum. I was also in Lord of the Rings. I was just one of the random guys that just got killed off real early. <clears throat> Has anyone here ever pissed the higher-ups off so bad that your power got shut off and your cell phone got shut off at the same time? I have. Good for you. I was explaining to my mom AI because uh, I was like warning her about like CIA emails and, and concern trolling and stuff, and she gets it totally. And I told her, I'm like, I'm so fucking thankful for you, mom, because dad's a retard. Like, he's like, is something wrong? Are you going to kill yourself? It's like, dad, they don't even know. Like, they're trying to get you to think that. So if shit goes wrong or I'm discredited, I'm like, my mom totally got it. And then we started having a conversation. I'm like, there's not that many people in charge of all this. So a lot of them don't even know I exist. I'll trigger someone, you know, someone writes a report. You know, this guy's going off the narrative. He's got influence, blah, blah. They type my name in a computer. This is my speculation. AI. A lot of these people writing aren't even human. They get information about me. They use the same fucking shit that has been honed in academia of how to manipulate the mind. And that's all they do. That's why I'm getting a little less scared of someone actually killing me. The amount of people in control of the narrative is so small. And they have so many people calling them out now, kind of. I mean, granted, I'm a little on the forefront and I have a big reach, so I, I'm very threatening, but like, 
the tactics is they'll take out like a demographic with bots and they'll like fill your stream with so many fucking like Nazis and socialists and pedophiles and all this stuff so that other people start thinking that that's your audience and then you're discredited and they shut you up. No one's sitting there doing it. I thought that someone at YouTube literally was sitting there doing this to me because it would be like censored by Google and some of your messages wouldn't even come up and I'm like, someone just watching this in real time and I'd start talking about something fucked up and they shut it down. It's automated. Like I will say a word sometimes and my fucking stream will just, no one's doing it. It's algorithms. These fucking people, there's like nine of them and they're just indulging. They're literally just at some vegan place talking about being polyamorous. No one's at the wheel. That's why oddly I'm hopeful. It's like we build. And that's why I'm not really scared about being kicked off. It's like, oh, you just call out the Jews, you're going to be kicked off. No one's at the wheel, guys. It's, it's bots, it's AI, it's the amount of people. That's why I always say hit the like button, share it, because the algorithms <clears throat> will react. The more thumbs up you have versus the complaints versus all the shit, even people in the narrative, even these fucking socialist retards, they'll still get demonetized if enough people complain because there's no one at the wheel. You know, it's like out of von Bismarck's fucking alliances pre-World War I and a lot of it started clicking into place. No one was there guiding it. That's a big problem with uh, the size of our government is we can't even do anything anymore because no one's there. Like, that's why when people say like, oh, if we fake the moon landing, we'd have to kill so many people who knew the secret. It's like, does no one study anything? Like how an institution works? It's just like climate scientists. Set up a situation where you only get government grant money if you agree that the world's getting hotter. And the way to get rid of it is to kill people and have all the energy controlled by Bill Gates. Well, I don't believe that. Oh, you don't get any grant money. You're not going to be able to publish it. Turns out 97% of scientists agree. Meanwhile, tons are like, no, 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 it's total bullshit. And they're like, <clears throat> He's, been to, he's not been peer-reviewed, and he has no money to do any research. Does no one see that? That's, the pro, that's why Yuri is so terrifying, terrifying to me, where it's like people will be able to see in front of their own eyes the truth, and they will not be able to accept it until a jackboot is on their testicles, and then they have no use. That's why I get scared and why I do three-hour podcasts, because I'm like, you're going to die if you can't understand these very, very simple concepts. Because it's not that you're so dumb. I used to think, that's why I'd be like, oh, I have a high IQ. Maybe you're so fucking retarded, you, you can't understand it. It's all good. This isn't high IQ stuff, guys. Simple carrot and stick. What motivates people? What doesn't motivate people? What punishes people? And what motivates people? When you watch the Oscars, meanwhile, America elected Donald Trump. The Hollywood is supposed to make movies that America wants to watch. Can you imagine anybody on that stage saying anything good about Donald Trump? Does that represent America? Or is that carrots and sticks? Anyone who likes Trump is not allowed to speak. Hey, look, a consensus. Look at NASA. Okay, you do this job. You do this job. You do this job. I don't think we went to the moon. Prove it. Well, I'm, a, I'm responsible for this 
this one thing here. And it's like, well, that is just that thing. It, it, you break up responsibilities so no one sees the big picture. The head of the NSA, like big CIA people have t- openly talked about what how this works. There will be a whole operation. And the whole reason for the operation is one little tiny thing. Like let's say there's a whole operation for like counting salmon. And they employ a thousand people to count salmon in a river. And everybody's so fucking fired up about it. And they're like, be very secretive. There's a salmon problem. Meanwhile, the whole thing is just to spy on one house on the river. That happens all the time. Whole operations are to hide other operations. I think climate change is to start making people want chemtrails. Bill Gates is already saying he's going to spray shit in the atmosphere to reflect the sun so that we won't die in the blaze of global warming. And people are like, yes, give me, give me chemtrails. The whole thing about global warming is to control energy and to make people okay with spraying shit in the atmosphere. You want to bet? Otherwise, it makes no fucking sense. There are environmental catastrophes. Bees. Bees. Without bees, there's no pollination. Everything fucking dies. The bee population is tanking. No one gives a fuck. Everyone's like, oh, climate change. And meanwhile, fucking... What's that guy's name? Who looks like a dil- His head looks like a tampon. Scott Adams, who I respect in a weird way, even though he's a fucking retard sometimes. <clears throat> he's like, people say rich people buy houses on the beach. Am I wrong? Fact check me here. But rich people, I'm a rich guy. We buy a house on a beach. And if it fucking goes away, we just buy another one. I live on a fault line. It's like, Scott, retard, it's about mortgages. So are the banks giving 30-year fixed loans rich guys? If there was actually evidence, people giving loans and insurance wouldn't insure or give loans to beaches. I get so frustrated when people are so arrogant about their response. It's like, you guys don't understand. Rich guys. A rich guy will buy a mansion and it burns down and we're like, Well, I liked it when I was here, but fuck it, we'll go somewhere else. That's valid. Nothing to do with the point. A bank giving a 30-year mortgage would not allow you to take $2 million from them if you lived in a place that will be flooded in three years. They don't work as rich guys. They work in algorithms. Risk, reward. They're Jews. Do you think they're going to lose money? They're Jews. Jesus. The bees aren't gone. They just moved on. That's hilarious. All right. I want to show you what made me so happy today. Because you can all tell I'm in a fantastic mood. So I finally finished the fence. Oh, shit. I got to keep this here. Because I don't like... As much as I'm like, listen, you can't fucking... People are going to find out where you live. It's like, I do try and not show my house or anything like that. Or people don't actually know what city I live in. It's hilarious when people try and threaten me. They're like, I got your address. I'm like, dude, you're, you're like way off. Some, sometimes it gets a little weird. I've had some, some stockings. But um, I finally finished the fence. And one of my biggest goals was to allow George to just run around and not fuck the neighbor's dog. And uh, this felt so good to have all this land enclosed by a fence. And I know that this is... Uh, Having grass here doesn't do anything. I'm going to make it all farms and shit. 
But watch George how happy he is. Look at this, George. George! I got a ball! Ready? Hey, George! George! Ready? Go get it! Did you catch why that was funny? You catch Amy's Amy's uh, laugh. Oh, some said ouch because the volume. Sorry about that. I try. I try not to do that, but every now and then it happens. We can all move on. It's not a big deal. I do try to not jack the volume, but I, I slipped that time. So I build this whole fence. I throw the ball, and he doesn't go and get gets it. And Amy just starts dying laughing, and just goes, "Oh, and go get it!" And I just went and got it. I'll show you. I'll show you one though where George is just crushing. This is just pure happiness because I do care about my dog's feelings. Um, and I know that he has to run free, but he also has these balls on him that make him want to fuck the Doberman next door. Wait a minute, this is the wrong one. Give me a second. As you can tell, I'm really into dogs, especially my dogs. Go get it! Watch this. Look at that fucking middle linebacker. Look at the happiness. I did all of that fence by, by hand. No post digger. No, I did it Amish style, dude. I grew a mustache. And, um, and that's just a part of it, dude. That's like a third. Less than a third. Don't trust Glenn Beck? Who the fuck trusts Glenn Beck? Glenn Beck doesn't trust Glenn Beck. <clears throat> Glenn Beck's like, <laughs> well, this, is why, this is why I don't trust Glenn Beck. So one of my buddies wrote for Glenn Beck and he goes, I've, I've worked with a lot of people. I'm not going to say who it is because I'm just telling a story and there's no way that I'll get back to anybody, but he's, he's a legend, a legendary writer. <clears throat> and he goes, I've been in some palatial estates. He's like, but Glenn Beck's place in New York city is insane. He's like, it's fucking massive. So riddle me this. Who gets a like Batman type compound in the heart of Manhattan. Doesn't sound very trustworthy to me. You know, it's like, listen, I get it if you have to live in New York, but like if you have that much money, doesn't the land call for you? I don't think that really, cause I don't, I don't, I have nothing against wealth. I know people with palatial estates and stuff, but it's like, I trust people with bees and like, you know, freedom and stuff. Who the fuck wants to live in the heart of darkness? You know, there's some people that have to live in New York City because of their job and they have these little apartments and they fucking survive it and everything. But if you have like, fuck you money and you're like, all right, I'm going to spend $100 million to be in the heart of Manhattan. I don't trust that at all. Not one fucking bit especially someone who talks a lot about being Christian and morality and shit. It's like, you want to live in the gay mice experiment, like the mouse utopia experiment. When you put that many people or any animal on top of each other like that, they all eventually turn gay and commit cannibalism. It's awful for your soul and your mind. Anybody that chooses, anybody that has fuck you money and chooses to live in Manhattan is Satan. It's like, okay, I have all these resources I'm married. I'm a Christian. I'm going to go to Manhattan. 
where I'm going to be put on top of millions of mice as they claw at each other uh, and commit horrifying acts of sodomy and cannibalism because utopia and this amount of management breaks the mind of an animal. There's experiments. Check it out. All right. Someone just said no. Eh, now you're banned for life. Guys, I got more to show you guys. I don't know if you guys are still down, but there's 5,600 people. I left out a lot of that. Well, thank you. Some people don't have a sense of humor or, or, or just don't embrace that. And they think I'm so fucking serious all the time. What I just said was a joke and true. And that's kind of like the zone I'm in pretty, for most of my life. It's like laugh. That's funny. But at the same time, it's like, who the fuck does that in New York City? Some people that don't understand comedy or humor or anything like that are like, he's so intense. He was ranting about Hitler's mustache for... It's like, yeah, a lot of people that aren't insane were dying laughing. It's like, Jesus. A, a huge part of like what I believe is funny is just really, really well-crafted truths where it's like, I don't know. I can't explain it any more than that. But it's kind of like that story I told about like, if you keep heckling me, I'll have sex with your girlfriend. That's preposterous. And it happened. It's like, that's both crazy, intense, and weird. Not proud of it, by the way, in case you missed that part. This is a long time ago. I just used that as an example of things that you shouldn't be proud of. That's not alpha. It's weak. But like, that's a, it's hilarious and insane and, and real. It's like, that's what comedy really is. <clears throat> All right. What else we got here? I had one more thing. No, I showed you everything. So let's read the Super Chats. I also have subscriptions. Don't know what that is yet, but uh, it could be cool. To left, uh, look that up. Make mustaches great again because every penny I make is um, consensual. And it's, uh, and don't feel obligated. I'm doing crazy good. And I just spent most of my money on fences and stuff like that. But like, I know a lot of you guys are just trying to be good people and you don't have a lot of cash and you're just trying to like, Scrape together your first house with a girl you want to marry. Don't give me shit. We got plenty of people that are like, they want this culture to pass on. And they like that I'm at the front lines doing this. And they're, they have, they're very comfortable. And they're like, here you go, bro. Keep, keep it up. Because they know that's how this is sponsored. If money is at all tight with you. And you're like, uh, you don't have to pay me anything. And I mean that sincerely. That isn't manipulative. It's so fucking crazy the world we live in where something like that, people would be like, is this a sales pitch? I couldn't be more serious because if someone is like, that's, that's like, that's, that's when empathy can bite people in the ass where they look at me and they're like, I want to be a man like him. He's speaking truth. He's sacrificed. I'm going to support him even though we don't have much. Don't. I have plenty. I, I need support, obviously. Because this is like, I'm not going to be on a network. I'm not going to have fucking creepy ass fucking sponsorships. But um, you're not the people to, like, there's plenty of people that have enough where they're like, this is worth support. And it doesn't hurt them at all. It actually makes them feel part of something. That's Those are the people. You don't do that. And it, it makes me sad sometimes to think about that. Like, people have been like, this is my last five bucks, dude, but you're a legend. I want to be a dad like you. I'm like, then keep the five bucks. Unless you're like, 
I'm glad he's passing on the info. I'm going to give him some of my rental money, you know, from my properties that I got because God has blessed me and it's a great country of America and I will give some to the Big Bear. That's what it's all about. It's not about like, I'm struggling, but I want to do something good. You want to do something good, save that money and fucking protect your wife so she feels safe and doesn't want to fucking muzzy. And I, I really hope you know I'm serious and that that doesn't motivate you to be like, no, no, I really do. Please believe me. Because there's plenty of people that are doing great. And, and we draw those people because those people, people that live their life with a sense of purpose, right and wrong, morality, they're honest, reckless, you know, admit their, they do well. There's a ton of people on here that are like 60 that are like, I'm glad you're doing this, man. I want to support. They're fucking, they own businesses and shit because it works. And this isn't one of these like prosperity things where I'm like, if you do this, you'll get money. You might not get anything, but it is true. And it, it makes for a class of people that a lot of them are like, you know, these are the things that, that allowed me to start my soy business, whatever the fuck people do. And those are the people that support the pod and they should. I mean, you know, pass supplies to the front line. I get it. You can't do it in your world. I can. But if you are at all working on your life, have any sense of debt, give me nothing ever. And then when you follow some of my advice and down the line, you got some fucking extra shekels in your pocket from Ben Faggot Shapiro, throw some my way. And that is consent. And that's how we keep this good. Because if not, it's fucked. I've watched good men go down bad roads. Thanks, Tipsy Bear, for making me cry last night. Ah, you know, I did a little crying myself. I'm not tonight, though. I'm staying focused. I'm only on my second claw. I got to change that. I'm going to go to 11. I usually am like, I'm going to wrap up in five minutes, and I never do. I'm going to try and honestly call it. It's 1023. I'm going to do another 37 minutes. Because it's funny, because I'm always like, yeah, I got to go. Like, Amy's asleep. Like, we don't have quality time time right now. You know, like before, we got to have a great dinner together. We got to sit on the porch and dream. Like, we'll go, we'll run errands together if I'm free and we can just hang. So don't think I'm, like, ignoring my family. Like, they're all sleeping. Uh, I'm just in such a fucking good mood that the, the fence got completed. And um, I attacked people without being cruel. That's been a big goal of mine. <clears throat> All right. What the hell was I just talking about? I don't fucking remember. Awesome. Goody, mine just shipped. I got banned by Google for wiener comments, so I had to make a new one. Nice. I don't know what that means. That was like hours ago. Watching live in the UK. Love your work, Big Bear. Cheers to UK. Tommy Robinson. That monkey toe Rogan pick was worth five bucks. I agree completely. Hi, Owen. I'm just wondering how to email you. Uh, why didn't they laugh at Gmail? Oh, dude, I got to show you guys something else, too. This dude, Trevor has made some of these like sick uh, songs and he just sent me one. I want to promote his uh, page too because I, I get real supportive of that that type of shit. Like good artists just being fucking hilarious. Um, Yuri Bezmanov. Did it not down? It's called Hillary Death Count. We got to watch this. And his name is, give me one second. I don't want to get it wrong. I've done that before. It's kind of embarrassing. I'm like, George Washington. Trevor Wesley. 
Support Trevor Wesley. I'll, I'll do a, a link his his social media and shit or whatever. Um, I, I'll play this video. I'm having a hard time downloading it though. Oh, here it is. Hang on. He goes, it's a little intense. I'm like, let's watch. I'm going to watch it for the first time right now with you guys. If I were Joe Rogan, it would have to be vetted by a team of Jews. Communists, sodomites. <clears throat> some Jesuits, maybe some of the royal family. And then after, they'd all drink each other's juice. <laughs> all right, here we go. Man, I was fucking skinny as shit in this picture. But it's kind of aids -y. Like, listen, I got a little more more beef on me these days, but that's like kind of AIDSy how I used to look. Like kind of chiseled, but in an AIDS way, where everyone's like, are you in shape from sodomy? All right, let's check this out together, and I won't jack up the volume. Let's go through the people that Hillary Clinton has killed. Let's go through the people that Hillary Clinton has killed. Death count. Richard Cousins. Joseph Rago. Dean Lorich. Monica Peterson. Barry and Honey Sherman. Michael Hastings. Antonin Scalia. Anthony Bourdain. Judy Gibbs. Chester Bennington. McCaskill. You guys want a little more? A lot more murders. Gregory Cowan. Danny Casalero. William Barkley. James Saba. Gary Johnson. Jim Wayans. Gary Parks. Paul Wilcher. John Walker. John Wilson. John Wilson. John Wilson. There's more to Dude, that was artistic as fuck. That was true. I mean, she's killed so many people, it's insane. Yeah, a lot of times she does like comedy type things, but that shit was powerful. And he'll turn these over fast. I just did that stream like a couple days ago. It's uh, Trevor Wesley, support him. Uh, solid dude. He did the must go to Mars thing too. You guys see that one? Let's watch that one one more time. And then I'll continue with the Super Chats, and I will be wrapped up by 11. And then I will do one prideful walk around my property and just kind of look at stuff and go, that's so great, that's so cool, it's finally done. And then I'll pass out. And I'll wake up when roosters start screaming at me like a bunch of assholes. Is this the moon one? And then... After tonight, I'll go back to a little more, like, relaxed vibe of the streams. I can't keep up this pace of, like, intense truth bombs, but I needed to tonight. Love! Amy's up. Maybe she can come on say hi. A lot of people forget, like, we have a baby. You know, it's like we get woken up a lot. No, she's going to bed. Uh, lowery death count conspiracy theories. How is it? I just opened it. Fucking Jews, man. 
It's a, it's a pretty funny theme to just blame everything on Jews. <laughs> it's like the Jews the, the, won't let me download it. <laughs> it's like you haven't done an update. It's like the Jew update. Oh, here we go. It's a weird name. One second. It's called the old mean Mr. Mustache Trap. You don't face any of your own shit because you blame the Jews. There we go. Even though they are up to no good. Don't trust anybody with a fucking promo code. There we go. Anybody that's like snarky and sarcastic, you don't get to hang out here anymore. <laughs> Bannings are the best thing that ever happened to this chat. Now you're banned. And it's a ban. You're banned. Uh, well, now you're banned. I'm just going to do it randomly from a fucking bell tower. Okay. Now you're banned. You gotta get a body. Now let's find more people to ban. You're banned. I love banning people. I'm banning all you motherfuckers. Well, now you're banned for life. Banned. And I'll keep them. Okay, now you're definitely banned. Thank you for letting me ban you. <laughs> it's great. Fucking good shit. All right, I'll try and get to the PayPal's as well. Email, I mean, it's why didn't they laugh at gmail.com, but I'm just going to be straight up. The odds I, I can even read it or write back are almost zero. I mean, I have a hard time getting to the Super Chats and the PayPal's. It's like I'm blessed and honored at all the messages, but like there, there is no possible way, you know? And I get so every now and then I can get some that like are really cool and I get to... Um, read but that's one that's like the the double-edged sword of having such a good-hearted and intelligent audience that aren't like sheep is you guys think about what i say and then you want to write me a fucking book about it and sometimes you're you blow my mind but like there's no possible way i can read that much information you know i'm late to the streams what is this member stuff no clue but the left set it up and uh, it's a way to support the stream and we'll be able to figure out perks that that aren't make it that don't make it so you have to pay to see the stream, you know. Like maybe I'll write songs for you or some shit. I don't know. We'll figure. I I, I don't even know. More Jew more Jew stuff. Heaven is basically just escaping Earth. I can't fathom any of that right now. Um, can we talk about the fake BuzzFeed article too? Yeah, but it's the same shit over and over again. Like I was talking to Nimmer about it today. Nimmer, that sweet sweet boy was like, this is, this is nuts. He's like, this will change the whole game. I'm like, what? He's like, there's the media just reported that Cohen has proof that Russia and Trump colluded. I'm like, dude, this is, it's never ending nonsense. And he's like, no, either way though. It's like, if it comes out that it isn't real, people will finally turn on the media. I'm like, no, they won't, dude. Like they've been doing it for two years. They said that a bunch of Russian whores pissed on him and then they found out Hillary Clinton paid someone to say that. And then she probably killed him. They don't, nothing gets in. And then it, it turns out that, of course, it was total bullshit. Even Mueller himself, whose whole existence is to find something on Russia, he was like, this is not real. And now everyone's like, oh, okay, well, the next one will be, though. And I just watched that happen with Nimmer, because Nimmer's a, a brilliant guy. Critical thinking, not cheap. I'm like... Do you think that anyone will turn on the media that hasn't already? Like in the last two years, they, 
Time Magazine had a picture of the White House as the Kremlin. There's no evidence to any of it, and it won't stop. And we all know it's because they want to go to war with Russia and Syria and shit over banking things. And so they're just trying to make a narrative where anything Trump says good about Putin or any relationship that isn't war appears to be collusion and like treason. And if that isn't obvious to everybody at this point, it won't be. Like, it's such bullshit. Trump has definitely done some shady shit. It's all business stuff. It's not political. You want to nail Trump on something, but that's the thing is it doesn't get people that pissed off. Like, he's definitely done some backdoor shit to get a golf course or something like that. But it's all this this thing that we all know isn't true, that Russia got him elected. What got him elected is his balls, his lack of self-hate, and the fact that he gave speeches in states that discussed Hillary Clinton. So it's like, oh, Cohen, Cohen finally has the bombshell. It's like, did you not watch the Netflix series about Donald Trump where they painted Cohen as literally a mob lawyer devil? So he's now a snitch mob lawyer. There's no credibility there anyway. And even if he had like, I'm still waiting on the nigger tapes. Remember when that black uh, chick that he had, that he hired was like, I got him on, on tape saying nigger. And everyone was like, the N word? Like Ben Shapiro was like, the N-word is crazy. We have to go to war in Syria. And uh, there's no tapes. It's all bullshit. And so like, if people don't see it yet, they're not gonna until there's a fucking jackboot on their neck. And I've just accepted that. Trump has many flaws. And it's just like, I was talking to uh, to Nimmer about Sean King. I'm like, how do the blacks feel about Sean King? They're like, he's a fag dude, but like, we don't want to give the whites that like we don't want to like let everyone know that quite yet it's the same with like a lot of these figures i picked sean king because i don't want to you know rat out some of the other ones that we discussed but like i feel that way about trump like every time i want to like make fun of trump or call out trump for some bullshit i'm like i'm not giving that to the left you know if it's petty if it was like big like when he was saying shit about the second amendment i was like i'll fucking kill that dude (laughs) but like there's that feeling of like i'm not gonna give that to them And uh, so even me, I'm a pretty truth-seeking, objective guy, and I even have tribal loyalties and shit. Like, part of me was like, yeah, fuck Hillary. Even Like, I want Putin to fucking beat her to death. Like, I have those tribal feelings. I try not to, but we're human. We all do. But the people being like, oh, there's finally proof. It's like, I'm still waiting to hear him say nigger. Time to bring on Sam Hyde and take it up a notch. I mean, if it works out, it does, but I don't really, you know. I'm three and a half hours in and I haven't even gotten to the Super Chats. We need random interviews like last night. I'm working on a whole thing with that. I'm setting up a whole Skype name that I'll openly tell you guys. And um, we'll do whole nights where it's just talking to random people. I think that'll be a blast. I enjoy what you're doing, period. Thank you. Owen, you have inspired my brother and me to start podcasting. We're inspired mainly by you and your brother. I think family is very important. Dirty Mike and the Boy Podcast on YouTube an inspector channel. Thanks, BB. Dude, welcome, Dirty Mike and the Boy Podcast. That sounds fun. Thank you for the props. Yeah, my brother inspires me all the time. Love this place. The new Crowder has a big empty spot for an oversized moon landing denier. Oh, thank you. That's so sweet of you. Yeah, I, I'm sad. I mean, I am. I miss talking to those guys, but I get it. Glenn Beck said it's sodomite. Hello, you do look like a cop from Super Troopers. You know, I just think I look like how a man should look. People are like, porn stash. I'm like, 
porn tits. Like what? This is not, it's nothing to do with pornography. Like, there was like three guys in porn with a mustache like 30 years ago. And now people are like, porn stash. It's like the mustache. It's kind of like the bears where people are like, oh, like fat gay guys. I'm like, there's like nine people that are fat gay guys that call themselves bears. A bear is an ancient animal of power and just the fuck. No, the gays don't get the bear and porn doesn't get the stash. It's like, no, I am a man with kids who works hard and drinks some claw at night and rants about Jews. I deserve a mustache and no, I don't make pornography. It's disgusting. Real mustache guys are disgusted by pornography. I won't vote for a politician that doesn't have kids. Same, obviously. Or that doesn't marry their abuser, like fucking Macron. His wife fucked him when and he was like 15 and she was his teacher. And now they're married and he thinks he's Jupiter. Don't forget that the Bolshevik communists were murdering tens of millions just east of Germany. And Germany was literally next on the list. Also, 85% of the Bolshevik government was Jewish. Yeah, it started with Jews because Jews make really good, useful retards. And then they're killed by people like Yuri. And then you just get strong alphas. It's like a lot of Jews are doing some real undermining shit, but like they get killed. Like they'll bring in some, like a lot of these academics, like the Weinstein brothers and shit, they're like, I believe that the human spirit is about open-mindedness. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep, keep making men fags. And then as soon as the shit hits the fan, they're like, and you're dead. There's a self-hatred with Jews that is their own Achilles heel. That's, that's the irony, dude. The irony is, as much as I talk shit about Jews, the ones that lo- like being Jewish, that are like, they respect like my shit and I respect their shit, are the best ones ever. It's the self-hatred, and it's across the board. The royal family in England is one of the most self-hating bunch of cunts on the planet. They're not Jews. You guys get it. Everybody here gets it. 5,000 people after three and a half hours of one guy talking about Jews. Because you can sense it's true and there isn't any hate in it, and it's very confusing. Can you show Anomaly? I like Trump's song. Great guy. Yeah, I don't know. I can't really do that right now, but Anomaly's my, my fucking guy. Yeah, look that up. He's great. Please play some Queen. I'm, I can't do any uh, requests right now. When I'm not doing this real intense fucking three-hour monologue, I will. But tonight was one of those special nights. This, these are more like donations. I will get to some PayPal's because I saw some real generous ones in there, and I don't want to. I don't want to jew you over. Or sorry, gypped, because that's referring to gypsies. That's more culturally acceptable, even though they uh, a, a higher percentage of the population was was killed during uh, World War II, but you know, they don't own CNN. Crushing at B-B-B, this is pure gospel. I wouldn't go that far. It's, uh, it's, it's a guy who thinks he's a bear saying what he believes, which is what the Bible's all about. But you know, let's, let's not make me religious because I'm, I'm pretty bad at a lot of that shit. Hey B-B, any chance of Who's Your Master theme merch? I'd make a, it'd make a great t-shirt. Band theme would be cool too. I'll get my boy Brandon on it ASAP. Who is your master? I love that. It's such a powerful sentence. Such a powerful question. Jordan Peterson admitted on Crowder that he has multiple masters. Who would trust that guy? Multiple masters? That's an ancient red flag, guys. You have multiple masters? Ugh. Real masculinity is being up right in the eyes of God so your children can see what God values. Right. Yes. 
Exactly. Uh, Big Bear, you became free through hardship. You're like Andy from Shawshank. Oh. Yeah, that's true. I also once got, got super hammered and was just playing around with a gun and then someone killed my wife. Just kidding. That's weird to say out loud. I'm just riffing on the Shawshank theme. Bless you and your family. Thank you, Ron. Uh, I miss Milo. He's still around. Too many sodomy. Looking forward to the show next week. What show next week? Oh, I'm doing Vancouver. That's right. I forgot about that. Uh, please shout out my Instagram and have the Bears give me a follow. Western Masculine. Follow Western Masculine. Um, my wife and I are going to make another baby after your, your Vancouver show. Please shout out. That's fucking great, dude. Hopefully the... They can only make babies like two days a month, by the way. So hopefully that all lines up. Unless you got crazy sperm. Thank you for speaking about Jesus. It makes me happy. It, it's a lot harder than people think when you first get get it back into it. They're like, oh yeah, G Jesus, Son of God. I believe in God. It's like, Jesus, Jesus Christ. Say Jesus Christ. It's like, you're so trained to think it sounds stupid from media. And it doesn't. It's so necessary. Shout out JC. Shout him out. Say his name. People act like the German people are psychopaths, which is statistically impossible. Love you, BB. You give me hope and inspiration. It is statistically impossible. Because they can't all be Jews. Ah. Red Elephants, Vincent James in the house. Love the philosophical take on women and families. I DM'd you on Insta. Let's do a stream. Dude, I'd love to. I listen to all your, uh, your apps, dude. You're a fucking strong guy. I'm in. Uh, Doc, I thought it, I was crazy ever since I got out of the army, spending my time following podcasts and trying to piece the patterns together. Your voice speaking the truth has been a helpful light. God bless you and your amazing fam. That means the world to me, bro. Keep Just keep piecing. You know yourself. You know when it's motivated by avoidance and hate and shit. Most skeptical people that understand the world as a series of conspiracies, they're trying to piece together truth, are coming from a place of prevention and protection, which is what being a man is. So when they say conspiracy theorist, oh, you and your crazy ideas, it's like, I'm trying to figure out the snake so I can protect my family. You're trying to have threesomes with women who were fucking molested by their dads. Who's the man? Who's the fucking beast? Pa uh, paying in anticipation of Shapiro roast. Do it, BB. <clears throat> yeah, tonight wasn't really even that comedic. I was just trying to say everything I believed. Hey, baby, you're a dude. You're full of truth, full of wisdom, full of hilarity. Praying for you and your family. You remind me of my brothers. Cheers. Can I be Sully Bear? Six foot three, 220. Haha. <laughs> Welcome, Sully Bear. I've always had a great relationship with people with the last name Sullivan. Um, thank you, by the way. Love your loyalty to your friends like Crowder. Sad you no longer write for LWC. You're a master comedy wizard. Who knows what's in the future, dude? You never know. It's a long life. Like me and Christine from... Uh, I'm going to close tonight playing her song again. We didn't talk for a year or two. We worked together almost every day. She played my mother on a sitcom. And then before you know it, we're, we're connecting like hard again. Cause it's like, we relate to each other in ways that it's very rare. So it's a long road. And when people are like, don't burn bridges. I'm like, I burn bridges to shitty islands. People are like, you burn a bridge with Joe Rogan. Why would you burn the bridge? It's like, Cause I don't want to go there. <laughs> I don't get people putting power over truth. It's like, then they can come to you. The fuck do you think they have? They'll use you. 
you'll get moments of glory that are all fucking fueled by, by chemicals in your mind and then you're left with nothing. And then your body is used up and degrades until you're just a spirit that's fucked in the ass by Satan for eternity. And some of these old wizards see it coming, dude. You start seeing the wizard coming. And it is not good. Their eyes are scared. Whacking day on whacking day. I don't know what that means. Uh, let's found the nation of Baristan. Well, I was going to call it Barizona. But yeah, I'd love to have a nation. Come on. We all would. We know it's in our hearts. Shapiro gave a speech at the March for Life, but first he took some time to pitch ads for toothbrushes. That's so Shapiro, it hurts. Gamecock Bear. Yeah, I used to find it funny, and now I find it pathologically Jewish. Like, it'd be like, I'm so sorry your father died. He was a great man. But first, sheets and gold. And at first I thought it was funny. And now I'm like, dude, you can't stop selling shit with promo codes. How much fucking money do you need, Ben? You're crazy rich, and you pretend that everyone's attacking you. And I like that he he was proud of the money he made at first, because I, I transitionally Ben's a pretty cool dude to a lot of people, because he's the first guy you hear that can say abortion's wrong without shame, and it's inspiring. And he also realizes that being rich isn't shameful. When he's like, "I'm I'm in the top one percent because I work hard," and I'm like, "Yeah, it's great." making money isn't shameful. Loving money is shameful. And then you just watch and be like, promo code, to let them know you, promo code, promo. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? You're trying to sell a war to us. You're promoting a pedophile while condemning a comedian and selling gold. Come on, dude. And the whole rules for thee, not for me about Israel is like, if he had fought in the military in America and went to Afghanistan, he could say, let's go to Syria all day long. I disagree with him, but I'd be like, he gets, he knows what war is. You know, that's what happened in, um, Yuri was talking about that. He was like, his father was a, a big military guy. And those guys were not on board the Bolshevik utopia bullshit. He, and, and he said a very powerful thing. He goes, because they knew what war was. The Weinsteins of the world, these, these Jordan Petersons, like <clears throat> they're wrapped up in their own delusions of grandeur and, and all this shit and utopias and they can... They've never seen someone begging for their mom as they shit themselves. And if they, those people really want to put our people in, in those positions, there are wars that are necessary when you're being attacked. Again, masculinity is about defense, protection, teaching, preparation. You know, you buy a gun so no one can fuck you up on your property. You don't buy a gun to go to someone's house and fuck them up. It's very basic. Ben wants us to go to Syria because he thinks that they don't like Israel. My friends go there. I didn't go. I don't feel comfortable condemning my friends to a war when they don't want to go either. And a little tiny Jew who sells gold on his podcast and brags about being rich. It's so unlikable that, I mean, there's a reason I get way more live stream viewers than him. My, my ad budget is zero. His is like a hundred million. He's funded by like big money guys out of Texas that pay for all his ads. I have none. <clears throat> I have zero ads. I'm banned from fucking Twitter and Facebook. It's like, I can't even tell people who like me, but yet I have a higher live stream than Daily Wire. It's odd. Maybe it's because if you're going to send Americans to die in a war or at least be traumatized or at least have a moral injury and end up on fucking heroin and not understanding what right and wrong is because they, they weren't given the proper orders or training. You should fight too, little fella. 
You should fight too, little buddy. But you're too small. I don't listen to him at all anymore. Dude, I, I don't listen at all. I listen to Scott Adams all the time. And I think he's a fucking retard. But I think he's... I don't think he's like one of these agenda guys. I think he's obsessed with his own ability to predict. And he doesn't comprehend evil. So there's weaknesses there. But like, he's very valuable to listen to. Ben is a liar. Ben will say things to get gold. He's short. Vincent from the Red Elephants, I guarantee that guy's not short. I think a big problem with people's mindsets in general is not understanding the tragic side of life. It is part of life. It seems to me that you would uh, agree based on what you've been talking about tonight. Yes, but it's not about balance. It's not about accept good and accept evil. Life is tragedy. That's so evil that Peterson says that. Good. Go for order. Good. Morality. Because tragedy will find you. You don't accept that. Balance isn't evil and good. You want good. Get rid of the evil. Get, get the snakes out. Try hard. Jordan Peterson's a faggot. Owen, having an 1800s handlebar mustache while playing an old-timey tavern song would encompass every possible form of badassery. I'll just do like four bars. Nothing pornographic about a mustache. They're also old-timey fucking piano players. Jordan Peterson doesn't get that. He's too busy getting plowed in the ass by Satan. My wife wants to watch Super Troopers, Copstash. I'm glad you associate with the police and not pornography. I find it very demeaning as a mustache guy. Theo, I live in Canada, but feel free, but feel like my country hates my people, Europeans. I'm seriously considering moving to my ethnic home, Greece. Am I overreacting? Stay and fight, man. I mean, listen, move or don't, but like, they're weak. The population of Canada is like nine people. Just have like 10 kids and tell them all to shut the fuck up. <clears throat> Luciferians, wizards, vampires feeding on innocent children cannot and will not ever create or sing a beautiful song like she did. Because only a soul walking with Jesus can sing with truth and love. Yeah, we're going to close on Christine again. Beautiful. God bless you, BB. Thank you. This is my church. Owen is my preacher. Ah, let's stay away from that, but I do appreciate the sentiment. But just keep me in the zone of positive male role model, comedian, you know, little crazy, means well, family guy. Not not a religious figure. That that cannot possibly end, end well. I, I get that that was a, a saying, but it's weird how sayings become reality pretty pretty quickly. Jews are the kings of it. You're laying it down well, man. I'm appreciating and listening and really laughing. I'm thankful. I'm thankful for you, Kurt. You look like a cop from the 80s tonight. Love it. <clears throat> or a man from 2019 that works hard and just wants to protect his upper lip. You know, show that he can grow facial hair, respects masculinity, but he also can keep his face in order. I was going to immediately shave it, but just because people keep saying it's a pornographic mustache, I kind of want to break that stereotype completely. And just really show people that there's nothing pornographic about my fucking mustache. Yeah, Satan thrives on self-loathing and apathy is right there with it. Yes. That's why when that dude freaked out on me for when I thought he was a pedophile, he was like, I support these causes. I, I fucked your wife, ask her. You know, shit that would make me, like, you would think I'd kill a man. 
his amplitude was wrong, but his direction was good. He was so offended at being associated with something that I loathe that I literally was like, hey, man, we both know you didn't fuck my wife, and it's all good. I apologize if I associated you with the, that, those people. And we immediately made up. He was like, yeah, obviously I didn't. I was just so angry. I'm like, that's the whole thing. So that's why when I, I just made an argument that Hitler isn't as bad as Stalin because it's like Hitler was crazy wrong and evil and damaging and arrogant. And he was pissed at war. Like World War I fucked his brain. So his amplitude... And his, a lot of his direction was off. Because the problem with Amplitude is it shifts everything. But the very beginning when he's like, fuck you, Weimar Republic. Like, I was running through no man's land and we're taking the blame? The fuck? But then it got all corrupted. I'm talking so much tonight. Holy shit. This is the realest thing I've heard on YouTube in years. No joke. Dude, I, I'm cool. All right. I won't, I won't get, get on myself for going so long tonight. Because I know that that is like kind of crazy. I have a healthy distrust in my own mind. So I'm like, all right, people seem like they're having a good time. But four hours is, I mean, that's that's longer than gone with the wind. And it's just a dude talking. That that that's There's something crazy about that. But like, you know, the feedback, people are literally saying that, that this is really important to them. I just won't make this a habit. Yeah, Satan thrives on self. Oh, I read that one. Swartzen and Joe are smarter than you. Is that Eric, Eric Dubay just said that? You just got banned for life. It's not the real Eric Dubay. The real Eric Dubay would never say something that stupid. It's not that I don't like people making fun of me. It's just that was so dumb. Because I'm friends with Nick Swartzen. I've never slandered Nick Swartzen. So it didn't even make sense. It'd be one thing if you were like Ben Shapiro and Joe Rogan are smarter than you. It's like Nick Swartzen and Joe Rogan? When did I ever say a bad thing about Nick Swartzen? He's a, he's a really good guy. And I'm smarter than both of them. Like easily prove. Swartzen's real smart though. I don't know. Who cares? BB, I had an idea the other day for a sketch when you were talking about working at a daycare. The sketch would be called Owen's Cub Care, and you'd be teaching kids survival and piano outdoors, and you're yelling, hey, kids, who is your master? And the moon landing is fake. Oh, dude, that's funny. Conspiracy daycare would be the move, where it's like, but you, you can't yell at them because that, tri that, that, that justifiably triggers instincts in parents being like, don't yell at kids. It'd be funny if it's like, hey, kids, today we're going to make you know, it has to be someone coming from a good place to make the joke work. <clears throat> but it's like we're gonna make, uh, we're gonna draw, we're gonna draw these frogs, and we're gonna draw it green because we can make, we can make a frog look like anything. You know, just like the magic of Kubrick. You know, when you start small, you just do breadcrumbs. It's like, oh, Stanley Kubrick. Yeah, it's like that's the beauty of imagination, is you can want to go to the moon and not be able to, but make it look like you did. You know, it has to be a guy trying to relate to kids. But he cannot help himself from relating it all to children. He's like, hey, kids, you know, today we're going to learn how to count. And we're going to count how many dollars the Federal Reserve has ruined. One dollar, two dollars, three fiat dollars, four non-gold-backed dollars, five non-gold-backed dollars, right? That's funny. The who's your master, that would, that, would, that would make me not like the person. I'd be like, don't yell at a kid. Cause that's, that's fucking real. Like when I read my kids, some of these like agenda driven science books, I'm like, Oh, Hey buddy, this, this part isn't, isn't good. This is naughty. The, the author was being naughty when he said that the civil war was motivated by freeing slaves. Like that's true. I, I can't lie to my kid. 
Triple E is a nerd. Clearly, don't bully his ass. Well, he profits on um, on sexually abused women seeking attention on stage, and he slandered me. So he's uh he's not a nerd. My IQ is probably forty points higher than him, but yet I'm seen as this savage, like crazy guy. And a guy like Sam Triple is a nerd because he wears glasses. That's mind blowing to me. Like I'm exponentially provably smarter than him. I like Sam Tripoli. Well, then you're a retard. I'm watching Owen Benjamin live first time. This is my selfie. Oh, sweet. Love everyone despite their stupid not getting it. Could have killed my logical sister on the phone tonight. Um, intended on an awesome story about my son and called it a night. Sell love. P.S. PayPal locked my account for sending a $10 donation to you. That's interesting. Uh, yeah, I'm all about love, but you can't pretend either. You know, sometimes people are like, I heard your podcast about blah, blah, blah. Like, be positive, man. You're selling negativity. I'm like, do you know all the things I left out and how I tried to wrap it up into a lesson? That was positive. I'm not going to pretend everything's fine when it isn't. That's the cruelest thing you can do to anybody. Can you imagine, like, you have, like, a, a, a little brother or something who's a midget? And he wants to play for the Patriots. And he's a midget. And fat. And you're like, you can do anything you want. You can, you can defend Tom Brady. You can play offensive tackle. And it's just, he dies. How the fuck? I'm being positive. Listen, you're a fat midget. But you can totally do whatever you want. Imagine if I was like, no, you're a fat midget. You can't play for the Patriots. People would be like, what's up with the negativity? I'm like, I just saved his life. No. No, that isn't negativity. I saved his fucking life. It's one thing if I'm like, if it's a normal sized person and I haven't seen their 40 speeds or maybe they're I'm like, yeah, try, try and play for the, a fat midget, like a two foot, 400 pound guy. He's like, I can play for the Patriots. Imagine being like, yeah, go, go do a hitting drill. Go do a hitting drill. You can do anything you want. And I'm like, no, that's really bad. Like that's, that, that guy's going to die. It's like, no, like saying that Islam is the same as Christianity and letting women walk around wearing skirts at night. Is that me being negative or trying to prevent a fucking gang rape? Oh yeah. Islam's just, it's just like us. No, it isn't. They need eight witnesses for a rape or they kill the chick. Is that negative or did I just save a chick's life? Jesus. Dude, BB, much respect. Thank you for all you do. History, tribe, family, fatherhood. Busting comedy, music, the claw, bravery, self-reflection, God, seeing patterns, and identifying darkness. Dude, can you write my biography? That was everything I want people to know I did before I died. And after. Because uh, I'm going to release a lot of tapes. I'm definitely, by the way, I'm definitely going past four hours. I've done over five. That's my record. This is for how much you love your wife and kids and for telling the truth. We need more people that shoot it straight, unapologetically. God bless you, BB. Thank you. Well, you can, you can apologize when you're wrong. Don't apologize to submit. That's not an apology. That's submission. Like, when I'm wrong, I apologize. It's, it's also a um, wizardry to not apologize, to show strength when you know you're wrong. That's awful. But I know what you mean, though. I'm just trying to clarify because the young the young dudes think that like apologizing is bad. It's not. If you're wrong, own it. But when someone's like, apologize for saying the children 
can't be trans. I'm like, no, that's called submission. Funny thing no one is thrashing you is a man whore. Funny thing no one is thrashing you is a man whore. I don't, I don't understand that. Sounds okay, though. Kurt Metzger hates his life and took it out on you. Right, but no one's concerned about Kurt. Have you heard Sam Tripoli say one thing about Kurt Metzger? Kurt Metzger was clearly on a crazy stimulant and raging. And no, nobody's like, you know, hey, Kurt, just call me. Kurt could die, like legitimately. But yet I'm off the rails because I'm against abortion. Sam Tripoli is going to be fucked in his ass by Satan for eternity. <clears throat> you were spot on, Owen, with so many topics. God bless you, Jesus, King of Kings. How do I become a member? I'd like to be a bear. How does this whole thing work? Can I be um, Grizzlebear? Yeah, welcome, Grizzlebear. That's it. That's how it works. And it's oddly profound. You just come up with a name. You say, can I be this bear? And I go, yeah. And then you start thinking about it and having fun with it, and that's it. And it's like led to some really great vibes and friendships and stuff. There's no membership fee. You know, with, with thousands of people, it helps to super chat it just so I can see it. But that's not at all necessary. It's just literally about um, message rate. There are females that society made weird because they just wanted to be normal, laugh, live, and have families one day. They're taking everything from the women. They're selling them lies so they can control them and make them vulnerable. There's no more vulnerable woman than a single woman. A single woman who works all the time, single mothers, single... A man who loves a woman makes her a queen. It's like that's what makes a woman have all the power. Because a good man is protective, supportive, creates safety, and allows her to do what she wants. You know, like my wife used to want to get into fashion. Want to know what she can do tomorrow? Make a dress. Go to Joanne Fabrics. I'll give her some super chat money. She can make a dress. Walter can watch what, what design is. She doesn't have to go make money on it with a bunch of homosexual fucking sodomites. Like, nothing's stopping people from that. It's an obsession with money. It's like, well, I had a dream of being a designer. She had a dream of being designer, and now she's just a mom. It's like, tomorrow, she has the freedom and the power and the authority to go make any dress she wants. That's design. No, you want to put her in a cubicle? She, she has to serve some, like, Meryl Streep character cunt from a movie and get coffee and take abuse and and then, like, stress about trying to make a fucking dress for some homo. It's like, dude, that is slavery. If you love design, like my wife is into design. She loves clothing design. I provide safety and resources. So literally tomorrow, if she wanted to, she can go make a dress. And if that's what she loves, and Amy's one of those people where that's what the shit she loves. She loves cooking and dresses and fucking making shit and thinking and, you know, designing our house or fucking the yard. Why don't I give her a yard and a house? What makes you think she needs to serve another man and try and get money and then be ridiculed and humiliated and exhausted? That's horrifying. Who's really a man? Who is your master? Is it money? That's sadness, right? You're definitely smarter. He's talking about you on his last podcast. Are you talking about... Is this making sense to people? Rogan should wear a top hat. In the 80s, it was working moms. Yeah, it was unprotected moms. Scale of 1 to 69, how gay is Islam? Well, it depends how extreme they take it. I mean, the muzzies in the caves, 69. But like, you know, whatever.
Leap Shin Photography Guy here with random Leap Shin late night stuff. First off, some cool bear brother found me. Nice. Also, you cool with giving me some new songs to check out? Some fresh tunes? You sound crazy positive. You, you, seem like, you sound like a leprechaun. Or just like someone, you sound like Mormon. Like you're like, yeah, can you give me a, a great song to listen to? I'm just here for some good vibes. Good for you. Uh, check out, I don't know. That's that, that question's impossible for me. I've tried it. Yellow Deli, I'm the five foot five Jewish janitor. You're hilarious. Praise you. If you can prove you're Jewish and prove you're a janitor, I will PayPal you $100 tonight or tomorrow. I, 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 I made the statement and I'm in. If someone can prove that they're Jewish and a janitor, they get $100 and I will, I, I will pay. It'll make me happy to pay because, um, it lets me know that Jews actually know how to clean up after themselves. Because <clears throat> there's zero Jewish janitors in the whole world. You're an entertaining mofo, bro. Oh, thank you. This is a legendary stream. Thank you. This is great stuff, Owen. Keep it up. Thank you. What you're speaking about, BB, is so valuable. God bless you and your generations after. Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy. 31.6. Thank you. Watch John Ward. A simple video showed why Gillette gave up to Dollar Shave Club NBC Monopoly. There's some weird shit going on with that. It's all about, they know it wasn't good for marketing. And when you know they know, like don't assume everyone's an idiot, by the way. There's another reason they do these things. Cat, Big Bear, I'm a long time listener, but this is the first time I'm able to catch you streaming. I love listening to your streams while at work. Thank you for the content quality, the constant quality content. May I be Charlie Alpha Tango Bear? Welcome, Charlie Alpha Tango Bear. That's a great name. Old Ukrainian joke. When starvation is upon you, your mother-in-law is your favorite person. Communism. Oh, that's great. That's hysterical. <laughs> hey, porn stash. Your mustache looks round, but I can't prove it yet. That's funny. Oh, dude, I got a, I got a uh, commie joke for you. Why are communists like Christmas lights? Because half of them don't work, and the ones who do are pretty dim. Ha! <laughs> Please do stand up in Croatia or in the UAE. Sounds intriguing. This stream just did more for young men than all of Jordan Peterson's word salad videos put together. Thank you, Kiara. Um, they just need positive male role models. They don't need gurus and fucking charlatans. What is this video again? I want to bookmark it. Um, I, I don't remember when that was. Mustache Bear is next level. <laughs> the YouTube channel Blackpilled has the best Yuri clip in existence. Dude, Blackpilled is legit. Blackpilled understands deception very, very well. They did uh, a recent one about Wag the Dog that you have to watch. And I don't think he really is Blackpilled because he's not... He's just speaking truth, man. It's like he's like black pill to me uh, signifies like giving up, like nothing matters. There's almost like an element of nihilism with the concept of black pilled, which that dude isn't. Like he's making crazy good points. So don't let the the name of the channel throw you off. He's not calling for fucking shit. He's just he's just saying some harsh that hard, I'm I'm swearing my words of two claws, harsh ass words. Self-hate with willful ignorance is deadly. It's, it's the most deadly thing in the world. That's why people are like, drop the moon landing thing. I'm like, 
either give me a reason why technology would be destroyed and never created again and they delete all their tapes or do, like or not like you can't just let that go and i'm less fascinated by the moon landing and more fascinated by people's reaction to it where i'm like you just believe nonsense and it's like we'll just drop it it's like so do we drop when there's invaders do we drop when we see our neighbor beating up his, his five-year-old. Like, what else do we drop? What else is inconvenient for you? Because this is fascinating. What's more fascinating than the moon? Everybody's obsessed with the moon. That's why it's called being a lunatic. Why can't I rewind your stream? I don't know. Probably Jews. Smelly Underwear Bear is a member. <clears throat> I love that guy. Can I be a bear, BB? Been watching for six months. You seem like a polymath. I don't know what that word means, but yes. Welcome. Welcome, nonsense word bear. Marriage is a contract with the state to produce a product. That is why you get the benefit of tax cuts. Homosexuals cannot make a product so they cannot legally marry. I get what you're saying, but uh, I'll go even farther. Marriage is a contract with God. This whole state thing has ruined everything. I need more fucking fuel in this fire, man. No, no. I, it, it, it has to remind me that there's always an end. There's always an end to the stream. I don't want it to end. I love your super chats. I love hearing what you have to say. <sighs> Owen, have you ever studied presuppositionalism or other Christian apologetics? No, I'm not into sodomy. Also, what role does scripture play in your worldview? Not as strong as I'd like. I'm not the best at reading scripture. And that's one reason why I don't want people to ever look at me for religious guidance. I'm really good at understanding scripture and feeling it and knowing it. But I'm not one of those dudes that can like break down, you know, you know what I'm saying. You get it. Um, I read my son, the, the child's version. I look at stuff when people tell me stuff. I, uh, I've read it kind of, I mean, I, I'll like read it and start spacing out. You know, I, I have problems with reading old timey language. People send me uh, Bibles in new timey language and that helps a lot. Um, you know, just being honest. Thank you for speaking truth and speaking out against evil. Continue in God's good graces. Hold fast to Christ and exult in the victory that he brought for us on the cross. Thank you. Hello, BB. Can I be verified as Bo Bear? Welcome, Bo Bear. <clears throat> have you ever heard of Mark Dice? I have. I don't know much about him, though. He has a YouTube channel that I think you would enjoy. You two would collab. Thanks for the stream. I really like enjoy listening. How funny would it be if I listen and I, I don't like it? And I just go, no dice. I, I might like it. I have no idea. I don't know anything about him. Hey, BB, you're such a great role model in my life. Keep up the good fight, brother. Could you please play Soy Boy for me before the stream ends? Dude, we're over four hours. There's no chance. I, I, I couldn't even come down at 11, guys. I'm finishing the clause. Guys, clip this up and put up segments. You don't have to get all artsy with it and shit. If, if there's like a 10, 15, 20 minute segment that you like and you think people should watch it, clip it, put it up. Because uh, there's not a ton of people that can listen to four hours. So if there's sections that you like and you can build your own YouTube channel, like Mikasa Sukasa, it's all good. God bless you all and verify me as Viking Bear. Welcome Viking Bear. I love Russians, but they're pompous and overconfident. They're, well, that, that, that comes from winter. People say the same shit about Northern New Yorkers. Where it's like, we're overconfident. It's like, you have to understand that you're constantly battling the death of lack of heat to the point where you sound pompous, where you're like, I'll fucking eat your dog, you know? I'm so thankful that you opened my eyes about JBP. 
Do I? I, I got to give credit to Vox Day on that one. He helped me with that. And then I've opened some people to, to Jordan as well. He's the worst. The thumb and so many more. The thumb is less dangerous than, than Peterson because the thumb, Joe Rogan, doesn't pretend to be a spiritual leader. That's why I'm trying to clip that in the butt as well. People start saying like, you're my fucking guru or preacher or something. I get very uncomfortable because that's that's the first that's a big that's the thing about Jordan Peterson where I'm like, you're even worse than those other fuckers. Because he's trying to make people, he's trying to pull people. You know, like Christianity, communities should talk about it and be like, yeah, yeah, this is how it means to me, this is how I live this. But like, I'm not your source. That was the whole fucking purpose of the Protestant Reformation. Is the gatekeeper was the Catholic Church. Now the gatekeeper is a bunch of Jews who call themselves. The intellectual dark web. All right. Most red pill guy I've ever seen. Whoa, that's so intense. Like five years ago, I was like, fuck. So, it's so crazy here. I haven't even changed. It's, it's like the world's getting so gay. It'd be funny if America turned out to be the new Israel from Revelation. See, I don't know the reference. That's that's my weakness with scripture. I'm like, <clears throat> the new Israel from if America... I don't, I don't get that one, but I'm sure it's it's pretty sweet. Hi, Owen. I've been in a similar spot. For anyone with two-plus standard deviation IQ, with the majority of the pop is incapable of relating to us, focus on individuals around you and enjoy life. Life is beautiful. That's a great, it's a great sentiment, but also IQ doesn't make you moral. And this is something people also understand. There's some really high IQ people that are death, and they're so twisted, and, and their foundation is so fucked. Like, intelligence doesn't give you an ability to protect your soul from evil. In fact, sometimes it can make you fall in love with yourself. That's why academics are so fucking easy to manipulate. Your voice is perfect, BB. Thanks, Jack. <clears throat> Will for ignorance is a childish emotion, safe space, which leads to destruction. I appreciate that you slap us in the head with truth. I support and pray for you. Thank you. With the modern day Howard Beale, Owen, preach on brother. Can I be verified as Penny Bear? Welcome, Penny Bear. What's the deal with Trotsky? What makes Ben Shapiro a Trotskyist? I'll look into that. But um, Trotsky was supposed to take over for Lenin, and then he got stabbed in the back of the head with an ice pick. Basically, the neocon hypocrisy is that they want a world empire too. It's just they're doing it a little differently. And that's why there's certain elements of conservatism that I've grown to not like so much, where it's like, you don't get the world, dude. You just don't. And so neoconservatism... Um, embraces like that America should pretty much like run all the countries. And it's one thing if there's a country that's a threat, you know, we bomb the fuck out of someone, we leave a base to keep an eye on people. I get all that. But we don't get to say what everybody's currency is and we don't get to blow people away because they're mad at Israel. It's just not happening. Best episode ever. Thank you. Hey, Owen, please look into 1080 poison in New Zealand. We're being genocided. 1080 poison is killing everything. And they're dumping it all over us. Please do a show on it, bro. Please. That sounds horrifying. And, and is it like 1080 pixels? Like HD? That'd be a fucking deeply, sickly ironic. What you told about your mom makes me love your mom. Just, yeah, and just the, what a mom is. It's That love, you don't get anywhere else in the world. Just that, that, that deep, instinctive love for her baby. It's just, and women are easily distracted. They're kind of retards with like uh, social approval. You know, and and they get drawn so away from what what makes them so strong. It's so sad to see. Same with guys. I mean, but the guys' tactic is totally different. It's just you make a bunch of strong, real, 
uh, male role models, a bunch of fucking fag pussies being like, being a man is all about saying you're sorry all the time. I'm Barack Obama. And then every other guy's like, he's alpha, so time to cut off the dick. That's our Achilles heel. Keep up the passion for truth. Thank you. Love the intensity, no homo. Well, let's make it homo. Bought an unbearable's black skull cap. Oh, sweet. Thanks for keeping the, the fucking the boat afloat. Uh, also, unbearablestore.com. My boy Brandon runs that, so he's very professional about everything. Keep up the great A work. And Joe Rogan is like 5'2". He's 5'2 on stilts. He's 5'2 in his own mind. Do you think working for the government, you could snap out of the narrative? Yes. I know tons of cops and firefighters and military that are out of the narrative. I, it's it's The narrative is... It's very powerful. BB, I work in the industry and really dislike what I found out about Hollywood. Got to pay the bills. Wish I had a ranch like you, bro, inspiring many of us to do what you do. Love you, Rigatoni Bear. If you ever want to talk about stuff, just comment on my stream because selling out for money, you get nothing. So just don't do that. Took four tries to send a super chat. Good night all. Best stream yet. Thanks, Owen. I'll thank you. Can you do a five-hour cast? I'm hammered. Looks like it, InfoWars Bear. Looks like it indeed. Oh, and this show is pre-programming the subversion that keeps us all in anxious, divided, confused, angry states of mind. Keep being a good role model uh, for free minds and those minds that are still lost. Thank you. That's very nice of you. And it's, it's a lot easier than people think. You only need a certain amount of population to just say what they believe, and the whole fucking charade ends. You ever figure out a magician's trick? Then they look like such retards. It's like, this This is these fucking subversion tactics. Ready? Look at my thumb. Oh, you know, once you realize it's two thumbs, you're like, stop. You're not cutting your thumb, and there's no climate change. World climate is always changing. People forget God created this. It's all fake like Al Gore. Chemtrails are killing crops and adding to forest fires. Some intense shit right there. Your property and fence looks awesome. How many acres, if you don't mind me asking? I'm not going to say because that that just is a security issue. Owen, would you ever collab with Tommy Sotomayor? Yeah, fuck yeah. You two are phenomenal positive male role models that promote masculinity. Yes, of course. And, and good masculinity. Protection. Safety. Not about conquering. That's why my hero, Adolf Hitler, had an Achilles heel. He had toxic masculinity towards the end there. He was such a candle in the wind. I'd be happy to be able to catch you live again. Thank you for being relentless in your motivation to find the truth no matter what the subject is. God bless you and your beautiful family. Thank you. This is the best show, period. Thank you. Owen, why does everyone love Peterson? All my friends worship him, and it's turning into a cult. He's everywhere. Because he empowers... Um, he empowers mundane. He empowers the mundane. He says that trying too hard or loving too much or wanting a life without constant suffering is bad. And so it makes people that, that like, they want the emotions of God without any truth in it. That's Jordan Peterson, where it's like, clean your fucking room. People are like, it's true, man. I should just clean my room. And that's like, but not too much. It's too ordered. Rescue your father from the whale. It's like, my dad does have a drinking problem. I should save my dad. It's like, but that's fucking bullshit. It's just, it's, it's a drug. It's just such bullshit. I fell for it for a bit. I was starving. 
I was starving for strong male role models, guys, to the point where I was like a fan of Jordan Peterson because I was like, finally, someone just says something that is kind of true. My room should be cleaned. And then the more I just kind of realized that the best positive male role model is literally Jesus Christ and then God is the ultimate father. People think Christians are like retarded or weak or something. Or it's like, we believe in fairy tales. It's like, what makes more sense than that? What kills monsters more than that? Okay, if you're motivated to take away Jesus and God from someone's life, who would do that? You want to play a little game called motivation? Someone that wants to be your God. So if someone looks at Jesus Christ for guidance, Jesus Christ isn't on Twitter. He can't be bought out. He doesn't have promo codes. We know what he said. We know it's true. It's good. It will lead you to a life worth living. It makes sense. You can argue this shit with atheists. Have someone explain to me how fucking life started on earth. Like, it's a mess. Like, the the whole, like, trying to fill in everything. So who would want to take that from a man? Someone who wants to be it. Why the fuck do people care? Kurt Metzger is pounding meth, screaming, but yet I'm the bad guy because I have belief. And they're not, they're worried about me, not him. Why? Because all it takes is, is like a couple people to point this shit out and their whole card game dies. You know, one person says, hey, Joe Rogan's bad for young dudes. You know, like I... I know he kicks the bag really hard, but like this whole like promotion of drugs and and moral relativism and that God is a fag and and that there should be open borders and that like everybody should upload themselves into a higher consciousness and be a robot. Like, do you guys think this is good for young men? Like, this is awful advice. And it, it's very similar to uh, I never liked strip clubs ever. And when you admit to a bunch of dudes that you don't like strip clubs, everyone agrees with you. Even though like right before it's like, yeah, strip club time, man. It's going to be so hot. It's going to be a fucking blast. And if you're like, yeah, they kind of make me uncomfortable. They're like, I know, right? I hate it. (laughs) It's the same with Rogan. You're like, they're like, he's so strong and so tough. He's such a ninja. He tells it like it is. He's got all his best friends. He's such a man. You're like, kind of a faggot though, right? And they're like, yes. Like, no one loves him. People look to him for power alpha shit, and that's why he can get away with this shit. He's not my master. So why do you think Jesus Christ frees people? Because he's not a secular master. You can't manipulate him. You can't fuck with people with that. That's one reason why the space program is so fucking psychotic. They created a a secular religion with that shit. You know, it's about dreams and fucking priests in these weird costumes and, you know, deleting all the proof and fucking saying, fuck you to God. We will, we will do what we want in this world. We will prove, we will prove that the origins of the universe is nothing more than a, a big bang. That dude, that's a religion, guys. There's no fucking evidence to any of this shit. And when people accept nonsense... They'll accept anything. They're living in cognitive dissonance and they won't be broken out of it until there's a jackboot on their fucking throat. So 
I mean, listen, I would wrap this up if like what I'm saying is so helpful to people. It's like you just to, to snap people out of this shit. It's so comparable to strip clubs where it's like so sexy. I love strip clubs. It's like kind of weird though. I kind of feel bad for the chicks because you're kind of it's kind of like embarrassing. Everyone's kind of like weird and mean. They're like, I hate strip clubs. Dudes don't like strip clubs. There's a few dudes that do. Sam Tripoli loves them. But like most dudes don't feel comfortable with this setup because they know that the chicks don't want them. They know that they're being scammed. They know the, the beers are too expensive. They know other guys don't want to chat, make eye contact with you because it's a weird environment. They know it's probably run by the mob. The lighting's off. The music sucks. The DJ's annoying. Like what part of that is cool? I mean, even for the horniest guy, like no one's fucking the strippers. So you just give people money to kind of embarrass themselves a little and manipulate you. Make an argument why that's a, a fun time and I'll listen, but we all know it isn't. You know, and think about how many groups of guys are like strip clubs and just they're, they'd all be like, they're so weird and gay. There's a real gay undertone to it. It's probably what Rogan likes. He's probably like, oh, look at these tits, right, right bro? Making your dick all nice and hard. Dick getting nice and hard with these tits. Very creepy. What's your opinion on Stephen Glenn Beck's situation? He's the guy who was anti-Trump for years and suddenly likes him for money. I talked about that in the beginning. DTM equals death of masculinity today and shortness. Nice. It's ironic that your streams probably replace the tick to watch porn for a lot of us because you're highly entertaining, engaging. You tap into your desire for truth and beauty and you give us all boners, Architect Bear. Thank you for that ending. I was feeling a little insecure until you told me your heart is a goddamn diamond. But yeah, dude, when I quit porn, I replaced it with fucking like truth videos and building fences and shit. And that's when I realized that porn is absolutely a subversion technique. I mean, it's perfect. If you want to take out all men, just make all this porn free. It makes you like docile. It makes you not use your time better. It makes you view... You're watching another guy fuck a woman. You understand psychologically that's weird? That Like you're watching another man fuck a woman and you're, you're jerking off to it. Like a little creep in a shadow. Dude, I've done it thousands of times. I'm not judging you for doing it. I've went on benders that would make fucking cocaine look like healthy. It's weird. And once you get through it, it's like you don't even miss it. And you're, you're like, it's kind of weird that like dudes are just hunched over, just jerking off to someone else fucking a girl. And in that time, you could be like learning things or spending time with your family or learning a skill or questioning the government. And then you realize why it exists. When I was a kid, you had to pay for porn magazines. Pay $7, $10. It was overpriced. Most people couldn't get them. So there's a crumpled picture in the woods. And that market cap kept it from like this bender cucking shit. It'd be like, you look at a tit, you like quickly whack off or something. Now it's like all of the porn you can possibly imagine for free and it's always in your pocket. Does that sound like it was market forces that brought that to us? Or is that an absolute operation to neuter men? Because when you quit watching porn, you will be so fucking surprised at your ability to stand up to people, to be like, that's wrong. It's like it's like a healthy aggression where you're just like, yeah, well, what do you think about abortion? You know, you just have that look where you're like, dude, I haven't been jerking off to another man fucking a woman all day in my basement. 
Like, I have fresh eyes. And then you're like, oh, shit, dude, this was designed to take out men, right? Porn is definitely a psyop. I wouldn't have even known the evil of porn until it was all free and followed you all the time. That's why some of these people, they're getting too, too cocky with it. It's like, I wouldn't have found Christ if I didn't see so much rampant abuse of children reconnect with what I know evil is and then reconnect with what I know good is and love someone else more than myself, like my wife and my children. If I wasn't put in that position, I wouldn't have even looked for it. It's like if I wasn't, if they didn't give us all this free porn, I would have just been like, oh yeah, it's something you used to whack off and you're lonely. You know, I got a tape. Because it doesn't show the downfall of man. It's like you, you got to see it maxed out to really understand it. Where you're like, it's like, it's like that with, um, with, with PC language. Do you realize like a joke in major movies was nigga versus nigger? It'd be like white people like Jamie Kennedy in, um, in a movie that Nick Swartzen wrote called uh, Malibu's Most Wanted. Like an ongoing theme was like, niggers ain't shit, but hoes and tricks. And they'd be like, white boy, you got to say nigger. That was like yesterday. And now you're not allowed to say like shaving. And people are just buying it. It's like not that long ago, a hacky joke was white people accidentally saying nigger instead of nigga. And now it's seen as like this evil, this real evil. It's unbelievable. That's why I'll never say N-word like a fucking coward who runs the porn industry. Jews. I know. I get it. I get it, guys. A lot of them are short. Very, very short. Oh, and I haven't drank in months and I'm way too wasted. What do... Dude, if you don't drink, don't drink. I get that, like, right now, you're watching me and I'm having some claws. But, like, I know how to have three claws and land the plane. I've never had a drinking problem. I don't freak out. If you're not good at drinking, please just drink water or just chill. Oh, and can I be known as Sasquatch Bear? Welcome, Sasquatch Bear. You ever heard of Rob Skiba? Um, he debunks the moon landings. Or Steve Quayle, AJ's longtime buddy. No. But that sounds cool. That sounds like good, guys. There's no void, only the, the tools to prove it. There is no void, only lack the tools to prove it. It's intense. I got to think about that. What is your opinion? Oh, I read that one. All right, I'm going to check out a couple uh, PayPal's then and go to sleep. I'm, gays don't get the bear and porn doesn't get the stash. Owen Benjamin, 2019. Legend. Listen, trying to stay humble, but that is a legendary quote. I'm glad that you reminded me that. That was... That, that's that's a home run. I mean, I can't believe that I, I was inspired to say that. I, I nailed it right on the head. Porn does not get the stash. Well, you know, people don't get to assign us what words we get based on our skin color, guys. Come on. Are we seriously that fucking retarded? Oh, well, uh, what shade am I? Can I say nigger or not? I, just say whatever you want. Calling a black guy a nigger and then demeaning them is 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 shitty. That makes you a shitty person. A word doesn't. Hillary Clinton murders people. <clears throat> All right. BB, about to be 25. Fiance wants kids more than anything, and we live in San Juan Island, saving for a farm. So, crushing. Where do I score claw and hope you can do a, a show here one day? Bring the fam. Dude, San Juan Islands is legendary. See, if I was, like, billionaire rich, I'd live in, like, the San Juan Islands farm, goats, chickens, 
Like that type of shit. Not like the center of Manhattan. San Juan Islands, you watch the whales, you fucking go deep sea fishing off your back porch. All right. Thank you for sharing this Yuri character. First time in a long time, I had a visceral reaction to new information. Blew my mind and freaked me out. Makes me think how great of a campaign slogan MAGA was. God bless you, Owen. Yeah, Yuri's legit. Dude, dive deep into Yuri. And Yuri was murdered. But he he did it right. I think he died with, um, he was, I think he was okay with it. Which I don't have. I'm not okay with my own death. I got a lot to do. That's next level shit. And you can almost see that in Yuri, where Yuri's like, what what could they do? They they've taken everything already. They I just am, I'm here to 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 you know drink vodka, make make laughter, tell you what's going down, and you know. I hope it's not the, my my guts. <laughs> it's 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 just ice, you know. It's 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 pure. He's a good dude too. He's like I was responsible for making lists and people would die, and I remembered. Remember the girl that, you know, he's just one of those guys, a tormented guy. Chris, just figured I'd send you a third of my bar tab I would have spent tonight. Oh, that's a great way to put it. It makes me feel good about it. Uh, never thought much about the moon, but the amount of tangible evidence you presented is at least enough to win a criminal trial just based on the facts you presented. It is. You could put NASA in jail with that, with, with a Jew lawyer, team, team of Jews. I actually agree with your assessment of the situation. The fact that people actively try to stifle intellectual curiosity is fucking retarded. Well, it's, it, it's by design, but I, I know exactly what you mean. As a side note, I started drinking White Claws. I feel kind of faggy, but they taste good and there's no sugar. You get it. Want to know it's faggy? Fucking a dude. Want to know it's not faggy? Trying to not have sugar and, and land the plane. And by the way, I'm not even sponsored by White Claw. And I guarantee I've made them thousands of fucking dollars. I don't worship you, but I'm genuinely happy you're alive and killing it. Keep it up, and hopefully we cross paths one day. 100, my nigga. Dude, very, very, very generous, and that's a great attitude, dude. I just don't want... And when I say, like, don't worship me, it sounds like a humble brag. Like, I'm like, nobody suck my cock. Please, I hate blowjobs. It would fuck with me. Like, worship is a way to take out someone trying to assess the world. Just, you can admire my qualities and shit like that, but you don't understand. It's like truth towers like me. And I'm not saying what truth is, but someone that's doing some inspiring shit, it's easy to be like, like, I'm not kidding. You'd be like, can I touch your feet? And that's death to both of us. <laughs> like that fucks up my world. You know, I've hung out with celebrities. Celebrities get it like crazy. I don't get it like that at all. Like my life is you know, I have blisters all over my fucking hands and a lot of people just treat me like a fucking random asshole with a mustache. But like, I've seen, it, it decays people's brains. I've seen just like normal celebrities that everywhere they go, it's like, oh my God, oh my God. And, and after a while, they don't even know up from down. They're like total retards from it. So thank you for understanding that you can appreciate and respect and see even role model. But dude, anything past that, is not helping me or you. Oh, this is a very generous one. Thank you, my friend. And then I'll, I'll, I'll read this and then I'll, uh, I'll play Christine one more time. And if I missed your super chat, just have to understand, or the PayPal, I'm honored and blessed at how many messages I get, but there's absolutely no way. I'm, I'm pushing five hours to try and get to these guys. And I'm enjoying it, but it's getting to the point where I can't keep it up, you know? Hey, BB, longtime listener, first time baller. First of all, I appreciate all you do. Your dedication to truth is so admirable. 
I'm the son of a Venezuelan immigrant, and I married a South African woman. We can confirm that socialism does indeed <laughs> end in starvation and genocide. Dude, you're sound awesome. My wife is now a full-time artist, and I think the Bears would appreciate her work. Her website is anriart.com. Beautiful. A-N-R-A-N-R-I-A-R-T.com. And her Instagram is at A-N-R-I underscore V-F. And then I got some Jewy slashes. P.S. I really appreciate your mentions of Martin Luther lately. Your tireless pursuit of truth reminds me of him. Uh, Martin Luther would make himself sick due to his uncompromising approach to the monastic life. Yeah, he probably was trying not to watch porn. As you can tell, I, I beat a lot of vices with just putting my fucking intensity to places that I found to be better. Yeah, if, imagine if Martin Luther had fucking porn sites. He'd have like eight theses. He'd, like, he'd be like, I have eight problems with the church. It's like, I thought you had 95. It's like, dude, I've been whacking myself. Silly. And his last book, The Lies the Jews Tell, have been called Ben Shapiro's Great. If I haven't exceeded uh, by plug cap yet. Oh, no, dude. I love this. I love that you love your wife, dude. It sounds fucking awesome. I can't not recommend the Thinking Fellows podcast for people seeking true Christians. The Thinking Fellows. They cover a broad range of topics. A great episode to start with is The Challenge of Islam. Much love from South Carolina. Low country. Love it, dude. Easiest way to challenge Islam is just go, wait a minute. So Muhammad was a pedophile on a flying horse who was a warlord? Wait a minute. How, I, how much more taxes do I have to pay if I'm not Muslim? Dude, Muslims would just start laughing because they know you get it. Just be like, oh, wait a minute. So, so what are my taxes and what are your taxes? What are the rape laws around non-Muslims versus Muslims? And then you realize that it's a form of slavery. And just be like, listen, I'm not transphobic. I love your flying carpets and all that shit. Clits, overrated, right? Who wants to make a girl come when you got a fucking tiny little dick like that and all you want to do is bang your goat? I get it, man. I am on board. No hate. But as someone who isn't Muslim, let's say we both are working the same job. How much you got to pay, you know, the muzzies and how much do I have to pay? And if it's different, why? Let's say my non-Muslim wife gets raped by a Muslim. And then let's say I happen to feel a little rapey and I rape a Muslim woman. What are the laws around that? And why are they different? And then tell me why. And at that point, there's no argument. Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm all about rhetorical death blows. Don't talk about, you know, the teachings of, just be like, how much do I have to pay you if you get control of the government? And they're like, well, I mean, the, you know, there is this uh, extra, you know, this thing that we, it's like, they, they laugh because you got them like that. It's like, so, so I have to pay more money than you because of my faith, and I'm the one who's intolerant. You realize Christianity doesn't have a different tax code for non-Christians, right? You, you know that, right? So yes, but Muhammad is, is um, praise be upon him. It's like, no, taxes be upon him for me, and he can go fuck himself. How old was his wife, by the way? It's like, she was nine, but back then, it's like, nine! Nine! What does Islam mean anyway? Submission to God. No, submission to Muhammad, a warlord who fucked a nine-year-old on a flying horse that wants to tax me more than you. Not buying it. Want to know how I can see through it like that? Because I'm not watching pornography. I'm drinking claw.
Use this shit in the arguments. Just be like, well, what, what's the tax rates? And I explain that. So what happens if a non-Muslim rapes a Muslim versus a Muslim rapes a non-Muslim? And I explain why one rape is okay and one rape isn't. And then try and explain to me why it doesn't matter that people don't question this shit. These Joe Rogans of the world, they're setting up catastrophe. Guys, you take away the male protective in instinct, women go towards power when they feel unsafe. I talked about it in the beginning. If you're new to the stream, still over 4,000 people after four and a half hours. Holy fuck. Dude, Amy's going to think I'm a weirdo for this one. She's always very supportive, but like, Four and a half hours is fucking insane. Owen, what's white on top, black on the bottom? What's white on top, black on the bottom? An Oreo that you're saving a little for later? Are you going to be able to tell me the, the fucking punchline? Or white on top, black on the bottom? I don't know. Uh, tax rates? Uh, give me your punchline. I'm, I'm curious. Is, is someone... Is, is someone have the fucking punchline? You had bullet points, bro. It's very true. Thank you. You've been at it all night, bro. Right. Just like your mom was sucking dicks. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, holy fun. Keep this rolling. It's incredible. Yeah, that's one of the reasons why I'm, I'm, I, I kept going is because every time I'm like, yeah, I should probably wrap up. You guys are like, no, this is fucking great. So that's why the whole thing is like, I hope I'm, I'm doing quality shit because... Don't just make it like, oh, you're a good dude. I, I just like hearing you talk. It's like, well, is this entertaining? I don't fucking know. It sounds insane. I just talked for four and a half hours. Let's um, let's close on Christine Ebersol. Hit the like button. Hugepianist.com to get one of my specials. Ten bucks. Uh, Self-produced. All proceeds go to White Claw, apparently. Amy's going to think you're a weirdo for reading Hitler and starting a bear cult. We love you, Owen. Woo. Now she thinks it's legendary. Are you kidding me? She loves the bears. She gets it. All, all you guys get it. Now, if I don't read Hitler, how the fuck am I supposed to understand his point? And, and anybody that's like, oh, if you read him, you're bad. It's like, well, then how do you argue his point? How do you not get another Hitler? It's not because I'm supporting him. It's like, how do I not do research on it? I'm, I'm studying round and flat earth arguments. I study NASA. So if I go to NASA.gov, even though I know we faked that moon land, does that make me wrong? I want to know what the fuck they're saying. All right, let's watch Christine again. And you know, this, this Hitler guy, good guy. All right, so here's a very good person who, who managed to be in Hollywood and, and keep her soul. She played my mother on Sullivan and Son for three years. And this is her at a 9-11 memorial. Like right after 9-11, supporting firefighters, talking about truth. She got blackballed for years in Hollywood because of this video. It's it's beauty, dude. It's she, sang, she just spontaneously sings fucking Amazing Grace. And man, the evil hate, hates her for it. They're like, oh, she's one of those whack jobs. She's one of those whack jobs. Just, this is the perfect way to end the stream because this is just, this is pure fucking beauty. <sighs> And I just want to thank you all for being here. And I'm so grateful that I can be a part of this. This isn't acting, guys. This is real. We praise actors who lie. We condemn actors who tell the truth. Amazing.
She was in Amadesh. She played my mother for three years. Two Tony Award winners. She's Hollywood elite as far as acting skill and singing. 
but she loves God and she ain't scared. Meryl Streep can say Harvey Weinstein is God, a rapist, a sodomite, a, um, an eater of the vulnerable. And they just keep giving her golden statues. Let's see Meryl Streep sing like that. And she persevered. And I'm still very close with her. She's probably watching the stream right fucking now. Yeah, she got blackballed for that. People don't understand. They hate God. Hate. If you say Jesus Christ without being a cynical, snarky little cunt, they're like, get the fuck. Dude, it drives them mental. Because it shines a light on what they're doing. Like, horrible acts require the cover of darkness. You just put a spotlight on them. The fuck you guys doing over there? Sodomy. All right. I just wanted to show you something positive and beautiful because I know I've been intense tonight. And uh, I love you guys. Thanks for hanging out. This has been intense. I may not do one tomorrow or the next day because that's just like, even though I want to, it just seems excessive. But we we set all my records for viewership tonight. I mean, we broke 6,000 live viewers. We were over 5,000 the entire fucking time. That's insane. That's that's all. That's a record for me. I've never seen that before. And um, I think people finally understand that the mustache is not simply about pornography. Sam Tripoli's a coward. Uh, and... Being a man isn't about conquering, it's about protecting. And when you when you truly love and protect a woman, she can shine and flourish. And good mothers give the tools to, to kids to allow them to get out of, of anything. Because life will give you tragedy and give you evil. But, but like, the love of a mother will get you through it. And God bless my mother and, you know, White Claw. And uh, just remember, I'm not a religious figure. I just like talking about morality and stuff because it's so void in our culture. But I don't know shit about a lot of this. Um, all right. Much love. Hit the like button. Share it. Comment your feelings, thoughts. PayPal.me slash Feed the Bear. If you want to support, it's all uh, listener funded. And uh, But if money's tight at all, feel zero pressure. You owe me nothing. I'm just glad you're here. Be good to each other.